Yo, what's up, guys? We are the White Potatoes. Ten seconds deep. I don't have COVID. At least that's what they say. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Damn it, what is up, dude? You like that? That was long, dude. <laughs> uh, it's episode number one, freaking hundred. One hundred. Do you ever think we'd get that far? I mean, cards, I feel... cards on the table. Do you think we would we would have kept doing it? I don't know. I don't know. Yes and no, because I feel like there's always that fucking block sometimes where it's like, and eh, do we really want to keep doing it? Uh-huh. You know. But we do. Well, I do. Yeah. Maybe Beef does. He, he probably gets sick and fucking tired of coming over here. It's my favorite parts of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Sundays, dude. Sundays. Sundays are for the Tater Boys, baby. And uh, that's when we're recording this, obviously. But it is, again, our 100th episode. So what that meant for us is that we're going to be presenting to you the 100-ish movies that you need to see before you die. And oh, we're, yeah. we're going to have guests as well. Several. Several of them giving us uh, a rundown of their... This is how it's laying out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Beef and I are going to give you 25 movies each of our own personal favorites that uh, we would put on the 100-ish movies to see before you die. And then uh, we reached out to other people and told them to give us their top fives. So That works. And eventually we'll get to 100-ish. Obviously some might be repeats. And that's okay. Because that means everybody's got good taste, baby. Yeah, buddy. And even if there aren't any repeats, maybe they got good taste anyway. You just don't fucking know. Don't judge people. You're sick. Anyway, taters and tots. Um, without further ado, I guess uh, Beef and I will jump back and forth. We'll talk about our movies and... Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's fucking let's it. Let's do it. Let's get into it, baby. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. One hundred. <laughs> is yours in any specific order or no? Only my first two. <laughs> oh shit. That's it. No, mine's mine's not in any specific order. I okay. wrote mine. The way I came up with my list is I never I didn't look at um my collection I have, which is substantial. Okay. I just I opened my notes app and I just like off the top of my head I was just writing them down. Like these are the movies I would watch. Yeah, okay. whatever first sprung to mind. I was like, yep, yep, yep. So my uh, the only what reason I say my top two is because like if anybody asks me, hey, what's your favorite movie? Uh huh. This is what I'm gonna give you. So that's kind of where that is. Um, I did like the fact though that we we told like the the audience or taters and tot our taters and tots, um, that all you get is five. Yeah. Because it's harder, and it's like, ooh, I really got to think about that, and they're mm-hmm. more invested in it, you know what I'm saying? So, But even trying to get to 25 was pretty hard. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, which, for the most part, I was able to go and go, and I'm like, well, what's another movie other than this? Because I'm sure somebody else might say this film, you mm-hmm. know? And I was just like, eh, just trying to keep it interesting. So, But they came pretty easily. So True. I think the last four or five were actually the hardest for me to pick. So. Yeah. Other than that, they are pretty easy. Um, all right. Well, Beef, you kick it off, baby. What's oh. your first movie? All right. 
mine lists in no specific order. Number one, Star Wars, nineteen seventy seven. The OG. The OG. Not the Phantom, or is no, (laughs) no. I would have the colon something whatever. Okay, but no, just the original. Back out was released in seventy seven, called Star Wars. Okay, and it's just one of the most perfect sci fi fantasy adventures made. Known to humans. Known to humans. Everyone knows fucking Star Wars. Yep, that's true. And I say the first. I would have like. I wanted to throw Empire in there. Okay, but it's like I think you had you'd have to watch the first one to know what the second one is going on. Okay. And so, but it's still a damn near perfect movie to me. Okay. Which Rogue One would a bit was almost on my list. Ooh, nice. Because I really like Rogue One. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to go with my... I'm going to go 25 back. Because like I said, only one and two are my like actual favorites. Uh-huh. So I will go with Interstellar. Nice. Which is... Uh, the reason I picked this is because I was like, oh, you got to have like some sort of time travel or spacey type movie on my list so interstellar is phenomenal and it's uh one of those ones that'll jerk your tears off yeah that's one of the ones i felt like taken aback not in a bad way i was just like fuck yeah (laughs) because i like i like space and then Mm -hmm. i like like time travel too and then just the whole fourth dimension Yep. Or Fifth Dimension, wherever the fuck that. I was like, holy fuck, this is fucking my mind up. Dude, it's trippy. In that movie, though, the fucking... No spoilers here, but at the end, dude, I was just like, fuck. That's just all... I was. That literally was what I said. It was just like, fuck. Yeah. And so good, though. It is. Such a good movie. All right. Number two is uh, Blood and Blood Out, Ooh. 1993. <laughs> Typical. It's a movie I watch literally once a year. At Thanksgiving. It's my Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> the reason being that is, like, I'm cooking or doing something, and so I need a, a long enough movie to, like, that I know front to back, I could listen to, and I'll still be invested in. True that. Plus, Blood In, Blood Out is just such a good fucking movie. It is a good movie, and it's still, it still holds up. There's, it's perfect. Yep. A three hour long movie. It's so fucking long. And I, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I literally watch it once a year, and it's great. Well, and if you guys haven't seen any of these movies, obviously, they're the top 100 you should see before you die. Yeah. 100-ish. Sorry. And so make sure you check them out. If you, there's anything you haven't heard of, write it down, watch it, let us know. Um, so number 24 for me was uh, Sweeney Todd. So I wanted to have a musical of some sort in here, which mm-hmm. debatable on some of mine whether they're a musical per se or not. Yeah. Whether there's music in it. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily consider that a musical. Like, do they have to be singing for it to be a musical? Or for a mu- a musical for me is the majority of the film being music. Yeah, and they are singing, correct? Because um, my favorite movie, which you guys, I'm sure if you already know me, then you'll know what it is. Uh-huh. But my favorite movie, some people consider it a musical, some people don't. I I wouldn't call it a musical. I would just say it's a movie with music in it. Mm-hmm. Just breakaway scenes it's more it's more of a play yeah so but i wouldn't call it a musical hmm. interesting i never thought so, of it like that which got, <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't know yeah but so sweeney todd is one of my uh one of my favorite musicals nice. though so i wanted to throw that in there as a favorite musical all right number three for me uh the martian 2015 <laughs> i bring it up a lot because it's like it's a comfort movie and i just i don't know it just makes me feel good like it makes me feel good okay like it's um it's a guy refusing to give up. 
even though he's stuck on Mars by himself, he uses what he knows. What he he's a botanist. What he's a botanist. He uses what he knows to his advantage, and he ends up surviving more than a year. Yep. Out there, and then just the end where they're like, they're gonna rescue him, and he's gonna use that rocket to fucking propel himself up to the yeah. atmosphere. And then just him hearing his uh, his crew's voice again. Of them saying clear, and then he's like holding back his tears, and he's just, oh, he hears him say like uh, clear, and then I'm like it gets me every time. Dude, I'm like oh, so good. Yeah, The Martian is another great fucking space movie. It is that you need to watch. Matt Damon. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, um, number twenty three for me. I put The Strangers, um, one of my favorite modern horror films. And I was like, well, it's got to make it on the fucking list somewhere, yep. dude. So, shouts out The Strangers. We obviously already covered it, so if you haven't listened to it, go listen. Yeah, we talked enough about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a bad way. It's a fucking good... It is a good movie, a good but scare. yeah, a lot of the stuff that we've mentioned or that we have an episode on, I don't want to dive too deep into. Yeah. So, watch it. Uh, number four, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus The World, 2010. Okay. It's just, for me, one of the... One of the most perfect comic book adaptations. It's it's of fun, the modern dude. era. Yeah, and it's it fun. fun. It's it go. It's it starts off in reality and then slowly starts go like falling off the rails. Yep. Into comic book movie, and like it's not. It doesn't hinder the. It doesn't hinder it at all. Like it doesn't take away from anything. Yeah. Which uh, I had never seen it until we covered it on uh-huh. this podcast. And I'm really surprised that I hadn't. I'd seen like little snippets of it, or yeah. had re- or friends or whoever that I'd go over to their house and they were watching it, but mm-hmm. never fully watched it through. So definitely one to check out. So do it. Um, number twenty two for me is Donnie Darko, which again, if you haven't seen Donnie Darko, uh-huh. you should probably do it. It's one of those things. There's a reason it has a cult following. Definitely don't watch its uh, predecessor. So S Darko. Yep. Which one would you recommend them watch? First, the original cut or the director's cut? Um, I would honestly say either way is okay. Uh-huh. Um, I, I like the original movie, though. Yeah. Just the original cut of the movie, in my opinion, was like damn near perfect. Um, but I had to watch it like six times to even understand what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Which, if you want to be technical, it's another time travel movie. Uh-huh. But um, I like it a lot. This is one that obviously myself and... Thousands of friends. I don't have thousands of friends. <laughs> <laughs> have talked about, but uh, yeah, Donnie Darko, hundred percent worth the watch, and just do it. Yeah, I've only seen it the once. Okay. And um, it was one of the, it's one of the few movies where I, like I finished it and I sat there and I was like, "Am I stupid? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what the fuck did I just watch?" Yeah, it wasn't that. I was just like, I was trying to make sense of the whole thing, and I'm just like. I think I'm really stupid. Like, I can't figure it out. And then I told my coworker about it. He's like, no, that's how everyone is. And I was like, good. I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that. And he was just like, yeah, no, everyone is like that. And I was like, cool. Yeah, I had I had to watch it a couple times, like I said, before I even fucking yeah. had somewhat of a grasp on it. And then, yeah, to put it, put it in simple terms, it's about time travel. <laughs> yeah, that. And I'm just like, I'll take it for what it is. Like, it's not my top, but it's like, it was fine. I didn't mind it. It was cool. Yeah like it a lot yeah watch it <laughs> uh number five for me is reservoir dogs 1992 Ooh, uh, solid film solid quentin tarantino's first fourier into the film genre <laughs> 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 i wanted to 
I knew I wanted to pick a Quentin Tarantino movie, but I didn't know okay. which one. And I really like all of them. I almost picked a film. I don't know if it, it was him who did it, but I know he was in it. Yeah. So I'm assuming he did it. Which one's that? Uh, Desperado. Oh, no, that's Robert Rodriguez. Okay, so but they're thank, like thank best you. Friends. Yeah, so he was in it, though. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to put Desperado on my list, but I didn't. But that's yeah, another. They, they both came out around that time, the indie, the 90s indie scene. Okay. Yeah, but I, I wanted to pick up Tarantino, but I was just, I, I, I wanted all of them, but I only had 25 <laughs> slots, so I was just like, Reservoir Dogs, because it's just. Solid pick. It's still like. It's a perfect. That's I, I, I'm, I'm gonna use the word perfect a lot in this probably. Yeah. But it's like the best first movie anyone could make. Okay. Because he made this for like nothing. It was thanks to um. What is it? Not Henry. I'm gonna say Henry Cavill, but it's not. Mister Mister White. Mr. Couldn't tell you. One of the, the old guy. <laughs> and I'm. Cavizel Cazel. I I don't remember. Anyways, the old guy. He read the script and he he got it made. Because he's like, we got to have this movie made. Mm. And they only, he only had like a million dollars or something. And then thanks to that actor, he, he got more money for them to have like better shit going on. Which is, okay, that's tight. Yeah. That's a fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> I can't, I fucking butchered his name, but. Yeah. That's okay, dude. And but be, regardless though, it's like something that wasn't going to be what it is. Yeah. Unless this guy got involved, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking solid. I'm about that. If you haven't seen it, Reservoir Dogs, watch yes. it. Um, my number 21 is The Wedding Singer. Nice. So it was really hard for me to pick a bunch of comedies. I was like, uh-huh. I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, I'm going to put five of like each genre in here or whatever. And it didn't really work out that way. So I was, I was thinking of movies, obviously, that I would watch over and over. Um, the Wedding Singer for me is a like perfect comedy movie because it has also like a great soundtrack to it. Yeah. And it's one of the Adam Sandler films that I could watch and not fucking hate. You know what I'm saying? True. Not that I hate Adam Sandler, but if I were to watch something over and over of his, I'd probably get sick of it. Mm -hmm. So that's one of mine. Nice. Oh, where am I at? Number six, Tombstone. Ooh. 1993. (laughs) So good. Fucking perfect Western. Probably um, one of the best. It's what, I would say. Yeah, it's like a movie I could watch front to back for twenty four hours. <laughs> like when they have one of those streamings of it. On yeah, like, like in Showtime. Like if there's like those hypotheticals, it's like pick a movie you could watch for twenty four hours and you get a million dollars or whatever the fuck. I'd be like yeah. Tombstone. Yeah, fuck yeah, hands down. So good. If and you guys haven't seen it, yeah, highly quotable. Watch it. Watch it. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, what else can you say, dude? Come I can't, on. like... The cast know, is fucking no stacked, too, so... Get it, baby. Anyway, it. number... Should be on the same wavelength. Anyway, The Sand Lot is my number 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, oh, I gotta have, like, some sort of sports movie in there. Uh-huh. And The Sand Lot was one of them. I was like, ah, uh, growing up, this was one of my favorite movies yeah. anyway, so... The Sand Lot, it is. And, like you were saying, very quotable, so... You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. That's How can I have small everybody nothing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my favorite thing. Uh, baby, it was signed by somebody, Baby Ruth. Babe Ruth. Anyway, The Sandlot, number yeah. 20. <laughs> we did an episode on that, didn't we? We did. So make sure you go listen to it if you want to know more as to our thoughts. Oh, yeah. All right, number seven, uh, 
Princess Mononoke, 1997. Ooh, solid. Written and directed by fucking Hayao Miyazaki. I knew I had to pick a, a Miyazaki. I almost... Well, I was thinking the same thing, uh-huh. but I would have picked the same one. So I was like, well, I'm going to stray away from that. <laughs> yeah, like, I could not put one of Miyazaki's on there, and I was just like... it's For me, it's always Princess Mononoke. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's the first one I've seen, and I... It, we used to have, like, cable, so it came on, like, stars or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I remember staying home sick. And then I just, like, what's this? And I just, like, put it on. And I was immediately blown away. And I seen it, well, like, 1998, 99, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I was, like, I was obsessed. Like, every time it was, like, I seen it was on the, the movie channel, I had to watch it. Yeah. And that opened the door for me, for me, like, to know who Miyazaki was and then... Just they a whole other genre of, like, Japanese animation movies. Too. Fuck yeah. Which, uh, it was between either this one and I, I would have probably put, like, um, Howl's Moving Castle was yeah. a fun one. Um, and then I, of course, I really like Castle in the Sky. Yeah. So, but I, I, I ended up not putting any on. Spoiler alert. Yeah, it was, a, it was either <laughs> this or, um, The Wind Rises. Okay. The Which I have I don't think I've ever seen The Wind Rises still. It, it's one of my favorites only because, like... He pulls a lot of, like, story elements from, like, his life. Okay. And, um, this one was, like, kind of about his dad and everything. Oh, shit. The Wind okay. Rises. And then, like, they, they premiered it. And then, like, they sat there in the screening room and he stood up and he was like, I never thought I'd see, I'd make a movie that would make me cry. Fuck. And then he, like, sat down and they all just, like, didn't know what to say after yeah. that. So they sat there in silence for, like, a minute and they all just got up and left. Fuck. I was like, fuck. Yeah, that's one of the good ones. Could you imagine? That's fucking beautiful, though. Yeah. I love it. Uh, my next one, number 19, is The Goonies. And we covered this on our podcast as well. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. One of my favorite, again, it's like a family action adventure. And the reason that I like it is I just grew up. My dad was like, oh, this is a great movie. Uh-huh. So I watched it with the pops, and here we are today. Still liking it. Hell so. yeah. Yeah, it's timeless. It is. It is really fucking good. Show it to Emberlyn when she gets older. And then, you know, all the generations, baby. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Sloth loves Chunk. That's true. And uh, Rocky Road as well. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> all right. Number eight for me is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I cheated, but it's our podcast. to do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to. I did that too. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't decide, but I like. If I had to just, like, I'll say it right now. If I had to decide, it would probably be The Fellowship of the Ring. Yep. But, like, I can't do that without throwing the other two out. So I'm lumping them in as a whole. You have to. And they're just... I agree. Yeah. Still, like, like Blood and Blood Out, I watch these probably once a year, too. Okay. Because once a year, they'll have it, like, the extended editions in theaters. And so it's, like, me and... Jeff, yeah, and his wife, or me and my friend Daniel, we did it once, and I'm just like, I'm gonna do this every year because it's like, it's that you ha- good. Yeah, it's that good. You have to see it in theaters. Yep. Which I remember seeing the first one in theaters, and I was like, oh, this is fucking fantastic. And the first time I had ever seen it in theaters, the movie cut out halfway into it, uh-huh. and then so we ended up getting a free ticket to go see another movie anyway. Nice. And so I was like, well, fuck. And then I ended up watching it outside of the theater. But yeah. then I saw the other two in theaters anyway, so yeah. and all the Hobbit movies, but mm-hmm. I think the Lord of the Rings movies are better. Yeah, I had uh, being like eleven years old when this came out, I was just like, man, this is kind of lame. Like I didn't know what to think of it. But after seeing it and coming out of the theater, I was just like, 
goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy hell. It's that fucking good. Yeah. Uh, my number 18 is Hook and another Robin Williams. Are you surprised? <laughs> a lot of mine actually have Robin Williams in it, I just noticed. Yeah. Uh, number nine least, is Jack. Yeah. <laughs> number 10 is uh, One Hour Photo. One Hour Photo. <laughs> yeah. This random Robin Fuck, dude. Um, but yeah, Hook was one of my favorites. This is actually one that David and myself bonded over uh-huh. because we both just fucking would quote like the whole movie, dude. Yeah. It would be us watching the movie and everybody else was just in the room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so Hook is a phenomenal movie. It's a Peter Pan-ish film, right? Yeah. Eh? What if Peter Pan grew up? Yep. And so you should watch it. That's it. Yeah, I love this. Did we cover this? Yeah, we did. We did okay. a whole thing. And I just love... I like Hook, too. I probably could have made my list, but I didn't think about it in time. But it's like, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman is so good as Hook. Oh, like perfect. You forget what Dustin Hoffman looks like. Yep. Because you're just like... No, that's... so encapsulated in Hook. the performance, yeah. So... And I just love his voice, and he's like, you made a boo-boo. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Smee. I'm going Smee. to kill myself, Smee. <laughs> if you don't stop me, I'm going to shoot yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I want my mommy. I want my daddy. Yours, yours, mine, mine, now, now. And I'm just like, me, me. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, good choice. Watch it. Good pick. Thanks, dude. Yep. Number nine. <laughs> Day of the Dead, the original 1985 George Romero zombie classic. Ooh. I went through a zombie phase. I still love zombies, but not as much as I did. <laughs> like, I was all about zombies for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I had to pick a zombie movie, and there's a lot out there. I could have chose Chained Busan, this and that, the modern ones. But yep. I could have even done, like, his first Night of the Living Dead or Dawn of the Dead, but I chose Day of the Dead because it's, like, the best out of all the the first three he made. Okay. Because it's, like, it has the the, the best makeup, the best story, in my opinion. Okay. And, yeah. It's just that good? Yeah, it's that good. Which we, I think when we talked about Dawn of the Dead, we may have mentioned our favorite uh, zombie movies as yeah. well so this was on that list mm-hmm. from what i remember yeah um so yeah go check out that episode too if you want to yeah listen yep. to us talk about zombies and then <laughs> i just chose this again because the performance of bud the zombie okay is like yep. one of the best i've seen just spoilers him finding his caretaker like murdered mm-hmm. and then the way he just freaks out and then i'm just like i still feel for that yeah <laughs> Which, it, and yeah, it makes you feel, even though it's a fucking zombie. Yeah. <laughs> they, what you think, they are, they're just mindless killing machines, but he yep. finally made a bond with this guy, and then they're actually smarter than they, you think they are. Yeah, so if you meet a zombie, try and befriend it. <laughs> just try. <laughs> Unless it eats you, and then you're fucked. Alright, my number 17 is It. I put It as in all of them. So this is all four movies wrapped into one. Uh-huh. I like the original four TV fucking movies, and then I also liked the remakes. And I waited a long time to see them, and I really liked the guy who did uh, Pennywise. What's his name? Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Yeah. Is it Bill? Bill, yeah. Bill Skarsgård. Um, yeah, and I think he did the part justice. The first movie of the remakes was, like, fucking beautiful. Yeah, he had, I just loved it. He had some big shoes to fill. Yeah, and I think he, I think he did it justice yeah. for sure. Um, I did like Tim Curry though as Pennywise, obviously, and he killed that part. And we we talked about these as well yep. again. Um, but you and I both are like, dude, he was just fucking absolutely terrifying as Pennywise. Yeah. So, 
And that's a movie that made everybody scared of clowns. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then this new one, I mean, Emberlin used to watch it all the time, so I was hyped as fuck on it, and now she won't even let me put it on without freaking out. So, it's all of them. It's. Number 10, House of Flying Daggers, 2004. Okay. Yeah, I've had to throw uh, a Japanese fantasy fighting love story movie in there. There you go. And it's like, i seen this when it came out when I was 14, but I remember like seeing the trailer and I was like, man, this looks fucking lame. Because like, <laughs> I like, I didn't like the idea of them flying around. It's like a, it's a wire foo, that's what they call it, like them flying around yep. and fighting. And okay. I remember seeing like the tra- the same thing for the trailer for um, Crouching Tiger. Crouching Tiger. Yep. And I was like, this is fucking <laughs> wet. And I went to see it with my aunt, Terry, shouts out. Hey, shouts out. But, um, yeah, um, we went and seen it and I was like blown away again. Like, just the whole, the story of like two warring, like, kind of, it's like Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Where this, um, I'll give the synopsis. It's like this guy, he's like, um, like a cop, and okay. he is tasked to find the the new leader of the House of Flying Daggers, and they have information that the daughter of the new leader is blind, and she's working at this brothel, and so he goes in there, and he he tries to, like, forces, force himself on her, and then she gets thrown in jail, and then he is undercover, so he has to break her out of jail, and then they get, he has to follow her to try and find the House of Flying Daggers. Oh shit! All the while he's just like, "Yep, yeah, this is a job. I'm trying to woo her and this and that." And all the while he falls and falls in love, winds up falling in love with her. And then his partner, <laughs> come to find out, spoilers: three, two, one. He's a part of the House of Flying Daggers, and he's oh, so shit. undercover that like he got lost in the way. Fuck, dude. But it's like that's kind of tight. I never saw this one, but I definitely saw like the preview for it. And like you're saying, I was like, "Eh, it looks kind of fucking." Yeah, goofy. it's like I thought that, and then like. I, I still watch it, and it's just, like, even, like, there's, like, really good use of color okay. in this movie that it's just, like, gold. Um, and you know I'm about that, dude. Yeah, I'll, um, <laughs> we gotta watch that soon. We can. We will. We will. We'll I'll add it to our list. Next time, I'll bring it. Always. Okay. Um, alright, next one up, I put Shrek. <laughs> I put Shrek <laughs> on here. Um, again, I wanted to have, like, a another family movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, ah, I could always go with Pixar. I could always do this. But honestly, Shrek gets brought up a lot, and we just love Shrek. Yeah. That's all there is to it. And it's phenomenal, I think, um, with all the characters and shit you have in it, the actual plot of the story. Mm-hmm. And then you also have, um, is it Chris? No, Eddie Murphy, sorry. It's Eddie Murphy who's uh, Donkey, which is just fucking yep. one of his... I think his best parts. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Shrek. So there it is. Shouts out. Uh, Rumble in the Bronx, 1995. I had to, I had two <laughs> Jackie Chan movies on here. And so I had to flip a coin to figure out which one to get rid of. Which this one I think is solid for keeping because I, I was a huge fan of Rumble in the Bronx too. So Yeah, so like, to me it's one of his best. Mm-hmm. I'm sad the other one had to go. <laughs> But you could you could say what it was that it it, it was Legend of Drunken Master okay which I've with, never seen it's one of like this and that one are like two of his best I think okay. because they're just they're letting him do what he's good at yeah which is like fighting and comedy <laughs> which yeah which is why I actually love the Rush Hour movies yeah which we need to cover or did we 
Did, I don't think we did. I don't think we did, but we should. We will. And we will. But yeah, Rumble in the Bronx, one of Jackie Chan's like 90s explosion movies that like got his name out there in America. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can say about it. There it is. Paved the way, baby. Paved Go watch it. Uh, number 15 for me is Pirates of the Caribbean. I put these on there because I was like, I watch these movies every year. Yeah. Like all three, or not all three, all of them. Damn, I should do. say. <laughs> What's that? You watch all of them? Yeah. Every year. Damn. We fucking all put them on, and I'm like, oh, these movies are so good. No, 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 no. Yeah, the score. <laughs> that sounds just like that. That's the worst pirate I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, that might be the best pirate I've ever seen. One might think. <laughs> um. Anyway, Pirates of the Caribbean movies, watch them all. They're all great. Yeah, that's it. True. Oh, what would it be? Number 12 for me, uh, Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Ooh. If you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking with Steven, I had, he's like, I gotta put a musical on there. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't have a musical on mine. <laughs> and so I had, uh, it, well, I had I had a tie between Les Miserables and La La Land, because those are the two movies I listen to. Their soundtracks, like, all the time for some reason. Not for some reason, because I love them. That's why. <laughs> But um, it had a uh, it beat out Legend of Drunken Master. <laughs> yeah, because I go. needed a spot to throw my musical in there. So Les Miserables, I think we covered it on here, or we we talked about it. I think we talked about it when we did uh, Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman. Yeah, correct. And it's it's one of my favorites. I I don't watch it all the time, but I listen to it every day, almost. Damn. No, that's a lie. Not that's, all. Not that's every impressive day. though. <laughs> it's yeah. Um, okay. Well, and I watched it. Great film. Um, that one was another one that's fucking depressing as shit, too. It is. But it's really good. Yeah. So, watch it. Um, number 14 for me was 21 Jump Street. So, this was the remake from the, um, they had a TV show, obviously, that mm-hmm. used to star Johnny Depp. Um, I needed to have another great comedy on here because yeah. I don't like very many comedies, I would say. I'm, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. But, like, if, I, if I'm trying to find a go-to movie, a comedy isn't necessarily my first pick Mm -hmm. so 21 jump street i just remember the first time i watched it i was laughing through the whole fucking movie yeah and so i was like it's got to make it and um jonah hill and hot motherfucker what's his name channing tatum (laughs) thank you (laughs) hot channing tatum they just work really well together and that's why it's on here that's it yeah it's really good so watch it watch it and 22 jump street's fucking hilarious too so Watch that as well. But it didn't make the list. It didn't. All right. Number 13 from Portrait of a Lady on Fire. (laughs) I talk about this movie all the time, and I want more people to watch it. It's a good lesbian comedy. It's not a comedy. (laughs) It's a good movie about lesbians. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) What's it called? A a Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yep. Still never seen it. Okay. Like, I bought the the Criterion because I heard about it. Okay. And then, like, after watching it, it's, it's one of those movies I was just like, fuck. Like, it's not depressing in any way. Or kind of is, but it's not, like, bad depressing. But it's just, the ending had me fucking floored. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I'll have to watch it, because God knows I like to watch lesbians. nothing. Because <laughs> God knows lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it's lesbians. Yeah. I'm about this. Hey, my number 13 as well. Uh, the Longest Yard is what I put on here. So, again, it was like, ah, I only have one sports movie. Uh-huh. I don't have <laughs> I'm going to need another one. 
But uh, we actually watched this the other night, and so I was like, man, that movie is so good, and the cast is stacked. So we're going to throw it on here. Yeah. So it's the remake, by the way, with Adam Sandler. Yeah, it's like, um, <coughs> it's a good Adam Sandler movie without you thinking it's part of the Adam Sandler universe. I Correct. I like the fact that they have a bunch of wrestlers and shit in there, too. Oh, yeah. It's like, come to the tree out. It's fucking uh, Chris Rock. Yeah. So, it's uh, it's definitely one of the top ones, and I think it's on Netflix right now, so go watch it. Yeah. Where am I at? Number 14, Ujimbo, 1961. Oh, I haven't stopped saying the dates. Uh, 19, it came out in 1961, directed by uh, Akira Kurosawa. It's a samurai movie. I went through another another phase, like a samurai phase. Okay. And then my buddy Logan shouts out, he got me, he showed me this. And it's basically, um, what is it? The, the lone samurai comes to town and come, gets hired to like take out these gangs, but then he winds up pitting the two gangs against each other. Oh shit. So okay. he has less work to do. That's kind of cool. And it's basically, it's like, um, <coughs> sorry. What is the Western, f- um, the man with no name? I think that's what it is. Fistful of Dollars, one of those westerns. Okay, yeah, never seen they, any of those. So. Yeah, a lot of westerns <laughs> ripped off samurai movies, and this is like the Clint, one of the Clint Eastwood ones ripped off this one. Oh shit! But I love the original. It's and the soundtrack is great. Toshiro Mifune as the the man with the samurai with no name. Okay, is one of the best like actors of his time. Okay, and it's yeah, just a good one. Never seen it. I'll have to watch it again. Well, add it to the list of movies I need to watch. <laughs> yeah. Again, anyway, anyway, <laughs> um, my number 12 is What Dreams May Come. So this is a uh, Robin Williams movie. Surprise. Um, this is uh, one of the ones I picked as a drama, mm-hmm. I guess. It would be one of the best dramas I've ever seen. This movie is just fucking visually stunning. Yeah. Um, and of course, it's Robin Williams, but the movie itself was super depressing, and I just wanted, I wanted to have a great drama on there that I yeah. was like... Somebody like Robin Williams, who's obviously more or less known for his comedies, mm-hmm. it just plays a role when it's when it has to be serious. And basically, quick synopsis of it is um, his wife commits suicide. Or, yes, yes. His wife commits suicide, and then he has to travel through hell to find her. Oh, dang. And it's so like, it's, it's kind of... It's like um, Dante's Inferno. Kind of, yeah. Like, it's, it's really interesting, though. And, like, you see a couple... And, the one big stunning like visual that I always have is he as he's like going through heaven, his heaven is made of his wife's paintings. Oh. And so like he's actually like rubbing the flowers and they're smearing and stuff and it's paint in his hands and uh-huh. it's I'm like fuck, dude. Anyway, watch that movie. Um and it shows a different side phenomenal. of the too. It does. And I love the fact he can play anything and be good at it. Yeah. Or could have. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. the homie. Um but yeah, that's my one of my favorite dramas. So mm-hmm. Damn. All right. Uh, Rushmore, 1998, directed by Wes Anderson. I really I really love Wes Anderson films because shouts out Terry and Logan. They got... Logan more so got me into Wes Anderson movies. Okay. And um, this is one is like... A, well, Wes Anderson's kind of like... A, I hate using the word kooky, but it's like <laughs> his stuff's kind of like... Kooky. Kooky. <laughs> <laughs> And um, this was before he became what he is, so it's more based in reality. All his other stuff kind of goes like kind of off the rails. Okay. 
Which I, I remember hearing about this movie. I don't know if I ever saw it. Yeah, it's like um, the story of this kid named Max, and he goes attends this private school called Rushmore, and uh, they get a new what is it nurse? Okay. And he winds up like falling head over heels in love with her, and come to find out that she starts seeing um, like the principal of the the school there, oh, and shit, so okay. Max is like, you can't have her, and it's just him huh. like. It's Bill Murray. It's the principal, and it's just him. Oh, that's funny. And this kid like going at it all the time. Okay. And then, like Max, uh, long story short, Max gets kicked out of the the Rushmore school, and that's like his 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 whole identity is like going to this school, and so now he has to start over going to public school, <laughs> and then all the while he like he comes to terms with like she's not gonna she's never gonna love me because yeah. I'm a kid, and so he like puts all his powers together he pulls all his strings and all his powers and he like tries to bring the nurse and bill murray back together okay at the end of it okay that's interesting yeah but i huh. i had a hard time choosing which wes anderson movie i wanted to pick but i was just like rushmore because it's the more grounded of the movies he's done i like that yeah i like that about you beef thank you <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> um 11 American History X. Ooh. So this one, actually, you're because uh, you had sent me your list before I even freaking started typing these in. Uh huh. So I had movies literally just sitting in my mind. I was like, oh, I'm gonna throw this in, and I actually saw your Blood in Blood Out, right? Yeah. And I was thinking of a movie that's just like super aggressive and violent, but it has like a underlying meaning a to good it. Message. Yes. Yeah. And so that was what American History X was for my list. Um, my American History X is your blood and blood out. Hell yeah. Um, so American History X is one of those movies, again, it's like, yeah, some shit in there that you're like, oh fuck, I can't believe they even put this in the movie, mm -hmm. but, um, it's, it's for a better message. So make sure you watch that as well. Yeah. It's one of those vicious, vicious circle movies where it's mm -hmm. just keeps repeating itself, but yep. hopefully it doesn't this time. Correct. Yep. Well, oh, God, it's so good. It is. And Edward Norton just fucking wrecked. Dude, well, for, <laughs> <laughs> of course the first thing, just fucking racked. Racked. Um, but his acting in this is just perfect. Yeah, this for is every the, part. This is the movie where I was just like, fuck, Edward Norton's probably one of my favorite actors. Yeah. He fucking kills it. Yeah. Watch it. Um, Casablanca, 1942 for me. Mm. I had to pick um, another old black and white. Okay. I yeah. didn't pick one, but one of mine goes in both. Yeah. So anyway, we'll talk about it. But yeah, I had to pick Casablanca because it's just one of those perfect old movies where it has a like good new, good noir, good like man trying to like not do the not do the right thing, but he winds up having to do the right thing. Yeah, and it's Casablanca um, sucked anyway, dude. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I used to say I know. Fucking. <laughs> Uh, data remember. I know. I kept saying that to my friends before I even seen the movie. I was like, man, Casablanca focus sucks. And then I watched it and I was like, yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but like no shot is wasted. Every, every shot is like a perfect still. Which, I, you know, I don't know if I ever saw Casablanca. I know it's been like on in the background. Yeah. When we do like our lifetime movie nights or whatever when during Christmas time. Uh-huh. And that's one of the ones that usually comes on. But I, I don't know if I've ever actually sat down and watched yeah, it. Yeah, so. it's like... I didn't, I didn't think so either until I sat down and I was just like, God damn, this is, this is something else. This is good. It's good. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. <laughs> All right. Well, 
Casablanca ain't got nothing on my number 10. Snow White, baby. <laughs> Two completely different movies, but uh, Snow White, I was like, I gotta have a Disney princess in there, right? Oh, I never choose a Disney movie. Which, it's funny, because I actually ended up with two of them, uh-huh. <laughs> but my other one, I don't really see it as a Disney princess movie, uh-huh. but Snow White was my favorite one growing up, and that's what I picked, and it, I think it was their first uh, animated princess film, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, so. Color too, wasn't it? I think so, yep. So Snow White, that's my, that's my shit. That's your shit, I'll tell you my shit right now. Or was I, <coughs> Terminator 2. 1991, directed by fucking James Cameron. The best Terminator movie The out best there. Terminator movie. The most perfect movie I've ever seen in my life. The best sequel. Ooh, that's true. Like, not just in Terminator, just in general. I could argue that all day, too. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, and you're not wrong. One of the best action movies it's, like, made, and it still holds up today. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I used to watch it, like, religiously, too. Just because I like the T1... The T1000... The T1 liquid metal, but yeah, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm assuming our audience has seen Terminator 2, but like, yeah, you if, can't see it enough. If you haven't, just go watch it. You yeah. don't even need to watch the first one; just oh, watch yeah. the second one. Um, okay, it is a perfect movie though. You want to know another perfect? Another perfect movie is number nine for me is Pan's Labyrinth. Perfect. So I wanted to throw in uh, another foreign film. Obviously, we talk a lot about like Korean and Japanese movies on yeah. this podcast, but I wanted to go with this one, which is a Spanish film, right? Yeah, I think. Guillermo del Tizi. Yeah, the dog. But Pan's Labyrinth is phenomenal. And this was another one, basically, with the exception of a couple of scenes, it probably could have been a kid's movie. Oh, or yeah. Or you would think it was a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. and then, uh, But it's just got some gnarly shit in it. So, Pan's Labyrinth, watch it. I won't even give you any idea what it's about. So, go ahead. Watch it. Yep. Oh, Jurassic Park, 1993. Directed yes. by Steven Spielberg. So I, it's another movie I just tell people it's it's perfect. Yep. And it's... It's score. Fucking everything about that movie is... Yeah, it's just... Good. Perfect. <laughs> and you've read the book, right? I've read the book, and it's yeah. no... it's It shares similarities to the movie, but it's just... The movie made the book better. Ooh, I like that. But Ooh! Like, I like that a lot. Yeah, there's there's some <clears> things <throat> that happened in the book that just didn't happen in the movie, or and then vice versa, he used it for the second movie. But I'm just like, fuck, it's such a good movie. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Honestly, that, that was almost one of mine until I saw yours. So, <laughs> <laughs> But I would agree, 100% Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, number eight on my list is The Boondock Saints. So, we already covered this movie on the podcast, don't want to talk too much about it, just because of that fact, Um, but The Boondock Saints was one of my favorite movies too, I watched this one with uh, my brother Chris, was the one who showed me this, Uh and so, yeah, it's just one of those movies, every time I watch it, I'm like, fuck, this is so good. And Norman Reedus and Sean Patrick Flannery, which we met, so we gotta bring that up every time we talk about it. Hell yeah. Shouts out (laughs) the boy. Um, 19, for me... Uh, no surprise, Halloween, 1978, Johnny Carps, Johnny Damn. Carpenter. I couldn't not put this on there. <clears throat> if it was in any order, this would probably be this would be my number one. This is my number one. Yep. Not would be is. <laughs> and I can't not talk about this movie enough because it's one of the best and best horror movies. It's the jump start of the slasher genre. Yep. And I have two tattoos, Halloween tattoos. Then yeah, that's true. 
Plus, we'll be covering the newest one when it comes out this year. So Halloween ends. Just and be I, uh, ready for it. I love I love the new ones, even though yep. people are like, man, this is kind of whack. But I'm like, Pfft. You're whack. You're whack. <laughs> and I get to watch Michael Myers kill people. Yep, me too. And that's I think that's one of the main reasons that we get along so well when it comes to these, because we go into every movie wanting to like it. Uh-huh. And then sometimes it doesn't happen. But Halloween, all day. We're about them. Hell yeah. Uh, my number seven is Scream. Nice. So Ooh, it's weird how horror. that lined up, huh? <laughs> horror movies intersected. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Scream was one of the first slasher films that I had ever watched. And I remember it distinctly because I was four and I was at a babysitter's house and it was on the TV. And I just remember that there was the scene, the very first scene with Drew Barrymore where she looks out on the back patio or whatever and her boyfriend is just fucking uh-huh. gutted. And so I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just like, that's really aggressive. And that was the first time I had ever even like seen it. And then I, I went back and rewatched it. I just love how uh, aggressive Ghostface is. Yeah. And that's what I would imagine a serial killer is like, you know, just fucking booking it after you and then stabbing you to death. Like, kind of tight. Yeah. Anyway, had to put that on there too. It reinvented so, the slasher genre as well. Yeah. Just like Halloween. It reinvigorated it. There you go. That's a better word. And I, I d- obviously we talked about the new one too. And I just really like how they had that nod. Uh-huh. To to our boy, Ooh. so oh yeah, uh-huh. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. The dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, number twenty, the town, for me, uh, came out in two thousand and ten, directed by Benny Affs, Ben Affleck, and it's just, <laughs> it's a movie I like. I could put on at any time. Same. If it's if I'm doing something and if I have a movie channel and it's on, I'll be like, well, I guess I'm not doing anything for two hours. <laughs> It's so good. It's the best bank robber movie out there. Yeah. It's a really good heist movie, really good cat and mouse. Yep. And then I was quoted, me and I was quoted with Javier all the time. It's like, you want to see me? See me in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to shoot me, you're going to have to do it in the back. It's shit like that. It's so good. I actually found that TikTok where there's the dude who uh, Ben Affleck's character was based on. Yeah. Or that he was. Mm-hmm. And uh, on TikTok, the guy's like, yeah, you ever seen that movie, The Town? He's like, you know who Ben Affleck plays? He's like, that's me. I'm just like, oh, fuck. He's Hell like, yeah. I used to have a lot of money. Now I got fucking nothing. I got to go get a job. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, tight. <clears throat> um, number six for me is Aladdin, the cartoon animated good one. Yeah, if I had to pick, <laughs> if I was smart enough to throw a Disney movie in there, it probably would be Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin is fucking fantastic. And again, it's not a musical, but there's music in it. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Uh, my favorite Disney movie is probably Aladdin. Okay. It is Aladdin, Me. not probably. It is Aladdin because it's like... Growing up, it, growing up, I was poor. <laughs> but it was one of those movies I didn't... We didn't own. Like, we didn't have the big old fucking jacket. Yeah. It was like... So, whenever I went over to a friend's house or something and they had Aladdin, we'd watch it. Like, I couldn't... It was one of those like not coveted things it. like I didn't have. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Another Robin Williams, too. That's true. The genie. All right. Um, 21 for me, uh, Lone Wolf and Cub. Uh, it's a series of like five movies uh, between the spans of 1972 to 1974. Okay. <laughs> and it's just a story of this. Um, another, it's another samurai movie, too. This uh, He's the Shogun's Executioner. But okay. then he was accused of going against the shogunate, and so he has to def- like defend his home 
all the while like they wind up killing his family other than Shit. his other than his son okay and then like after the bloodbath has happened he, like he sits his son down and he's like you could either choose he's like you choose the ball or the sword he's like you choose the ball you can go you can go be with your mother so you choose the sword it's like you you're you're with me Oh, and then he chooses the sword. He's like, you should have chose the ball. <laughs> and then it's just him going around trying to like find out who be- who said be- he betrayed the shogunate, and then just trying to clear his name. All the while, he's carting around a f- like two year old kid. Fuck yeah, that's kind of tight though. Yeah, I want to watch that. It's pretty good. Watch we'll the list. Yeah, <laughs> but I recommend you to watch. Um, it's called Shogun Assassin. It's like the first two movies compiled into one. Okay. That's all we better watch for you instead of trying to sit down and watch all five of them. Hey, I might watch all five anyway, dude. Yeah, they get kind of crazy, but it's tight. Just to commit. <laughs> I like to commit. Yeah. Sometimes. And then I'll fall asleep. All right, number five. Uh, I put Harry Potter. Harry <laughs> Potter. All the Harry Potter The movies. boy who lived. <laughs> come to die. Yeah, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> um, obviously, I watch these movies every year, too. Um, currently reading the books. Because I'm a slacker and had never read the books. Hey, me too. Just kidding. I'm almost through number one. So we'll I'm be jumping into one. the second one. And it's honestly so good. Yeah. I just love it completely. Uh, growing up with these movies, every single time a new one came out, I had to go to see it in theaters. Yeah. And it's just one of my favorite movies on the planet. There True. you go. All of them. All of them? I will watch all of them all day, every day. It's good. Don't give a fuck which one. Just right. put it on. Nice. Heavy. <laughs> 22 Pride and Prejudice 2005 Ooh I had to shoot I want a drama A drama love story <laughs> Period piece I love period pieces too Okay And it's Keira Knightley I love Keira Knightley mm-hmm. And it's just one of the Best all, all time Jane Austen love stories Did you ever read it? I have not Yeah you but... shouldn't <laughs> just kidding I was like I probably will It is really fucking long It's just a really long book I, I mean, I'm okay with that. I'm not saying there's uh-huh. anything wrong with that. It's just not my style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I, I think the movie is solid. Com- like, in a comparison to, like, would I rather read the book or watch the movie? For something like that, watch the movie. Yeah, and I just, <laughs> um, it's just a, a real, like, a really good, like, everlasting love story. I like that. Between Mr. Darcy. Like, Tuck Everlasting. Ooh. Just kidding. I honestly don't think I've ever watched that movie, but I know what it is. <laughs> I've read the book and watched the movie. Oh. This was, like, a long time ago, though. Wow, dude. Was it good? It was alright. Oh, okay. But I, like, <laughs> if I was a drag queen, side note, if I was a drag queen, my my name would be Tuck Everlasting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we needed that, though. Yep. Alright, well, Pride and Prejudice, watch it if you haven't. Please do. Uh, number four for me is The Grinch. Ooh, The if Grinch. You, yeah, if you guys need any explanation on this, then you haven't been listening to this podcast, or even know me. Just kidding. But The Grinch is obviously one of my uh, top tops. So, I love this movie. I'll watch it all year long. And Emberlin, uh, for those of you who don't know, is uh, the child. So, we watch it all the time. We'll put it on any time of day, and she'll be like, let's watch The Grinch. She's got a stuffed Grinch. She has uh, Grinch pajamas. Hell yeah. We fuck around with The Grinch. (laughs) All right. Number 23, Into the Spider-Verse, 2018. So good. It's, like, I wanted to choose a comic book movie, but I didn't know which one to pick. Okay. And I I, I landed on this one just because you 
it introduces a lot of different Spider-Men, but you don't really need to know, have a specific Spider-Man in mind, you know? Yep. And it's like a newer animation movie, and I was like, when I first, when I was, I've, I seen it in theaters, and I was like, I couldn't, my eyes couldn't adjust the animation for a second. Okay. It, so it's, beginning, it, it, it's it kind of fucked with me, And too. I'm just like, fuck, what's wrong? And then fight, like, once, like, he meets his Spider-Man, and then mm-hmm. what happens, his Spider-Man gets killed, that's when I was like, holy fuck, I'm for this movie. Yep. Because it, it goes there. It like, And I love it, too, because we're introduced, well, everybody, the world, who doesn't read comic books is introduced to Miles. Miles Morales. And Miles was always one of my favorite Spider-Men, yeah. I should say. Um, just because his character is so fucking good. Yeah, because he, so good, he so is diverse. your fucking, he is your teenage boy who's, like, still trying to find his way. But it's just so fucking good because, like... His uh, his origin story with like his dad being the cop and shit like that. Yeah. It's just like fuck. It's so good, and he has to deal with like his dad hating Spider Man essentially. And all the while his uncle's the Prowler, oh, so another good. villain. And then that whole scene where spoilers, the Prowler gets shot, mm-hmm. dies in front of Miles, and then while he's and in his dorm room trying to hide out, and then he gets sidelined by the other Spider Man. Yep. Because they don't think he's good enough yet. Yeah. To handle the mission. His dad <clears throat> knocks on the door and he's like, I, could, I know you're in there. And it's just like, the the reason I push you is because I want you to do great things. And I know you could do great things, but I, I didn't fun. want you to end up like your uncle. Fuck. And that, like, fucking floored me again. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> And it has one of the best Stan Lee fucking cameos. Let's talk about that. He's like, Spider Man, I, I used to know him. Or oh, something. yeah. I was like, like this was like. Around his death, too, wasn't yep. it? Because I remember, yeah, I seen that, and I was like, <laughs> like, yeah, I knew him, and I was like, oh my god, that's fucking him. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, though. Yeah. Watch uh, watch it, and then you also have a new one, hopefully coming out this year, is what we and, had mentioned. So. Yeah, and it also um, introduced Spider-Gwen to people, too. Yep, Spider-Gwen, you also have, well, Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. You got, uh, what's her name, from SPDR. Penny Parker. Penny, thank you. Yeah. Which actually is a character created by Gerard Way. Really? Yep. Nice. Which, if you didn't know who that is, uh, My Chemical Romance. And then... The singer. Fucking Nick Cage as Spider-Man Noir. So good. Yeah. Such a good He's, character. Yeah, my favorite character in that is Spider-Man Noir, just because of... It's my favorite thing is drinking milk or egg creams and punching Nazis. Yeah. Because like sometimes I let I light a match and let it burn down to my fingers just so I can feel something. So good. <laughs> you guys need to watch it. Yes, please That's do. It. Number three for me, I put The Crow. The Crow. What's your so, favorite movie? The Crow. The Crow. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Crow, we talked about this in our little comic book episode. Um, that it is a movie based on comic books. But Jim, anyway. Jim O'Barr. Oh my god. God, dude. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, very quotable, obviously. Fire it up, baby. What's up? Yeah. Um, but this is one of the... I don't know why. I don't know why I like it. Just because I think the lore behind it is super fucking cool that a crow can bring you back if there's unfinished business, essentially. Uh-huh. And then he, he does the business. <laughs> Let's just say, we'll say that. But that is my number three. Nice. All right. Number 24, Friday. Ooh, so I, I, had, I had to throw a comedy in there, and then yep. I think my coworker helped me with this one. He's like, Friday, and I was like, you're right. <laughs> like, Why the fuck did I think of that? And it's like, it's a timeless movie. It's uh, endlessly quotable. Everyone fucking loves it. By Felicia was a whole thing. Yep. Reinvigorated again. Yep. Agreed. 
Plus, you have fucking Ice Cube. Ice Cube and Chris, Chris Tucker. Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> Launched him into fucking movie stars, even though... Yeah. Yeah, even though... I mean, Ice Cube's fucking Ice Cube, right? Mm-hmm. Are we there yet? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so this is my number two. So these are my top two favorite movies. The next two that I'll be doing. Yeah. Um, so Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Of course. So this movie for me is one of my childhood favorites. I will watch this movie all day, every day. Never get fucking tired of it. Um, the colors. You guys hear me talk about colors all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those movies where the colors just fucking change it and then you also have um gene wilder who played willy wonka so fucking well yeah and the movie's funny and it's a perfect family movie in my opinion would you call this one a musical as well or just has music no it just has music in it cheer up charlie (laughs) (laughs) which is really weird because you only have like that song and then you have the oompa loompa songs and that's pretty Mm -hmm. much it so it's like, why did they have that in there? What do you get when you guzzle down sweets? Eating as much as an elephant eats. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> you know you work in a candy factory, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Your that. fault. They're like, yeah, what are, you, what are you getting at being fat as fuck? And it's like, well, you, you make the candy. <laughs> but it's also about the seven deadly sins is what it's supposed to be about. Is it? Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. So I don't know. I don't know. There's like a, a conspiracy theory behind it. What's, I haven't what read too sin much into is it. fizzy lifting drink. The, for them, what was that? Was it? Uh, it wasn't greed. That was um, Veruca Salt. Yeah. What would theirs have been? Pride. Or is that uh, mm. who's pride? Or maybe she would have been pride. Mm-hmm. Who would have been greed then? Mm. Ooh. Greed would have been uh, the blueberry bitch, yeah. Violet. Violet, because, yeah, turning Violet, Violet. Probably because like, oh, this is fucking gum. Yeah. Like, what? Or maybe that was Pride. They that was probably Pride. Yeah. And then Greed was fucking Veruca. Anyway, we'll have to do a whole segment on that because <laughs> <whole> <laughs> because that that's something that would be fun. Yeah, this sure. is. I knew this was going to be in your list, one hundred percent. I can't put it on mine, <laughs> even though like like I quote it. We quote it all the time. I'm over here. Oh yeah. And it'll never not be old to me. Dude, Willy Wonka in my top movie, if you know me, then you know that those are my fucking, my shits. Yeah. Those are my top movies, so. Anyway. All right. My last one, number 25. The Thing. It's The Thing. Oh, Stop. It's The Thing. (laughs) I said The Thing. I said The Thing, and it's The Thing. The Thing. Came out in 1982, directed again by John Carpenter. It's one of the most perfect... Like, horror movies next to Halloween. Yep. Science fiction horror movies. And it's just a classic, like, it's kind of like a whodunit, like, we don't know who's who. Yep. And it just makes you, it's the perfect movie for, par- like, a paranoia. Like, you don't know who's telling did the truth. You, did you see the remake? I did, and it made me appreciate how perfect this, the the original one was. Yep. Okay. I was gonna say, yeah, but I, I watched the new one, and I was like, eh. I did like <laughs> the fact that how they, um, their thing test... Mm-hmm. was um, checking to see who had caps on their teeth or not. Okay. Because the thing can't replicate, like, like solid matter. Just organic. Yep. And so, um, they have their whole, like, show us your teeth. And they're like, I don't want to show you my teeth. Mm-hmm. And whoever had caps, they're like, all right, this guy's not a thing. And then some people are like, well, you think I'm a, you think I'm a thing because I, per- I take care of my teeth? Yep. And so there's that whole thing. And that's one of the, my favorite parts about Fuck, that movie. Dude. But the original thing is just, every time... The scares still hit. The effects are fucking 
The fingers in the face. The fingers in the face are good. Yeah, that's so it's gnarly. Just, I have I can't say any enough good things about this movie. So if you haven't seen it, after all these years, please do watch it and get back to me on that. Yeah, let us know. We'll be here. All right, number one for me. Huh? 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 All right, that's enough. Oh, thanks, Beef. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. There we go. The best movie on the motherfucking planet. Nice. Um, If you guys know me at all, uh, The Wizard of Oz has been my favorite movie for a long time. The Wizard? The Wizard? <laughs> what? That's the door guy, isn't he? Nobody sees the wizard. Not no, not no way. Not no how. <laughs> yeah, that's you. You're the door guy. Anyway, um, I've loved this movie for as long as I can fucking remember, and guaranteed to fuck you up. No, I'm just kidding. That's a, that's uh, the faculty. Hell yeah. But uh, the Wizard of Oz. I have a bunch of film cells. Beef has painted me more. Actually, a few Wizard of Oz things. But uh, yeah, that's like my go-to. Mm-hmm. And anything Wizard of Oz, I just love. And I can't really explain why. <laughs> I think it's just because it's a perfect movie. Judy Garland. I love the fact. I remember watching it the first time. It was kind of like Pleasantville. Uh-huh. Oh, and the, the, the color it, change? It go, yeah, it goes from like color to black and white or vice versa, right? So anyway, I just remember this movie when it was black and white and then it went into color. I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah. look how vibrant this is. When, it's fucking yeah. gorgeous. Once they, once they brought the color out, they fucking went for dude, every color as under the fuck. fucking rainbow. And then when they remastered it, too, uh-huh. it pops even fucking more, dude. So I'm like, how? How do you make this perfect movie more perfect? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like gold. And I love all the songs to it. Judy Garland and oh, the lore behind it, too. Or I guess it's not lore. I guess it's lore. Anyway, just the shit that like the actual actors and actresses had to go through on the set, mm-hmm. and basically you figure out that like Judy Garland's fucking tanking was probably because of what she was asked to do or had to do for this film. Yeah, and it's fucking nuts, but it's a perfect movie. Perfect, I perfect. wholeheartedly agree with that. We love we bonded over the Wizard of Oz for sure. For so. sure. Anyway, that's it. This is what the episode's over, bye. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so there are our top 25 each. So there's your 50 movies. And um, we also decided to interview some people for this. And yeah, we got some, some hot guests. That's it. So you guys, what you guys are about to hear is how those interviews went. Yeah. So there you go. Enjoy. What's up, taters and tots? This is Steven from The Right Potatoes, of course, because that's what you're listening to, coming to talk to you about White Raven Body Co. White Raven Body Co. is a handcrafted skincare using natural ingredients. It's small batch produced body butters, great for all skin types and especially sensitive skins. They help reduce and prevent stretch marks. We all know these past couple of years have been rough, but hey, why not give the gift of love and self-care? And just remember, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. This would be a perfect gift to get any of your loved ones you got to do something guys and it's made domestically so go out support a small business you can check them out on instagram at white raven body co or you can check them out on their website at www.whiteravenbodyco.com thanks taters and tots there we go <clears throat> all right so now that we've gone through our list we decided to bring on people that we know we put the feelers out there and asked our audience what movies they thought. And then people responded back to us if they wanted to be on the podcast or not. Right. 
Yep. And I, I asked my aunt Terry if she wanted to be on and she said, yes. So I'm excited because she was like her, my grandma, my uncle were like one of the main, the three factors of me loving the movies I love. Okay. And so I'm happy to have her on. It's her first time being on and here you go, Terry. Hi, I'm Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Aunt sounds really old. I'm not old. I'm only, I think, five years older than you. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I've mentioned you a few times on here, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was really tough, James. I saw their um, post on Instagram asking for people who are interested. Um, I expressed some interest. James was like, yeah, let's do it. He's like, basically, you know, pick. Um, the top five movies you would want someone to see before they die. So I started narrowing the list. Well, first I asked like my boyfriend, Tom, I asked my kids, I said, when you guys look at me, what movie do you guys think of, you know? And so Tom doesn't know anything about movies. And he said, love story, Seattle. And I'm like, that's a good movie. That's <laughs> funny. Said, do you mean sleepless in Seattle? Like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was that's my first movie, is Sleepless in Seattle. So 1993, Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks, um, directed by Nora Ephron. So um, it's just a lovely love story, and it's I watch it all the time. I just love it. It's a great story. And I uh, Meg Ryan I've never have- seen it. <laughs> just so you guys know. <laughs> it's number one on my list see (laughs) perfect example you gotta see it i just remember the end with uh was it the empire state building with the heart on it is that the end yeah yeah so it kind of it's there's another movie it's called an affair to remember and it's an older i think it's in black and white i I can't remember if it's in color but i have it's like a it's another love story Mm -hmm. and so this movie is like tells the because meg ryan is obsessed with that movie affair to remember and so she's kind of like, it's like a reflection of that old movie into, she's bringing it into her life. And so huh. that's one of the things in the affair to remember is, I think, um, let me see, I think it's Cary Grant, mm-hmm. 1957 romance, Cary Grant and Deborah Carr. And so it's, it's like a romance story with those two. And so one of the things is they meet, what they agree to meet each other at the Empire State Building on Valentine's Day. So in the movie Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, they kind of agree to do that. So it's like a love story within a love story. It's like a, a, a love story about movies. Mm-hmm. They made a movie, and I love both. both That's kind of tight. Yeah, it's like it's like alluding to it. She's well, it sounds like yeah, she's using that experience from that movie in her own way. That's kind of tight. I'm, I like that. <laughs> it's got it's it's got like you know in the beginning his um, wife dies, and so he's a widow. And he's trying to like find a new love. And so it's the story about him and his son, him being a single father, and then him moving to Seattle and kind of going on dates. And that's how he kind of meets Meth Ryan. So it's pretty good. It's funny. Okay. So uh, obviously you like this one. This is your number one. So well, they're not in any specific order. Okay. 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 So in that case, then what would you give it out of a hundred? What's your score out of a hundred? 100, of course. Okay, perfect. That's a, I'm, I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume all of these. Yeah, 
Okay, so I'll go to my next movie, and it's Silence of the Lambs, Ooh. 1991, Anthony Hopkins, Jodie Foster. Um, I just, I love this movie so much. It's, I watch it, um, I have a VHS player, and it's the one I watch, like I have it in my room. So when I go to sleep, or I always like to have something on in the background, and it's always Sleep or Silence of the Lambs. It's just, I watch it all the time. Well, that's terrifying. No, I'm just yeah. When I was in like, how old was I? I was probably like in sixth grade. I went through, a, I went through a really big Anthony Hopkins phase. Okay, <laughs> and I was, I always watched this one. Yeah, this and Hannibal. I like, I saw. Okay. I think my grandma Terry's mom took me to see Han- Hannibal in the theater. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was around that time. I just went through a big Anthony Hopkins phase. <laughs> Hannibal is primed. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I love that movie. I never read the book, though. Did you guys have you guys read the book? No. Okay. So I've never read the book. I, I'm kind of curious, though, since I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of curious as to how the book follows with it, or if it if the movie captures what the book does. Mm. So maybe I'll have to read put it, that. Put it on the list. Put it on the list to read. Maybe. And I love it because it's just a perfect slow burn movie. Agreed. How you just. Are they? The, I don't think they're going to catch this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I just can't. The whole scene, the the night vision scene, dude, perfect filmmaking. I would agree with yeah. that. It's solid, very solid. I like the autopsy when they um they do the autopsy and the girl that they find in the river, and the guy takes the pictures and then oh. the, the flash that just the noise, the sound during that scene is really intense. Yeah. That is a good one. It is perfect. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, that's crazy. Yeah, that, so far I'm I'm having a good time because <laughs> these, these weren't on my list, so I'm like, okay, this is perfect. Okay, the next one I have is The Departed, 2006, um, Martin Scorsese. So it's got an all-star cast. Like, there's tons of people in it. Uh, Leo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg, Martin Sheen, Alec Baldwin just tons of people it's so good i tried to pick something from you know romance action comedy drama mm-hmm. that was kind of leading my list but the departed definitely is super good i've watched it numerous times and it just doesn't get old it's a great story it's a bad, yeah really good cat and mouse game too mm-hmm. it's true we actually so we covered that on this podcast so uh if you guys have ever heard of uh the departed make sure you go check out that episode i don't remember what episode number it is but yeah. Be sure to go check it out. We love this film as well. And you'll hear it. You'll hear <laughs> us talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just excellent. And I love the ending. I oh, love yeah. it. You know, you want Matt Damon to get to get his and he sure certainly <laughs> get got. <laughs> get his comeuppance. And Mark in his little booties. Oh yeah. Marky Mark, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's super good. So the next movie I have is um Young Frankenstein, 1974. Uh, Mel Brooks, and that has a star-studded cast as well. Gene Wilder, uh, Marty Feldman, Terry Garr, Cloris Leachman, RIP. She just signed yep. this year for 2021. Peter Boyle. It's just an excellent movie. It's super funny. Just those gags throughout the whole film of just are like a huge inside joke throughout my whole family. 
like <laughs> all of us have our own little lines and then if I see somebody you know my aunt I always talk about her hump on her back she doesn't have a hump but I make fun of her <laughs> that she has a hump and she's like what hump like <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's uh so that movie is one that my dad actually was like oh you ever seen this movie and so I started watching it never finished it mm-hmm. it's another one I have never finished it it was funny as hell like from what I obviously saw of it but I'm just I'm a slacker I'm a slacker when it comes to some of these so it's, it's over yeah. episodes and we, we don't want to talk about it yeah, <laughs> yeah young frankenstein definitely my all my my kids both of my kids really just they love that movie yeah it's hilarious. i think i have it too do you oh my it's Lord. probably unopened oh my god <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> i bought like this box set. It's like the mel brooks collection on blu-ray and it was only like 10 bucks at best buy and had all of his movies Ooh. like and they're not on one blu-ray they have their own separate it's like a huge box set it's pretty cool that's kind of tight i think the only ones i got are um i got young frankenstein and i'm pretty sure i got uh what is the other one? blazing saddles blazing saddles the two you need to see yeah baseball. <laughs> i got that from my dad actually for oh, christmas yeah and spaceballs obviously forgot yeah. about that one spaceballs is the greatest so my last on my list is halloween uh yes. 1978 john carpenter jamie lee curtis um, it's just so wonderful. I watch it again. It's in one of the one of these like all of these. No, I don't have The Departed, and I don't have Young Frankenstein on VHS. But Sleepless in Seattle, Silence of the Lambs, and Halloween I do have on VHS, and they're constant in my rotation for my little bedtime stories that blow me <laughs> so tight. So, but Halloween is just excellent. It's you guys are the horror fam, dude. That's yeah, it. Dude. That's all there is to it. <laughs> I bring it up every time in Halloween. Halloween to me is a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's not, I can't poke any holes in it. Well, probably can poke holes in it, but I just, to me, like even, what is it? 40 years after it came out, it's still terrifying. Holds to me. up. Yep. Just because he's just a man. <laughs> the first, he's just a, a guy. Like it could That's be anybody. The type of horror yeah. film is psychos. Yeah. They're, they're all around us. They just like, true that. What is that? Uh, how um, Adam's family values? He was like, I'm a psychopath. I was like, I'm a homicidal maniac. They just look like yeah. everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, it reminds me of this. Uh, it was this thing, it was talking about Scooby Doo. Uh-huh. It's like Scooby Doo taught us that the real monsters are just humans in disguise. Yeah. It's like, oh shit. I was like, That's pretty, it's pretty rough, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I mean, so Halloween, love Halloween, love Michael Myers, and I think. My love for horror films came from Exorcist was the first movie I think I ever had seen mm-hmm. that scared the life out of me. And I, I, it was probably because I was like four. And then um, Scream, I remember being on the TV when I was being babysat. And so I think I was, again, four at the time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think that's what really kicked it off for me into like the horror. I'm like, yo, this yeah. is terrifying. And then as I was growing up, I loved that feeling of like being scared. And then it like slowly drifted away, obviously, the older I got. But I'm like, yo, this is like great. That's, this is great. <laughs> you know, That's so, why I love movies that can actually scare me. So I'm like, yeah. oh, there's a few out there yep. that I've, I've finally seen that are like, I, I love it so much because it made me like afraid. Yeah. It's kind of what you look for, you know. You yeah. don't want a movie that just doesn't make you do anything, you know. Sometimes you need that dumb fun. Yeah. But those aren't the ones I think that usually people are 
that go down in history, like with a cult following, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It has to do something to make that impact. So, but these ones are solid. I mean, that's a solid top five for you. Yeah. What'd you think of Halloween kills? Halloween kill. I loved it. Okay. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Everyone like, even like. It was I, funny. It's cheesy. I liked it. I seen a bunch of like, even horror nuts. Like this is terrible. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. I love it. I love him just being an unstoppable force, yeah. just tearing through everybody. He's even like an old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, great. yeah. We had that. We had a. What I don't remember exactly what movie it was that we were going to see, but uh, it was with Taylor's coworkers, uh-huh. right? There was a few of her coworkers, and we we're like, "Oh yeah, we just went and saw Halloween Kills," and then one of the girls who was there was like, "Oh, it was awful," blah blah blah, and I was like. And she, I was like, oh, I loved it. You know, I was like, honestly, I had a great time. It's it's exactly what I wanted to see coming back. Like, he is literally just a monster. Like, uh-huh. I think uh, the scene just immediately that caught me for that movie was when he's, when the house is on fire or whatever, and he's just standing oh, he there. Walks I'm just like, oh, stop. It was like before he pulls that guy down to get out. Oh, yeah. I was just like, ooh, because it's it's creepy, dude. Imagine that. Like mm-hmm. you're just going in the house to save people, <laughs> and there's just a there. dude standing there, like <laughs> his yeah, face scary. melting. I think my I watched it last night, and one of my favorite parts was just um when uh he's back home and the he he kills one of the gay guys, and then okay. his his lover finds him, and then he's like, Michael, he's like, you you made it home, and that was dude. I was like, oh, so good. That's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> just just i guess kind of piggybacking off of that though there was a tiktok <laughs> that uh-huh. people were saying that michael myers is like homophobic or whatever oh, i think i've seen something like Dude, that funniest argument i've seen this guy ever make he's like michael myers doesn't give a shit what you're doing you could be in the middle of intercourse if you're in his fucking way he's yeah. gonna kill you <laughs> it's like, just don't get in his way that's it pretty much they were just it was really funny they just owned the wrong house it's all it was. yeah <laughs> He didn't yeah. go to the neighbors. <laughs> he went home. Yeah, you decided to buy uh, the house that belonged to a serial killer, huh? Okay. Well, why would you buy it? Was fun. it cheap? Like, I'm assuming it was cheap. I would I would think so. Or maybe they were into horror. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That would be you. You yeah. would buy that house. <laughs> I would. I would live there. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to say thank you, personally, of course, um, for jumping onto the podcast with us um i know we i've hung out with you guys a couple of times we've gone to cons and stuff together you know but it's always cool i like hearing other people's insights and their favorite types of movies so we really appreciate you jumping on here with us yeah thank you if you want to be a guest um in the future just let me know okay because normally when we have guests on it's normally like uh you get to pick the movie we do yep and we just go from there yeah we'll have to do sleepless in seattle Oh, I'm with it. Ooh. You're gonna force me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna force my hands. <laughs> that or young Frankenstein. That or young Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there you go. go. I'd honestly be down for either. I'm a, I'm always down for a new movie. So but yeah. but yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, up next we have pretty much one of my very good friends and what our our number one fan next to the Nancy. You have to fight her for the top spot, but you're probably number two. But anyways, this is uh we got Jimmy here and the Jimmy, the Jimothy. She's always given us good feedback and good like movies to watch as well. He suggested it's Pat for Steven. <laughs> uh, we I think uh Jimmy's probably the one person that we mention 
more than anybody in these yeah. episodes. It's, him. it's like him, Nancy, my grandma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. So what's up, man? How we doing? Pretty good. So, so uh, yeah, I guess uh, let's just jump straight into it. Give us the five movies everyone needs to see before they die. Okay. So, well, I it took me a while to compile just, you know, a list. So it was kind of hard to put it together. Um, so probably the first one would be Eraserhead. That's a David Lynch's movie. His very first, you know, feature length. And then The Fall, starring Lee Pace. And there's this other one that's kind of from like the early 80s called Faxo, starring Dom DeLuise. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, which is pretty ridiculous. And I think I, I showed that to James before. So Yeah, like, uh, it's still, I haven't... As long as we've been friends, I've still never seen it. I remember I seen the DVD and I was like, we should watch this. And we never did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you guys should cover that one sometime. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. I'd be down. <laughs> we'll do it. Sure. We'll do You could be the guest for that one. Oh, yeah. So that would be with fun. It through, with it. You could take us on that journey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then Edwig and the Angry Inch, which is a good one. I'm not sure if you guys have seen that one. I have. I got them. I bought the Criterion one when they had it. Yeah, it's such a crazy movie. It's really good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, for your first one, that was Eraserhead. I have never even heard of or seen Eraserhead. It's, so, what, yeah, what's that about? Why, why is it your, so, is this your like number one best movie? Well, it's not number one. I couldn't really put them together, but it's like, it's like a horror film. Well, to me, because it's not really, it's more of an artistic film. It's one of David Lynch's first feature lengths like he did mostly shorts before that but i guess this is one he put together and he says it's his most spiritual film but it's just really symbolic and weird so just it's kind of about this guy uh who is on vacation so the whole thing starts it's like black and white and there's like this planet you know and this giant protozoa thing floating around and anyway it lands in this puddle and then this man starts walking around and he has like this curly hair Anyway, it's just really weird. And when you watch it, it like uh, gives you a sense of um, it, like kind of you know makes you feel like you're high or something, or like disassociating. But anyway, it's like really interesting. Basically, the story is this man is on vacation and his girlfriend is pregnant, and she ends up having this baby early, and it's like this weird lamb-faced thing. And so it's basically about parenthood and like kind of the horrors of it. But it's also also set in this industrial hellscape. And there's just like a lot of like dream imagery in it. Okay. And if you view the horror movie, it's just really unsettling. But yeah, so I don't know. It, it might make you not want to be, you know, a parent if you watch it. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm into that. That sounds cool. I'll have to definitely watch it. But the whole thing's black and white. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. It's it's really good. So I guess he filmed it over the course of like five years or seven yeah, years. Like so there's a point in the movie where the main actor, Jack Nance, at one point he's walking through this door. And I guess there was like a big like couple year period between that. So whenever he comes through this room, he ages like seven years suddenly. Huh. But not meant, you know, it's not meant to be in the film, but it just is. That kind of adds to that like kind of nightmare hellscape. Okay. And yeah, there's like a lot of random like sculptures there's like a pile of dirt on his dresser with like a stick in it with a picture of like the first you know nuclear test site behind it and it's just you know like set decoration just things like that and there's this lady in the radiator he always fantasizes about she has like these weird 
like chipmunk cheeks and she's always singing this song and near the end of the movie he ends up i guess going into the radiator and ending up with her after everything happens which you know it seems like nothing happens but there's a lot that happens so once you see it it seems like it's been a really long movie but it's not that long at all so huh i'll have to check that out for sure yeah i have it's in the collection of mine like i i went through a whole like criterion i don't i still buy criterion but i don't like buy just a fuck ton okay <laughs> and that was probably one of my first like buying sprees i, went, I bought all of whatever david lynch had on criterion i bought <laughs> that's kind of tight though yeah i'll have to watch that for sure then but it's still it's in my unwatched list for sure <laughs> so is this a hundred percent for you uh, score out of a hundred out of 100%, what would you have given it? Probably like a 89%. Okay. Just because it's like not really, they don't really like tell you what's, yeah, so I guess it would be, uh, well, I forget what score I said now. But basically, basically, yeah, okay. So because, uh, you know, they don't really tell you what's going on and that's kind of like David Lynch's thing. He makes everything kind of like a dream, unless it's Twin Peaks and it's just more, more or less just tells you what's going on. But yeah, if there was more guidance in what's going on in the movie, I would give it 100%. You know, because it's a really okay. good horror. But yeah, it's like really experimental. I really like it. Um, like I'll show people that movie and they'll either really like it or really hate it. But so far, out of everyone I showed it, there's like at least 75% who really hate it. Probably, like, why'd you make me watch <laughs> Well, I'll watch it and I'll let you know for sure. And then... Uh... <laughs> just so, just so you can have that satisfaction, I'll probably like it because certain yeah. things like that for me. The only so obviously we talked about it's Pat. The hardest part for me yeah. for it's Pat is like I can't. I can only do so much with certain comedy styles, and that's mm-hmm. my thing. But if it's if it's actually like visually striking and shit like that, I could probably watch it all all day. So yeah, that's one of those movies you can watch in parts, like Eraserhead. Like if you maybe watch it in a few parts and just you know digest it that way. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of a, an experience to watch the entire thing all at once. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll peep that for sure then. So your number, let's see, your number two was The Fall. Was that correct? Yes. Starring Lee Pace. It's pretty oh, interesting. It's, it's it's really good. Yeah, I've seen this movie, I think, because of Jimmy. And yeah. it's, it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll take this one. I'll describe it for you. Because <laughs> I, I like it just as much. It would have made my list too, but like. I seen yours, so I was like, I don't want to take it off. But anyways, <laughs> it's like it takes place what in the twenties? Yeah, the twenties or thirties. Yeah, and yeah. Lee Pace is like um he was like a stuntman who was injured on the on the job. And so he's recovering at this hospital and all the while he uh he meets this girl who's living at the hospital too, and he's okay telling her the story of this this guy who is like a marauder. Um, huh? Like a marauder. Yeah, and he's on his way to save this princess. Okay. And all the while, he just is telling this story to her just to get drugs to help him kill himself. Huh, okay. Yeah. That's fucking interesting. And then the yeah the imagery and then just the set design and art direction in that movie is just... It's it's next level to me. Okay. Yeah, like every shot in there looks sort of like a painting, you know? Yeah. Like elaborate surrealist paintings, kind of. And they're all like real places, aren't they? Yeah, like real places. It's all done practically, like you know, all the you know, sets and everything and all the colors. It's all done in camera, basically. 
That's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that one was uh what year? What year is that? Shoot, it's I think before 2008 because I know we paid in pushing daisies and he was in that before <clears throat> or no, he was in the fall before he ended up on that TV show. So Okay. I think it's a 2000s film. Okay, so it's still a newer yeah. movie, so that's that's okay with me. I I mean, I'll still watch it. I I, I love these lists especially because not a single list has been the same yet. 2006. So, okay. Well, I'll peep that one 100% too. I don't think I've watched any of these movies. So what was your number three? Uh, it's called Fatsal, starring Dom DeLuise. It's, it was from the early 80s, I believe. Um, I used to see it all the time when I was growing up on uh, HBO Family. I'm not sure why. <laughs> okay. But it, it's pretty interesting. It's just about this. Uh, it starts... Dom DeLuise, you know, I'm sure you guys know who he is, you know. But anyway, he's at this funeral for his family or for one of his cousins who died from obesity. And anyway, it's like a dark comedy, but it's just really funny because you know how Dom DeLuise, you know, does stuff. It's like more subdued than, you know, outright slapstick comedy, but it's like really interesting because it just kind of follows his um, life trying to manage his weight because his cousin died of obesity and his family is telling him, you know, Oh, you need to do this because you're going to die. But you know, a lot of Italian Americans, like a lot of their family life is focused on food. So there's like a big struggle there. And it's like, it's pretty funny, just especially if you like Don DeLuise, but yeah, it's just interesting to see. And I just used to see it a lot. It's one of those movies that I can just watch or, you know, just put on and let it play or whatever, you know, parts of it catch my attention. Okay. that like real subdued late 70s early 80s style of filmmaking you know where it's not rushed there's not not a lot of action but there's a lot of story there so okay yeah, i believe that's free on youtube but i don't know if you guys can promote you know stuff like that like oh it's free we'll watch it and, you know so uh, yeah. i mean yeah i'm, I'm always down for free movies yeah we, <laughs> we talk about like how we've seen movies for free oh yeah and it's like i'm not gonna pay for that we'll figure out a way to watch it yeah which oh. we usually do yeah. There's always a way. <laughs> I'll have to watch that one too. Um, which I, I didn't get your score for the fall. What was your score on the fall? Oh, I would say probably about 100%. Perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the like visual style. yeah. The performances, like the little girl he is acting opposite of, and like the hospital scene, she's like really good. And she's like, I think Russian or Hungarian or something, but just the way they're interacting, it's like really well done. So it's like real believable. And the third one I just talked to you about the, the Dom DeLuise one. I would probably give that about a 75 out of 100. Okay. One of those nostalgia things. And I didn't think about it until recently when it came up on my YouTube recommendations one night. Like I couldn't sleep. So I was like watching it, you know, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. Like it was on like all the time. I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to check that one out too. Just every, every single one, dude. Haven't yeah. even heard heard of it so it's good keep my keep my catalog going yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right what's number what's number four? Oh, jesus christ vampire hunter oh okay so i have <laughs> heard of this film but i've never seen it dude oh yeah it's uh let's see how did i hear about this this was like in i think around 2007 or 8 i had seen the dvd at borders you know when borders was still a thing oh yeah like a little indie section and you know i ended up just buying it just to check it out because it seemed like something i would like and it was pretty interesting basically it takes place in canada i think 
because it's been been years since I've seen it. And you know, Jesus Christ comes back and he is hunting down these lesbian nuns who are killing <laughs> lesbian nun vampires who are killing these lesbians in the city. So he's just trying to solve that mystery with his sidekick, the Mary Mag or Mary Magnum, which I guess is a play on Mary Magdalene. And <laughs> anyway, it's just ridiculous because there's like random songs in there and it's kind of done in that style of like those 70s black exploitation films, even though there's not any African Americans in this movie, like a lot. It's like mostly, you know, white people, but the sound is kind of oh, okay, yeah. So the sound design is done pretty terribly, like like a 70s black exploitation film, you know, that kind of sound quality. And I think it's done like that on purpose, just to kind of give it an old school feel. Okay. And some point there's like a luchador who shows up in this like little airplane and his tiny assistant and like they end up fighting these vampires with jesus christ at this junkyard anyway it's like a really weird movie it's like kind of wild and up there <laughs> but, but yeah That's funny. there's a random musical number in it too for no reason like after jesus has a makeover so <laughs> but yeah <laughs> and it's just one of the things because you know it's just really strange and if you like to see like you know weird and strange movies which i do sometimes you know but it just kind of, the movie has to kind of grab your attention but yeah this one is like good story-wise and like you know all these setups are pretty good but i think i would probably give it like a 64 out of 100 okay just because the sound design is pretty bad and i think it's like that on purpose but i don't really care for the terrible sound design of it mm -hmm. okay yeah, but other than that, it's pretty funny, interesting to see. So, well, I'll have to check it out again. That's uh, another one to Steven's <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the has like a lot of like a student film type of feel to it. So that, that's pretty fun because I really like that kind of low budget stuff sometimes. So, okay, yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Uh, have you ever seen Jesus Christ Superstar? No, but I've heard of it. It's Okay, I feel like that would be right up your alley too, dude. It's fucking hilarious. It's uh it's basically about this guy who wants to put on a fucking musical and it's called Jesus Christ fucking part three or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like a musical slash it I don't know, dude. It was I watched it once and I was losing my shit to it because it was so <laughs> funny. But uh yeah, check that one out too, because that's fucking it's pretty funny. So um number five, what was number, number five? five? Oh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. It's like a rock musical. Uh, okay. From 2001. And it's based on a stage show. Uh, basically, it's about this person who comes from Russia in the late 80s. And to marry into, you know, the U.S., they end up having to get, uh, what do they call it? Like surgery to make themselves into a female. And this army official helps them do that. But then it's botched. And so then the guy ends up leaving her after they come to the U.S. after a few years. Uh, but basically what she was doing is creating uh, a rock band and with these like army wives and stuff. And eventually she finds this young guy that she used to babysit. And once he becomes of age to kind of you know, start a relationship. But he steals her music and becomes a rock star. So what she does, her and her band, the Angry Inch, they follow Tommy Gnosis, you know, who's this big rock star. 
So they follow him to these big venues and they usually perform across the street and she tells her life story through song. And it's usually like these really, really cool rock songs. Like the soundtrack itself is really good. Okay. Yeah, it's, like, it's really well done and kind of out there, you know? And I'm not really a musical type of person. I think there's only like three musicals I like. That's one of them. So we were or just actually, about that too. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were literally just talking about musicals and the other one, Grease. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like I was gonna pick Repo the Genetic Opera. For yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we were talking <laughs> about that too. <laughs> we're going through movies we should put on. I was looking for musicals because I wanted to put a musical on my list, and uh, Repo came up, and I was like, "That's probably gonna be on Jimmy's." Oh yeah, yeah I was concerned, like I don't know, like it, it was kind of a toss-up, you know? Yeah, I was thinking, like more than five, but I didn't want to like you know have like a list of all these like you know random movies and you know eat up a lot of time or anything uh, <laughs> so. which yeah that was kind of the that was the hard part for everybody was like hey you you only get you only get, you five, only get five movies so every like, movie you've seen in your life you get five yeah tell us yeah, which five we need to watch before we die so that's kind of where we were too we had to do 25 and shit i was like because i didn't want to put everything on there that everyone's like oh yeah of course you have that on there yeah know? so i was like oh what's what are some like really good movies that i want people to watch that they might not have seen yeah so i try, I try to run the gambit of like i went through like pretty much all the decades except for like yeah. the 50s i missed oh yeah i went through every i tried to yeah like because there was some like really really classic movies i was considering too because mm-hmm. there's like uh, a couple years ago, I got really into W.C. Fields. Like a lot of his movies are free on YouTube. Yeah, some of them are hilarious. And he's just kind of an odd person. But yeah, so I was considering putting one of them on there too. But yeah, but I'll probably send, I'll send you guys a suggestion on what you guys should watch. It's really good. So I'll just see. Which, I don't know if you guys do movies that old, but yeah, so from like the forties. I'll watch whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's like just an interesting person because he's just you know little curmudgeonly and not really you know like when you think of classic film stars you think are really put together people but he's like not like that at all he's kind of like a hobo like a drunk you know <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. Okay, yeah so with the, the head wig i'd probably give it probably 80 out of 100 okay it's a really long but some of the you know situations in that movie didn't really age well so yeah, so like unintentionally, you know, there's some terrible stuff in there. But, you know, that's like with most of everything anyway. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, that, so man. All right, Jimmy. Well, AKA our number one fan. Yeah, sorry, Nancy, you're no. out. You're yeah. out. Jimmy's in. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for joining us, man. And uh, yep. hopefully we, we get back with you sometime here shortly, too. Cool. Okay. You want to give everyone your socials or anything? Um, let's see. Well, I've started doing, well, I have this webcomic and I've started doing animations on it, you know, just kind of like a little side project. Like, I don't really expect it to go anywhere to off or anything like that, but it's Harrison the Ghost. And I've asked James actually to do a voice for one of the characters in there. So, yeah, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be the next H. John Benjamin. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty, where can we find that at? Um, it's on TikTok and Instagram. It's at Harrison the Ghost. Yeah. It's go. also on YouTube. Cool. So find right. it, everyone. Yeah. You heard it here first. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah.
Or thanks, Jimmy, thanks, I should Jimmy. say. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's your name for us, ma'am? Emberlyn Romy Meadow. Okay, pretty. That's pretty uh, good. <laughs> How do you know uh, us, James, aka Chief Beef, and myself? How do you know us? Um, because I've seen you guys for a long time. Why do you see us? <laughs> you guys are right here. Oh, typical, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, do you listen to the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Your parents must be very terrible to let you listen to our podcast. <laughs> what say you, Beef? Yep. Typical. <laughs> Who's your favorite, me or your dad, Steven? Yay! <laughs> show that she pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs> he did bring breakfast Chief burritos beef. this morning, so it's fine. Nice. <laughs> I like him better today, too. So, Emberlyn, if you were to tell the people of the world... What are the top five movies that you want everyone to see? What are the top five? What's number one? Sing two. Sing two, all right. Sing one. Sing one. Frozen two. Good choice. Frozen one. Okay. What's the last one? Your top five. Let's go. Number. What's the last one? Superhero movies. Which ones? Who's your favorite superhero? Spider-Man. Ooh, Spider-Man. Hulk. Okay. Captain America. Okay. Who's your favorite? Iron Man. What's your favorite superhero movie? What's the best one that you've ever seen? All of them. All of them. (laughs) That's a good enough answer for me. All of them. (laughs) Well, thank you, Emberlyn, for uh, joining us here at the Right Potatoes, and we look forward to seeing you again. Bye. 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 Yo, what's up, guys? Up next, we got a fairly important lady, I guess, to some, but definitely to me. I guess. <laughs> hey. It is my wife, Taylor. What's up? Wow. <laughs> Just like that. <clears throat> so, yeah, we uh, are obviously bringing you on here. You already know uh, what for. So, what are your five movies to see before you die? Okay, in no particular order. Fried Green Tomatoes, Secondhand Lions, Indiana Jones, The Help, and Ready Player One. Okay. All right, anyway, that... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. Yeah, um, so the first one. What was your first one? Fried Green Tomatoes. Okay, so why Fried Green Tomatoes? Um... Reminds me a lot of my grandma. Okay. So. So what is the movie about? So this girl meets this elder lady who starts telling her story of like growing up and then along with her best friend slash sister-in-law, I believe. Um, But just her whole life, pretty much. She starts telling her story. And then it gives her the sense of empowerment, doesn't it? I believe so, yes. Yeah. I've never seen it. It gives her the strength to stand up to her husband who's like a shithead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, th- this so lady good. that's selling her story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not the lady listening to the story? The lady listening gets because like, because she's, I'm sorry. No, but She's kind of like a pushover. Yeah. Okay. And she meets this other lady and she tells her the story of her life. and She her, gets inspired by her uh, best friend yeah, who her, she talks about. Her bravery. Because she was like a really tough bitch. <laughs> Didn't take no shit. <laughs> I mean, all right, tight. Yeah. So where, where do the fried green tomatoes come in? That's what they sold or what they made every yes, year? Yes, at a shit. restaurant. Yeah. It was like their thing. Okay. It's and that's super it? cute. Okay. I'm into that, but I've never seen it, so maybe one of these days I might yeah. watch it. It's yeah, a grandma yeah. movie for sure. Is it? Okay. <laughs> I remember the VHS. 
That sounds oh, yeah, like something that my mom would watch 150% oh, yeah. too. Watch that shit too. <laughs> we'll text her and be like, have you seen this? Have you read the book? It's a book. Okay, well, that answers my question. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it is a book. Have I read most books? Absolutely not. Yeah, true that. Like Harry Potter, how deep are you in? We don't need to talk about that. Anyway, so number two was... Uh, secondhand Secondhand lions. lions, okay. Explain. Um, Kind of similar. Uh, he... This little boy goes to live with his two uncles because his mom is basically a gold digger and rumor has it that they are sitting on a big fortune. So basically she wants to use him to get their fortune. Okay. Um, they start telling him about their stuff they all did growing up too. And basically he tells his mom to fuck off and he becomes best friends with their uncles and I don't want to okay. give away any endings in case no one's seen it, but go watch it if you haven't. Okay. And then, <laughs> I guess, oh, I, I forgot to ask you, what scores would you have given these? Are these 100% movies for you, or do you yes. have a different score? All of them are 100%? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're also pretty gracious with that, so. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, well, next up you had Indiana Jones. Is there any in particular, or no, is this a... Uh, is this a conglomerate? Yes. Okay. Whatever that word is. I'm not even going to say it. An amalgamation. <laughs> I'm not going to say that word either. <laughs> yeah, that's even worse. I, <laughs> I love them all. It's so good. Um, my dad had the full set growing up, and we would watch them a lot on DVD or VHS or whatever. I fucking love them. Um, actually, I remember when they first released on DVD, uh -huh. one of my homies, uh, Steven, who now lives in portland i believe or somewhere in maybe seattle um he had gotten me like the full collection on dvd for the ones that were already out this was i believe before crystal skull had even come out so we saw crystal skull in theaters i believe so good i, I saw it in theaters too saying. it was it was all right i didn't hate it but it also wasn't my favorite yeah, like so I, what's your favorite beef oh uh, let's go the first one which one's that one? Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders Art. of the Lost Ark. Mm, I, I watched it in theaters last year, I think. Ooh, and it was, that's fun. The sound quality and everything. Sound yeah, like I go. Fuck. I mainly go back to see move, like classic movies in theaters again, just to say I seen it in the theater. Okay. And the that. sound quality is—it's always better. Like uh, Indiana Jones was, was fucking. Great. That would be fucking cool. Plus the score is phenom. Yeah. Phenom. Shout out John Williams. Yeah, we already know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but your favorite, babe. What was yours? Uh, <clears throat> I forget the name, but it's the one where basically they find the cult in the... That's Temple of Doom. Temple Thank of you. Doom. Yes. With Short Round? This is the best one, dude. <laughs> That's my favorite one, too. Oh. Where they, like, rip their fucking chest, or their yeah. hearts out of their chest and mm -hmm. shit. They sacrifice them. Fuck yeah. In a little cage. That's because that's the best one. It's really good. Fight me about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, number four was The Help. And these are in no particular order, but... Anyway, yes, the help. It's okay. I don't necessarily know what about it, but that's just one of the first movies that comes to mind when I think of like my top five, I guess. Okay. I just really enjoy it. So explain what it's about. <clears throat> There's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Emma Stone. Yes. She's a journalist, but she starts interviewing all of the maids and stuff. Uh, kind of discreetly at first, and then it starts turning into something more. All the other white ladies start getting mad at her, and 
saying they can't interview her maid any their maids anymore. Um, it just turned into a whole thing. But I don't know. I just really like it. It's, okay. Have you read the book? <laughs> no. There's a book. <laughs> no, I haven't read the books, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. I just re- we talked about this a little bit, and I just remember the shit pie. That's all yes. I remember. Yeah. So good. Because there's still, a shit pie. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen most of my movies, apparently. Nope. Well, which movies? Fre- only two of them. Oh. <laughs> I thought I've you seen... haven't seen The Help. No, I haven't seen The Help. And I haven't seen Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh, I was thinking you haven't seen Secondhand Lines. No, I've seen Secondhand Lines, so stop lying to the people. (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right, so your last one was Ready Player One. Have you read the book? (laughs) (laughs) Which I think it's funny because I fucking hate video games, but. Yeah. I just. Oh. But a movie about video games? All right, we're in. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just really appreciate, like,. The story, the colors, the effects. I don't know. I just love it all, honestly. I think the cast was super good, too. Um, I just really like it. I agree. It makes me happy. It's like it's a good comfort movie. <laughs> okay. Which, yeah, we put it on quite a bit. Yeah. I think we watch this movie more than most humans probably do. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But it's good. It's fun, too, because you find different th- characters that were thrown into it every yeah. single time. Maybe the second movie will be better than the book. I hope not. I hope they don't make a sequel <laughs> like they did the book because it was... I need one! Because it was that bad. It was so bad. But what if they make a movie better? I uh, would hope so, but... <laughs> they can't, I don't know. They can only... They can't unfuck the book? Yeah. The, the, that book is They just so... make a whole new thing. I would hope they just like... Yeah, we know there's a second book out there, but we're not going to do that because it's just it's so off the rails and bad oh but i'm gonna read them anyway yeah i got the first eventually one if you want to read it i i no i gave away the second one so i was like i don't want this in my collection <laughs> <laughs> i don't want people to know i read this book but now they do damn that bad it's the movie is fucking solid though it's obviously. so good so be sure to check out the movie if you have not and also Thanks, babes, for joining us here on our 100th episode with your five movies to see before we die. And time to go watch Fried Green Tomatoes now. And we won't watch. And we'll see. I'm not not a huge, like, drama guy. I'm not going to lie. Only certain ones. Beef, do you like that movie? Yeah. Okay. You'll like it. Yeah, but Beef likes a lot of things that I don't, too. You know what I'm saying? He likes... Girls. What is he gonna say? I know. Anyway, all right. Well, thanks, babes. Appreciate it. You're welcome. And uh, if you guys need your eyebrows done or your coochies waxed, make sure you hit her up. Get your coochie Gucci before Valentine's Day. Hey, there we go. <laughs> and that uh, you can follow her on Instagram at wax xoxo. <laughs> so that's w a x x o x o. Anyway, yeah. all right. Uh, bye. Next up on the line, we have our boy, Russ. You guys may know Russ from the Okie podcast. You may not, but you should. And, uh, he's here to give us a little insight on his top five movies that you should see before you die. What's up, brothers? (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) What's going on? What's going on? Thanks for having me on again. Uh, congratulations on episode 100. Hey, it's a great, thanks, it's a great milestone, great milestone. Exactly. So 
my five movies to see before you die. No order. I, I couldn't put these in order, and it was very hard to choose. But I came up with Big Fish, Goodfellas, Ooh. Saving Private Ryan, Big Lebowski, and Children of Men. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, so number one, Big Fish. That is our boy uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Solid freaking movie. Um, I saw this one actually when I was probably about nine years old. Really? Nine years old, ten years old, and I had no idea what was going on. I just knew it visually looked beautiful. So I actually should probably go back and watch it because I'm sure there's shit I never picked up on in that movie. Yes. I Cards on the Table, I've seen it for the first time probably when I was like 26 oh shit okay <laughs> yeah. yeah or something like that great love story well right. it's a great love story okay okay and that's that so that one for you is your probably one of your favorite love stories i'm assuming then yeah yeah the uh the part where they slow down when he's in the circus oh yeah time, time stops. stops yeah that's probably like my favorite part in that movie it's like oh shit because we all i don't know if you're looking for love that's what you probably want yeah, the uh, that is the one scene that anytime I think about Big Fish, that's the one I remember. Yeah, that, that is a hundred percent what I think of. So beautiful freaking movie. What was your number two again? I picked uh, Goodfellas. Oh, okay, Goodfellas. Yeah, nice little mafia movie. Yeah, um, yeah, a little mafia movie. <laughs> we all need a little bit of mafia movies in our lives, guys. Um, which that's not the first one we've heard. So. It's going to be perfect. That's a good. That's a good fit, though. Goodfellas is probably one of the better ones, I would say, too. Casino was good. Goodfellas, um, Reservoir Dogs. I guess you can throw into that mix. So, solid, solid movie. And why was uh, why'd you pick this one over the other other mafias? So this was the first one, I, like first mafia movie I've seen ever, and I seen it when I was a kid. So as a kid, you're like. You know, it's a new world you're seeing, and and it was just like so epic. And later on, I watched the the Godfather and all the other ones, but this one just really sticks with me because it was the first one I seen, and it was just very impressionable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm into that. I can agree with that. Even oh, I would take this one over Godfather probably any day. So, I think yeah, I like maybe this one. What is it, Godfather? I like Godfather Part Two. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is um, Bronx Tale? You and your Bronx Tale. Bronx Tale is, <laughs> have you seen Bronx Tale? Uh, no, it's, no. But I, I, you've talked about it enough to it, where I probably should have seen should. it. It's <laughs> one of the like, like top three for me. Mafia movies. You know, and every every time I hear Bronx Tale, though, the only thing I think of is fucking Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> so it's like two completely opposites. Or that's probably gonna be on my list. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. So, um, number three, I think you said Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. To me, greatest war movie ever, I believe. Greater than just, Starship just, Troopers. Oh, well, dealing with fighting humans. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think Starship Troopers is fucking badass when you're, what it's like aliens or what are they, bugs? Yeah. Bugs. Yeah. Like bugs, yeah. Um, but damn, I don't know. You have to put aliens with Starship Troopers too. Oh yeah, aliens the se- the sequel, yeah, aliens, not because they're they're all fighting Iraq, um, 
xenomorphs but to me saving private ryan the same thing i remember watching it when i was a teen i didn't see it in theaters because i didn't know what it was and then when it came on tv i just happened to catch it and then actually watched the whole thing and i mean it's just a journey from trying to find this guy and then to the end where uh they gotta do the alamo thing and then you see like all these different characters and Vin Diesel dies, and oh, you yeah, didn't even—I didn't even know who the fuck Vin Diesel was. <laughs> he was a, yeah, he's a nobody. He was a sniper, right? No, he was. Or, just, who was no. some guy? He was just some oh. uh, army guy. Yeah. Oh shit! Who's? Never mind. I was thinking he was the sniper. I couldn't remember for the, the fucking life of me. Cool. Yeah, it's it's tough watching like all the people you went on this journey with like get picked off one by one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was epic. <laughs> which I, I, um, there was at one point I was just going through watching a bunch of fucking war movies, uh-huh. and this one obviously is one that I would watch every time I'm going on my war movie binge, you yeah. know. Um, but one of the hardest, this movie has one of the roughest scenes. Like obviously the D Day scene is fucking, first of all, phenomenal. Yeah, but it's also like holy shit, that's insane, right? But the scene that freaks me up is when uh. The guy is slowly getting the knife pushed oh, into his chest, stabbed. dude. I'm just oh. like, oh, it's so rough. And then his homie's just there fucking it. being a coward, yeah. dude. I'm like, fuck you. Like, if that was one of my homies, dude, no. let's go. We've you, gone this yeah. far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah, no, that scene That scene is just rough. Yeah. So, but, solid. Yeah, I love the D-Day scene just, just for sound design alone. Yeah. Uh, everything, everything is going on, and it was so, like, I want to say historically historically accurate that people who were like there, there had to like call like their therapist because it was so fucking real. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine being there, dude. No, I couldn't. You survive that and then you're like, all right, we're moving up, and you just everything you survive. Whoever yeah. survived World War II, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, straight up. That's it. That and World War One. No God, sir. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, what was your What was your number four? I picked Big Lebowski. Ooh, okay. There we go. Yeah. Which, uh, you already know because you're you listen to our podcast too, or mm-hmm. you're uh, one of our biggest interactors. Let's say too. Um, but Big Lebowski, we just recently did. I don't even know if I should say recently, but no, it's been a while. We did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was my first time watching it. Yeah, so I love yeah. it because it's just like one of the better like wrong, wrong, wrong place, wrong time, wrong guy yep. movie, <laughs> where everything they try to do they just keep fucking up, and then it gets just get bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I I really like the fact though too that uh, it's just the mention of the rug the whole oh, yeah. through the whole fucking it just movie, really pulled the room together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I just love that. Yeah. It's so good. And so why, why was that one on your list, Russ? So as a kid, my dad took me to see that. Well, he didn't take me to see it. I went with him to go see it when I was a kid and I didn't, I didn't understand like what anything was about and I didn't know who anybody was and, yeah. and I didn't like it as a kid, but then I watched it when I was older. I think I watched it at IA and I was like, damn, it's pretty funny. And then I watched it again later on, like, I think when we moved back and it's always like, once you get older, you start understanding the jokes and then like everything that's put together in it. And then the rug, the rug is fucking, 
Because as a kid, like he's, I remember him going to that um, the the real uh, the Lebowski guy, and asking for him to pay his rug. But I didn't know like what any of that meant. And then he just steals it, and then I mean, and it's like shut the fuck up, Donnie. I mean, it's all these like crazy ass <laughs> things going on in this fucking movie. And then when you guys brought it up on your show, you know, I always try to go back and watch these movies again with everything you guys have uh, have to say about it. So I ended up watching it on Netflix, I believe, again, after your episode came out. And, I mean, it still sticks. It's still a smart comedy. Um, it's just it's just up there. You know, it's not too it's not too crazy. Like, I, I was like, man, I need a comedy in here, but I just don't want to put, like, Step Brothers or something. Like, uh, you want a smart comedy? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like a smart comedy, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, that's a, I think that's a solid choice too. And I, I think it's underrated for what it is, you know, like yeah. the people who know it usually like it, you know what I'm saying? The yeah, people usually. who haven't seen it just don't have a comment, you know? So, mm. and it's a, it's one of those movies I'm glad that we went back and watched and were able to uh, redeem essentially um, because it, it didn't have the greatest ratings from what I remember. Yeah. So, and I remember seeing this movie with my aunt, Terry, we didn't okay. see it in theaters, but she had the VHS, and I watched it at my grandma's house. And like, like Russ, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, there's some titties. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell's happening, but yeah. Once you go back as an adult, revisit it, and you're like, holy fuck, this is hilarious. That's like Austin Powers for me, dude. Yeah. I used to watch those movies and not understand any of the fucking, like, humor. Yeah. Went back, and it's like, my name's Alada. <laughs> Alada <laughs> Vagina. So I'm like, tight. <laughs> And then what was your number five? See, I picked, uh, oh, yeah, Children of Men. Never seen that. That's going to be on my list for sure. Ooh. You got to so, watch dude, I'm going to write down all the movies that people mention on here that you haven't that seen. That I haven't <laughs> seen. <laughs> we should keep a tally of yeah. movies that you haven't seen that I haven't seen. But uh, <laughs> you've probably seen them all. Um, yeah, Children of Men. I believe this is the one. I, I can't remember. I remember, like, the... Uh, the preview for this movie uh-huh. but i do not remember ever seeing it uh, what's it about give me a quick synopsis oh, me or james you you it's your movie come on dude. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> no it's just uh <clears throat> so i seen this with uh james actually when we were uh, i yeah. he introduced me to this movie same thing he was like i think you'll like this and i i've never seen a trailer or i didn't know anything about it so i was like oh, okay cool so basically like it's just a, a quick rundown, no children, and you don't care if I if it's spoiled, right? Okay, so what I remember, okay, that like what you're saying, it's almost like a there's a one lady who's pregnant, right? Yeah, but yeah, people yeah, can't yeah, have yeah, children essentially, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 so and it's I just do, uh, I do remember that. That's it's a journey. It's another journey. Like it's just it's fucked up too. There's a lot of fucked up shit that happens in it. It's like, I, well, I was watching with James, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, people die, and certain people die in it that are, like, core characters. And it's that like, are integral to the journey. Yeah, yeah. I need this person and, to get here, but then that person gets gets God. So gets like, God. <laughs> what the fuck are we going to do now? And it's like, well, yeah. I, I, I know this guy. And then it's just them shit. Pretty, mu- pretty much getting to where they need to be by the skin of their teeth at most time. Mm-hmm. I'm into that, though. Just being hunted. Yeah. All the while being hunted because... The per the, um, the person who's having this kid is not the ideal person that people would think should have this kid. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. And so it's her. Huh. They're trying to get. And they have to keep her alive. Yeah, obviously. Got to keep her alive. They got to get her away from the people so that she was with because they're going to use her as for political gain. And yeah. then they don't want the other side finding out because they might just take her away and say like, well, this is who had the baby really. Yeah. And this and that. And all the while, this guy is just like, I'm only doing this as a favor to someone. And now I'm I'm invested because like I was there when people stopped started not having kids. And yeah. I remember what it was like to have a kid. So he's teaching her how to be a mother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm into that. Yeah, it's good. The whole like I'll I'll mention the it's I call it the ceasefire scene is one of the most powerful things I've seen in a movie theater. And I like I watch I watched it at home and I was just like it made me emotional. Okay. Just because like fuck, this is perfect. In my <laughs> eyes, I was just like, God damn, this the ceasefire scene and then i was just like oh i'll remember that for when i watch it then yeah it's just because it's i, I don't want to go into it but i just russ knows what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> it's just yeah. so powerful okay it is. Yeah. i'll watch it for sure and then it'll have to be one we'll eventually talk about again yeah Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right man well hey we appreciate it guys um russ go ahead and uh throw out all your info so people can find you on social media, sir. All right. Well, thanks for having me on guys. Once again, congratulations for episode 100. Thank you. Thank you. And happy to be here and hang out with you guys and uh, go find me on Instagram at Okie podcast. It's one word. And then my personal is Russell must 49 personal on Russell personal on Facebook is Russell sun Eagle and Okie podcast is on Facebook as well. Go check out the website, www.okiepodcast.com and yeah <laughs> and then uh <laughs> and then um <laughs> not yet not yet i guess i got something in the works but um and oh go check out the podcast it's on apple podcast spotify audible i would say google it or google my name and it should pop up anywhere so nice. thanks guys thank you hey shouts out man yeah keep up the good work everybody go make sure and give our boy a follow show some love we appreciate you. Yo, 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 yo. Up next, we have our boy, Soggy Bottom Jim, one of our uh, many fans, only fans, if you will, um, also known as Rat Trap, James Blankenberg, my guy. Um, yeah, he's just a fan of the show. We're actually, we have him scheduled almost for a future episode. We already know what movie we're doing, but we just yep. haven't done it yet. Um, <laughs> so... It's going to be a voice that you hear now, but you will hear in the future. So uh, I guess from there, Soggy Bottom, Jim, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, my man. Hey, man. Thank you very much. I'm honored to be on your show. 100th episode, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Dude, that's a big deal. Huge. I don't know why you picked me, but thank because, you very much. It's because you're a beautiful man, and uh, I know you're not going to let us down with the five movies that these people need to see before they die. So that's it. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, like we said off, off air, I couldn't, I couldn't do that for you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't pick, I couldn't pick five, like the five best movies of all time. I just had to grab some movies from my personal collection. The nice. Show you guys top, top five from, I guess what I've collected over the years. Hell yeah. That's what I like to hear, dude. I mean, the whole, the whole thing with the five limiting it down to five was the hard part. Um, but it's really exciting because you rarely hear a terrible movie. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So. 
<laughs> At least we hope, right? <laughs> they would be like, well, that movie was terrible from other people. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, we'll go we'll go for it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, start start them out, baby. I wanted to start off with The Revenant. Ooh, nice. Number five, The Revenant. Yeah. Uh, dude, like, I've seen this movie, like, three times in theaters <laughs> when it came out. That's a, that's a, I think I saw that in theaters as well. I actually don't think Same. I've watched it since, but it is a fantastic movie. I do love that movie. Yeah, it's got uh, Tom Hardy in it as well. He's like a, a co-star. Dude, I just like, I think that guy's like an um, amazing actor. He's one oh, of my absolutely. Favorites. Absolutely. And he's Bane and hot. <laughs> what 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 captured me about this movie was just like the visuals of it man like it's, they uh they they filmed it up in uh canada okay i guess it's, that's where they had to film it because they couldn't find like snow anywhere else because global warming's a thing i guess hell yeah shuts out dude <laughs> yeah and it's it's all done with like natural light too oh okay yeah I, now we got some fun facts coming. Um, so facts, is it isn't this based? On, it's based off of a true story, isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, based off a true story, I guess. Just this 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 guy who's on a journey to hunt dude hunt down the guy that killed his 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 kid. It's got like a it's got like this crazy uh, uh, animal attack scene in it. A, a, a bear attack, like the craziest bear attack. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's yeah, like, one of the realest bear attacks you'll see. That's true. It, and what was the what was the actual story beef? I, I don't know if we had talked about this before, but like in the actual story, he had crawled X amount of miles or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like stupid. It was an absurd amount he crawled by himself. And then um, the book this is based off of, like he doesn't have a son. They added that in there for the more human element because if they just told the real story, it would have been like, oh, okay, whatever. Because, <laughs> like in real life, he like he was just after his stuff. Okay. Yeah, like they 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 robbed him of his like his gun, which is like a gun specifically made for what he did. And he's like, I just want my fucking gun back. <laughs> and then he got his gun back, and he's like, All right, thank you. See you later. Bye. Oh, wow, that's not nearly that's cool. They definitely changed it a lot then. <laughs> yeah, they need to make it more entertaining. <laughs> Hey, that, that's okay though, because I I did love this movie. So I, I just looked it uh, looked it up, and it says Hugh Glass was left for dead after a bear attack in August of eighteen twenty three. <coughs> Excuse me. Although he reportedly had a broken leg, a ripped scalp, a punctured throat, and numerous gashes, he traveled some two hundred to three hundred miles over the next two months to safety. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude, that's impressive. Yeah, I what like I love the, about this movie yeah. too is um. Oh, sorry, but what I love about this movie too is just like the natives are like not your not your average natives you see in film. Okay, like they're way more brutal. I, I yeah. vaguely remember that too. Isn't there? There's like some sort of attack or something, right? Like they prep for, uh, or they like prep for an ambush or something. No, they just they're getting attacked because like like the side story is they're looking the the, the native chief is looking for like his daughter. Okay, and so they're pretty much just like combing the land, laying waste to any any white man they see who they think might have their daughter or his daughter. Well, good news on brown, dude. But yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out, <laughs> melanin. <laughs> Sorry, soggy bottom, Jim. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, dude, you guys are pros. You guys are pros. Man. This is this is blowing my mind right now. 
what you got for your number four, my man? All right, dude. So for number four, I picked Wuhan Loop. Oh, nice. Starring Paul that, Newman. You guys ever see this the, one? Is that the pool one? Nah, pool? dude. This is uh, he's in a, a chain gang. Oh, okay. Yeah, he gets drunk one night and he <laughs> cuts the heads off of uh parking meters, I think. Oh nice. And he gets himself in trouble and he ends up in a, a chain gang. And it's just like, uh what 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 happens is his, his mom comes to see him, tells him that she's gonna die. And then when that happens, he kinda he starts trying to escape. Hmm. And it's like uh it's kinda like they're they're like chasing him all over the place trying to trying to capture him and I don't know yeah. I don't, dude I don't know what what I like about this movie so much it's 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 mad old yeah it's classic sixties looks like it's sixties yep. right so uh, yeah no, I've, seen I've never seen one? it I have not <laughs> I've I've heard of it but I've never seen it same I have heard of it but I have never seen it so again mark up another one to uh, the L's for Steven, dude that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever seen any, like any any of his movies? The uh, the the pool one. I forget what that one was called. Paul Newman, right? Yeah. Let's see. I wonder if we have filmography. Uh, Phaedra, Beethoven, Picnic. What is this? Okay, I have no idea. Let's see. I'll find I used to right get now. babysat by my uncle. Uh-huh. Like when I, I was a little kid. And uh this this was one of the movies that he just like put on one night when we were hanging out. And I just always really liked it. Nice. The hustler is what I'm talking the, about. The hustler, yeah. yeah, just, yeah. That, that's the full one. I've, I've seen parts of that. Yeah, that one's really good. And they did like a sequel, The Color of Money, with like Tom Cruise, where he plays the same character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to best... babysat by my drunk uncle, and uh, <laughs> he would, uh, dude, he would ride his bike all the way into town to like rent from like you know like what was the you know a uh, blockbuster. Yeah, blockbuster in town. He didn't have a car, but he would ride his bike and he would rent movies. And then when he knew that like I was coming over to hang out. You know, he would make like a, a special trip, and this was one of the movies that he picked out one time. Nice. That's hella. That's cool. hella I like that story though, for real. That's that's awesome. What's so also just quick fun fact: The Color of Money, best song by Barrier Dead. You're welcome. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Barrier Dead. Wow. That's a, yeah, that's some good. That good, good that's right a, there, dude. Oh my god, dude! Talk about a throwback. I haven't heard that name in forever. You're welcome, dude. <laughs> Did you ever see them? You never. Never, never saw them. them. I did. Yeah, I've never seen them either. You did beef? Yeah, I did. They came to um a club called the Underground. It was like off 4th Street. I remember that. But it was it was you I remember the venue. I sh- I should yeah. say. But all right, dude. Well, let's <laughs> jump into number 3 since we're not we're a handful of no news on number two or number four. Sorry. So what you got for number three, dude? Yeah, man. See, see, I'm not going to have a bunch of news for you. These are just movies that I like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That I've just always liked. I've always watched. That's all I know. That's good. That's what we need. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, for number what? For number three, I got Stand By Me. Ooh. Nice. That's a good I've one. I've had this DVD forever since I was a kid. Damn. this That is a solid movie. Yeah, this is a movie based on a Stephen King book. Yeah. That's correct. Yep. Uh, and I guess it's I guess the book or it's like a short story or something. I don't know. But the but it's like based on something that he actually went through in his childhood. Which is like have you guys ever seen this one? Yes. So yeah, stand, the, stand the, by me classic. Yeah, they could go to see like a dead body. Yeah, there you go. Beef might have it right it's there. The book right here. There it is. <laughs> Different well, I seasons. Guess, I guess the body is what it's tried to go do that. Oh damn. You, mm-hmm. You have the book? Yeah, it's right here. Oh, <laughs> <All> wow. <different seasons. laughs> so, which, so a lot, a lot of the cool things about Stephen King are one of the reasons that I liked him initially was because I, I had heard, obviously it's a story. I don't know how true it was or not, but a lot of his books were based off of either actual events that happened to him or like some sort of turn to an actual event that happened to him um, or like dreams he's had which is like nuts to me because could you imagine having dreams like some of the stuff he writes yeah and then i love like everything is really everything's always connected yeah yep it goes back to the dark tower everything 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 but yes stand by me actually right now it's on netflix i believe uh so if you have if whoever's listening has not seen this do yourself a favor and please go watch it i know dude what a classic movie dude I'm glad. So I'm glad you picked that because I feel like that is a movie that everyone needs to see before they die. Yeah. <laughs> really good coming of age. Gentleman. It is. Like, what happened to that guy? Which one? Yeah. Which one? That uh, Corey guy. Corey Feldman. Oh, you don't even yeah. want to know, dude. He, he's uh, yeah, weird. Yeah, he he got a. So basically from what I've seen, at least on the internet is he's trying to like take down Hollywood and is trying to expose a ring of like a, a bunch of higher ups in Hollywood that are pedos yeah. and all sorts of weirdo shit. I don't know. I mean, hard, man. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Just, I, I've seen some weird stuff about Hollywood, dude, but I mean, if they want to give me that money, what's up? There's nothing I won't <laughs> do for a nice dollar, but uh, <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. I just, I just, I just really like this story. I don't know. I've, I, I come from like a small town, and this is like a kids from like a small town. They're like the outcasts of the town, and they kind of hang yeah. out together, and they want to feel like heroes, so they go to try to find this dead body, and <laughs> they just kind of like, yeah, they just they, you know, they tell their parents that they're staying at each other's houses. I used to do that shit growing up. You know what I mean? <laughs> So you can relate to it too. I get it. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a movie that yeah. Because <laughs> you're you're such a problem child, dude. I wasn't a problem child, but I was definitely not like yeah. I wasn't like the coolest kid in school or anything. So. Doubt it, dude. You know? Could have fooled me. And that's like what these that's like what these kids are. That's okay. A- so that's that. Let's do it, dude. Let's do it. Number. Number two. number two. Number two. Number two is Jackie Brown. Ooh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Collector's edition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. 
I like all his movies, but that's like my favorite one. Okay. And I've, I've, I've never seen it. The most, it's the most different from like all his movies. It's not like a normal Quentin Tarantino movie. It's not like super gory or nothing like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like a cool like heist type story, and the cast is like fr- like fucking unreal stack. Well. Uh, I hate to break it to you guys, but this is another one I have not seen. <laughs> oh my god! It's <laughs> like the only time you work with Robert De Niro, too, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, really? Samuel Jackson's like unreal in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah the cast Robert De Niro's in it, like you said. Michael Keaton's in it. Oh yeah. Ken Greer's the main character. Let's see. Yeah, you got, oh, got that yeah, one Pan guy in there. Samuel Robert Forster, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yep. Robert De Niro, Bridget Fonda, Michael Keaton, Chris Tucker. It's got Chris Tucker in it, dude. There's a scene <laughs> with Chris Tucker in it. You get shot in a trunk. It's unreal. Oh, shit. It's got Tebow in it, too. Tommy Lister Jr., right? Oh, dang. Debo? Yeah, Debo's in it, dude. Zeus? <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I'll have to check that one out, especially if it's a Tarantino. I'm uh I'm usually a sucker for his movies and especially if it's yeah, a Yeah, not a lot of people bad. like have seen this one either, which yeah. is crazy. Like, what would it's you the one, it's the what one would you rate it? Pop fiction. What would you rate this huh? one? Out of a hundred out of a hundred percent, what dude, would you give it? 10, ten out of ten. Okay, out of, okay. Out of the park, dude. Fucking banger. <laughs> I love that movie. I've watched it a hundred times. I think my favorite scene is when uh, what is it? Samuel Jackson's describing like the what is it like the the AK forty seven or something? Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to sell it on the couch with his buddy like, Robert De Niro, yeah. and they're talking guns. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, if you want every motherfucker dead in the room, this is the gun you want. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Another solid quote from our boy, dude. Yeah. All right, dude. Here it is. Drum roll number one, baby. Let's go. What is it? What you got? I don't know if it's. I just pissed my dogs off. You hear that? All time. (laughs) Start crazy. Oh shit, dude! Rocky. Rocky, the Italian stallion. At least I've seen that movie. (laughs) Good. This is like the greatest underdog story of all time ever you know and the yeah the good thing about it is like he doesn't win yeah I people's do. champ yeah adrian <laughs> dude i, no, I love it i don't know this this movie is just that uh, this is just the best movie ever i think this movie has one of my it's like one of my all-time favorite scores okay yeah, like the by, music is really cool in it. Yeah, by Bill Conti. Like, this was like his last attempt to like get into like Hollywood and like get into like making movies. Like he was like yep. he was like struggling really hard. He had to like sell his dog and everything. Like <laughs> his dog Bubkiss that's in the movie. At one point he had to like sell his dog to like pay rent. And he like just wrote this story and it was just like his last attempt to like try to like <laughs> oh, make shit. some of himself i guess as 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 an actor i don't know i think he's a great actor too like he's one of the best oh actors. dude yeah 
He's solid for sure. I just looked it up because I was like, I wonder what his first movie is, dude. Here's a little fun fact for everyone. Stallone had his first starring role in the softcore pornography feature film, The Party yeah, at man. Kitty and Studs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I wasn't going to mention that, but yeah, that's what he had to do to make, that's what he had to do to pay the rent. Hey, he got $200 for two days work. Damn, dude. You can make a lot more than that laying pipe now, boys. Yeah, that's 70s money, though. That's 70s dollars. That's true. That's a lot of money, dude. Inflation for wiener inflation. But, uh, okay, so solid movies. Um, is, do you have any backstory to that one? Or is it just because it's, it's just one of your favorites? Do you have anything crazy about that one as to why you like it so much? I wish I had like more of a backstory to these movies, but they're just movies that I happened to watch when I was growing up and they just, I don't know what it is about them. They just like stuck with me. And I just mm-hmm. like all these movies, besides like the first one I showed you are all like older movies, dude, like super old. Yeah. So that's I, good, I've, always, I've always been into older movies. I don't watch a lot of newer movies, honestly. Good. Don't. I listen to your guys' podcast to kind of like, I've watched some shit that you guys, from what like you guys have like talked about. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thanks for always listening, throwing in suggestions, commenting, whatever, dude. You know, it's oh, yeah. it's always yeah, a pleasure. I think, no, I think your guys' podcast is super cool. Like, I've always just like watching older movies, and you guys talk about a lot of older movies that people don't really give the time of day, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I just think that's cool which is, which is why it's a good thing too I think just because the fact it's like we can talk about something that maybe somebody wants to hear you know but maybe I haven't seen it like most of the movies people have been mentioning <laughs> but uh like it gives us an opportunity to expand our our libraries too you know what I'm saying or our film experience so I, I love it man and honestly I'm looking forward to having you on uh, a future episode dude yeah, we, I can't wait to. I'm, I can't wait I'm, to do the movie I'm, we're gonna. That. We're gonna talk about. I was about. like super nervous. I've never done anything really like this before. With like, the, <laughs> this is his casting couch for podcasts, baby. It's like oh, yeah. and everything, yeah. But it's it's cool. No, I don't. Yeah, I'm not like a huge like movie buff. I can't tell you a lot about about shit. I just like watching movies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, that's it. I didn't. I didn't grow up with a whole lot. That's kind of like what we did as like a family. We would go out to like you know like a just like a a movie spot, like a whatever, like the local like place where you went to rent movies, and that's what we did. We just rent movies on the weekends. And nice. Hang out. That was it, man. it. So I've I've seen a lot of shit, and like my parents never really cared about like the whole oh it's rated R, don't let them watch it thing. So I kind of mm-hmm. I just watched everything. And uh, that was that was the thing too is like before we even had the internet and shit we used to we used to go to the like you're saying like blockbuster or hollywood video or some shit and just pick up a movie because of what was on the cover you know what i'm saying yeah and that's that's how you got your uh that's how you got your movie experience back then so mm-hmm. where did we first oh. meet i can't remember i want to talk about like like how we kind of first met and stuff so we we met when you guys were on tour. So you were in a band called Until We Are Until We Are Ghosts. Yeah, I remember that part. I was definitely in a okay. band called that. You're right about that. <laughs> so th- this there's there's like a crazy story that goes along with this too. All right. So first of all, you were touring with a band from Texas. You guys were from New York. The band from Texas 
I just so happened to know the guy who was front ma- fronting their band. And uh, so you guys all came to stay at our house in Carson City as you were passing through. <laughs> and uh, we, we went and did a bunch of like, we went and did a bunch of nonsense. And then you guys ended up playing um, in Reno. I think you guys picked, right? Was it or? Yeah, no. Yep. Yep. You're right. Yep. Yeah. You guys That's played a, a show in Reno. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you guys played in Reno, I came and saw you guys again or saw you guys that time. Um, but another crazy story is like some random girl I was talking to on the internet, right? I, I honestly, I can't remember her name for the life of me right now, but, uh, I, it showed that like her only mutual friend with me was you. So I was like, what the hell? Like this girl's got to be from New York or some shit. Right. So anyway, yeah, okay. turns out she a hundred percent was from New York. She knew you. And then she ended up becoming like a stripper and doing some other stuff. And then uh, I, I just, oh, wow. I just saw something actually recently, like, and she's like, I, I had been living a life of sin and like, she like turned her life around, dude. And now she's like super involved in the church and all sorts of it. It got, it got crazy. She dude, gave, so. gave herself to Jesus. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, um, but I mean, that, that's pretty much how we had met was just uh just you guys coming through touring, man. Yeah, but Playing who music. were you staying with at that time? Because I remember it was like a family, and then you were like, you were also staying there, and oh yeah, Brit- Brittany and uh, Kristen. So yeah. yeah, I was living with them at the time, and uh, that friend of ours that was fronting Solomon, um, he was from Carson City, so he was super good friends with them. And so we were like, hey, okay. let's host everybody. And then we had a, I think we had shit probably like, I think it was like 16 of us, 15 of us in that house that night. Something crazy. Yeah. I just uh, remember you were just super cool. Like you took us up to your room and you showed us like all, all like your movies and shit. And it was just, it was just super cool. Like getting to talk to you. Yeah, dude. No, it was awesome. And then, and then I remember we, we drove up we drove up some like super like super high like mountain <laughs> and we and we just hung up and we, we just like hung out and up there for like a couple hours just, yeah like, that, that was uh so down in carson city there's a road called gonai that you could drive up and once you get to the top of the mountain there's actually a uh it's a i don't know why i'm saying i, I want to say like a not a light pole but it's a fucking uh the chingaderas for airplanes. Anyway, it's like oh, it was like, okay. yeah, yeah, or yeah. like, a, or a giant antenna. Let's call it yeah, an antenna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super cool. Yeah. So then you could see Carson City, you could see Virginia City, you could see Reno, and yeah, we all went up there because we're like, yeah, we're we're bored. Let's go do something. And then we literally got this huge ass group picture too. I have, I have probably about like six or seven photos of everybody. Um, but yeah, no man, that was that was an experience, dude. And it, it was really cool because I met some really cool people there. And I think your brother, obviously, what I think he was, what, the drummer? The drummer in the band, yep. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, dude, I, I got a memory like a fucking elephant and the body of one, dude. Mine is not <laughs> good at all. My memory so bad. No, nah, that's okay, dude. But uh, no, for real, I, I appreciate you doing this with us, man. Um, yeah, man, thank you. Thank you so much. You know, oh, no. Now we know how we're going to do the the episode with you in it but we're not gonna we won't tell anybody what the movie is just yet but uh 
these guys just need to know that it's coming from. Yeah, the and I will be way better prepared for that one, man. <laughs> no, you're totally fine, man. I work. I work long days. I was just. I just had to like throw something together real quick. But these. But these are like like five movies that I really appreciate, and I've watched like a hundred times. Which nice. is perfect. That and that's Hell that's yeah. kind of what we wanted is like a movie that yep. you've seen. So, um, and you're also three hours ahead of us. So no, we really appreciate you getting down on this with us, man. Yeah, man. Thank you guys so much. All right, brother. Well, yo, yo, what's up, guys? So next up, we have our boy Macnez here from the East Society, the East Society and Macnez podcasts. What's up, man? <laughs> I'm good, but I'm I'm also spread out all over the place with another network, the, the Horror Returns Network. Horror Returns. I'm also a part of their show, The Horror Returns, and then they have two uh, side casts that we do. Also, we do the action returns or just strictly action movies. Mm. And then we do stream fiends where we just try to pick something that's streaming on one of the many uh, streaming outlets. So, but um, yeah, man, thanks guys for uh, letting me come on. How you guys been on my show on the East Society when we were doing, um, I guess I was doing 30. Yeah, I was doing 31 Days of Horror when you guys were running through uh, horror films that you guys were picking, but. All right, man. I'm ready. Um, All right. Let's do it. Top five movies to see before you dive. What you got? All right. Uh, my first film. These are films that I grew up with. Um, there's only one that's kind of new. Uh, 2010. But anyway, I'm going to go back to 1977. Uh, this is a film. Uh, it was directed by... Elliot Silverstein uh, stars uh, James Brolin, uh, Ronnie Cox, and uh, Geraldine Keems. Uh, she's a, a native actress. She's a Navajo, same tribe as I am. And this is The Car. Hmm. It's a film. I don't know if you guys can see this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I believe it's, I think it's streaming on Netflix now. Uh, but this was... um. There's a sheriff out in I think Utah, and all of a sudden there's this car that just came out of nowhere, and it's just like killing people on the highway and jumping through houses and stuff like that. I mean, it was it, when I seen this, uh, it was sold to me as Jaws on the highway. Oh, shit. Uh, so I was like, okay, which I actually seen uh, when I saw this at the drive-in. My mom and dad took us. Uh, Jaws was the second film that played with it. Uh-huh. Um, but this is a cool film. Uh, I've always loved it. Um, this film is awesome. I, I loved it. it. It's it's a slow pace, but it does it does pick up. Um, it's PG, so the kills aren't like bloody and gory and all that. But um, this is in uh, the all or nothing days, so it was real. I mean, it was all all the action was real. There's times where you can tell that there's a, a model car, but. Um, it's an awesome film. Definitely uh, check it out. Uh, I really love this film. Is it like uh, the um, next one? Oh, sorry. Oh, is it like uh, someone's driving the car or is it like a Christine type deal? I don't want to spoil it for you. The watch. Yeah. yeah. Neither of us have seen that. So <laughs> okay. uh, this next one um, also came out in 1977. I'll give you a, a little story about it after I talk about this, but this is uh, Orca, the killer whale. Ooh. Oh, shit. Um, this was one that um, 
It was after the whole, the whole Jaws thing when they started making killer sea monster or sea uh, <laughs> movies, creature movies. So I was really into uh, killer whales when I was a kid. Loved going to Marine World and Sea World and stuff like that. Um, can't go there anymore because I all the the political cor- correctness about the, the torture to the, the sea animals. But um, this one was really good. What I loved about it. Uh, other than it was, it was a real killer whale that they used. Of course, there was times where they had to use the, the fake one, but uh, majority of the film, it was a, a trained uh, orca that was uh, swimming around and, and causing havoc. Um, this one, I believe it was somewhere up in the Alaska area because this also uh, this also had to deal with uh, uh, some Native Americans. Uh, this starred uh, Richard Harris, uh will sampson bo derrick and a couple other people i can't really remember who else this is um i guess i should have my the glasses on this is directed by michael anderson and uh i love this film um this came out right around the time the original star wars came out in 1977 not the not a new hope it was just star wars there was no episode four or anything so uh, my mom goes, well, what do you guys want to go see? My brother wanted to go see Star Wars. I wanted to see Orca. And we couldn't. We got into a little fight. My mom said, you know what? I'm going to go pick a movie. And we went, ended up seeing Disney's The Rescuers. Um, <laughs> one, one of my favorite Disney movies after that. But bonus, I did get to see Orca that night. Uh, the first time I, I, I saw it, I did not hear one word of dialogue. It was over on the next screen. So whatever the second movie was after rescuers i was looking out the window and i watched orca didn't hear one <laughs> word of it <laughs> uh, i didn't actually hear the audio until it came on tv but uh, i love this film uh, will sampson is a great actor the moral to the story is listen to the natives when they tell you uh what and what not to do because they didn't listen and all hell broke loose it's a damn orca isn't that um <laughs> that's kind of like jaws the revenge isn't it uh, yeah kind of like the orcas chasing they're she's like chasing them down because they, one of them killed their daughter their not daughter their kin or whatever I think that's yeah how I the um uh the 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 the, the killer whale was, was a male mm-hmm. um the the whale hunters they captured uh the, the mother as they were hauling it up it uh, gave birth to their their little one and they kind of just it, it died uh, the mother died so it was it, yeah basically uh jaws of revenge type of thing where it took its revenge out remembered (laughs) yeah it remembered (laughs) it was chasing down the uh richard harris the 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 whale hunter all right this next one came out in 1985 um this stars uh helen slater and christian slater and keith gordon directed by matthew robbins and this is the legend of billy jean um this one is just i'm a kid of the 80s and i've always loved this film this was a film we just we had no idea what it was we just went and saw it uh-huh. and then we're like oh my god it was awesome uh the story to this one is uh her and her brother i think they were in texas somewhere um the local uh rich kids are are mean to the little uh local lower class kids uh they steal her brother's um moped uh, and then so she's trying to get uh, then then they just trashed it. So she's trying to get the money back for her 
her brother's scooter. She goes to see that kid who, who wrecked it, his father that owns some local liquor store or whatever. Uh, he tries to make uh, an advance on her. Um, and then they, uh, they end up shooting him by accident during the struggle. And then the rest of the film is everybody's searching for Billie Jean, but she's trying to get her story out there that that's what this guy said isn't what happened. He came after me, and and then that's uh, the story. But uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Have you guys that's seen the this Warriors one? for Billie Jean? <laughs> <laughs> just to tell these other yeah. Yeah. That's all Have I got because I've never heard of any of these, so it's like oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right. This next one, uh, it's a film that was directed by uh, Paul Morrissey. I believe it came out in, hmm, I guess this one, it doesn't have a, um, a date on it. It's, um, I want to say it came out in the early 70s, I believe. But this is a film, it, it was directed by Paul Morrissey, but it was, um, it was labeled to me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull this out really quick. Um, it was labeled to me as Andy Warhol's Frankenstein, but it uh, it wasn't because I, I did some some research on it, and he was not. Um, I think he was more of a producer, but when they were trying to release it in America, uh, they needed somebody a big name, so they threw Andy Warhol's name in front of it. But this, I believe this came out in 19, hmm, I don't know, again, I don't have my glasses, 73. And um, yeah, it's called, it, when, when I first saw it, uh, it was called Frankenstein 3D. And, uh, but later, um, when they released it in America, they called it Frankenstein 3D. When it was released over in Europe somewhere, it was Flesh Frankenstein and this film was, it was kind of like a softcore porn at times. Uh, it stars a lot of actors that I don't really uh, know. Um, you might guys know one. His name is Udo, Udo Kier or Ido Kier, something like that. He was in, um, uh, he was in. Hmm. Blade, I remember that he was one of the vampires in that. He was in Armageddon for like one scene, and I think he was in Rob Zombie's Halloween. He was in that for a second, and uh, just hella random roles, it's just like <laughs> <laughs> everywhere, but like you don't know. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> this uh, this film, uh, if you have a uh, YouTube. It's it's on there, and uh, it's pretty clear copy. But what um, the first time I saw this film, uh, it was when '80s was um, bringing out their uh, their three D movies, because I believe there was this one, then there was Jaws three D, Friday the Thirteenth Part Three in three D, Metal Storm, and uh, a bunch of other ones. But when this one came out, what has got got us in there? It was like, oh, it's a three D movie, and it's Frankenstein. But when we got in there, yes, it was in 3D, but it wasn't the Frankenstein we were used to, um, the Frankenstein <laughs> monster and all that. This one was, uh, it, it was, it's a, it's a bit of a like, a, what the fuck? But um, it's, it's really good. I love it. 
Um, I know we we covered it, uh, I think, two years ago on 31 Days of Horror. But what this film offers is amazing practical effects. The acting isn't the greatest. It it is a little goofy, but when it comes to the gore, especially with um, these type of films that came out in those days with that bright red blood. Oh, uh, that 70s blood. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. So, um, again, it's, it's streaming on YouTube, so definitely check it out there. But I picked up this box set. And it's got uh, a Blu-ray 3D version and then a regular 4K one. It has both titles. It has Frankenstein 3D and then adds the other one. It's uh, Flesh for Frankenstein. Uh, came in this cool little box set. Oh, cool. oh, shit. That is cool. And um, this movie is is awesome. I love it. Um, they also did another one. I think it was either before this one or after. And it was called Blood for Dracula. Uh, Udo Kier is Dracula in that one. Um, it's not as good as this one, but it's it's oh, okay. yeah that guy <laughs> yep. it's um it's it's a weird one but definitely check out uh flesh for frankenstein uh, again it's streaming on youtube nice all right this yeah, next we'll, film, we'll check that out for sure cool <laughs> this next one i know a lot of people don't like it for the subject matter um i got on this a couple years ago i got on this disturbing movie kick and i just wanted to see what was the most fucked up movies out there um legal movies not snuff or any of that type of stuff i don't i can't watch any of that but so i started down the list i watched um there was one called antichrist with willem dafoe that's a a watch yeah (laughs) (laughs) then there was um solo oh that one was brutal i don't think i could sit through that one again that's, Um, that's one i regrettably own (laughs) like i bought i bought it from I bought it. Uh, Criterion is having a sale, like they do, and I I read a little like a brief synopsis on. Uh, it was in the book "A Thousand Movies You Should See Before You Die," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I'll check it out." And I I finished it, and I was like, "Well, I own this movie now," <laughs> <laughs> and so it just sits on my shelf, and I like, I don't tell nobody I have it, but it's there. <laughs> I found it on YouTube, and it was it's not there anymore. It got taken down. Okay. But- that movie was uh i mean if you feel like watching something weird and crazy definitely check that out but that's not but anyway so i watched that antichrist um uh frankenstein flesh of frankenstein was on there uh, as well and then uh, i got to one called a serbian film oh yeah i've heard of this movie <laughs> and i was like i read the little article and what it was about saying that people just don't like this it was banned in all kinds of countries uh there was two ver- two different versions of it and i wasn't sure which version i watched uh it turned out i did watch the the unrated one and the subject matter in this one was was just nuts it was a uh or basically a retired porn star that uh, was just coming across uh, hard times. Uh, he was married, his wife, and they had a kid. Um, they just needed money to, to make ends meet. Uh, he gets this offer by uh, some new director that I'll give you a million dollars if you make this porn with me. But I'm not going to tell you what it's about, and I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen in it. You just got to show up to these places and do what I say, and you'll get your million dollars. So he kind of talks it over with his wife. She's like, well, all right, do it. And then all hell breaks loose from there on. And just from place to place, 
the things that he has to do it just got wilder and wilder and then the ending just oh my god i i just couldn't believe when the movie was over i was like i didn't i didn't feel right about myself i was like man, what, <laughs> yeah. the, what the fuck did i just yeah. watch and I, it was a lot to take in so i really sat there i thought about it and then i found out they said oh there was a, an, a, a rated r version i just did some reading on that there's just some of the scenes that were in it they, they shortened and the end was totally chopped up so because the way how the unrated version is i could see what they why they chopped it up but this movie was nuts so i watched it again uh <laughs> i found it i uh, i found a clearer copy and it was the, the uncut version and then I, I i had to skip one scene because there was one scene that was just like oh my god uh, i know it was fake but i just i just thinking about what's going on on the screen so i was like all right let me skip over this part but when the, when the movie was said and done i loved it for not for the subject matter but for the the presentation the the cinematography i'm not one for like techno trance music but the use of that in this film for each scene that they when they needed it 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 worked and whoever who directed this i'm gonna butcher the name so i'm not even gonna try <laughs> um but it it was just it was a beautifully shot film but it, as as film i'm not a filmmaker but as filmmakers see it because i've heard a lot of other film, filmmakers talk about this film and they're saying that how they shot it was amazing they just didn't like what it was about and what the subject matter and, and everything was in it and the, and the graphic violence in this film, um, especially the, the, the violence towards women in this was just brutal. Um, so I was just like, this was one that just like, it kind of, it did mess with me for a little bit. Out of all the other ones that I watched, um, this was the only one that really, well, other than solo, but this one, kind of made me think about it about it and then when i heard it was coming out on blu-ray uh the the unrated version because i have two versions of it i have the rated r version uh that i found on blu-ray and then they said the unrated one is coming out and it's um a 4k transfer uh, i was like all right let me just get it i haven't watched it yet again but i got it it's in my library i mean i think if you can handle this type of subject matter and, and what's going on in this film, um, I think I think everyone should sit there, sit down and, and watch it um, again. This film is not for everyone. You, <laughs> I, I had one of my friends, uh, I was telling her about it. She goes, oh, that sounds cool. So she started watching it. She said she got like 45 minutes in and had to stop it. She goes, I, I couldn't I couldn't see what was going to happen next. And I, I believe it, but this film was, it was just off the wall and crazy, but this is definitely one that I've hyped up before on the many shows uh, that we have done. Uh, I tried to get at my co-host on the E-Society to watch it, but he's like, nah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it. We'll watch it. No, I'll watch it. <laughs> oh, you guys haven't seen this? No, no, it's I've heard of it. I have heard of it. Um, this was actually, that's funny that this is the only movie I've actually heard of, of all the ones that you've said. Um, I've never seen it, but yeah, like Beef was saying, um, 
I I kind of like went through and saw some movies that had gotten banned and stuff, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should watch some of these yeah. movies because uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes, Poughkeepsie tapes, however you pronounce it, um, Poughkeepsie, New York, but I couldn't find it anywhere. And my friend was like, hey, we should find it and watch it. And then, uh, oh, you have it? You looking? <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. oh, there it is. Yeah, right here. Yeah, there wow, we go. There is. <laughs> so I don't know when they ended up releasing it, but I, I watched that movie, shoot, I think it was 11 years ago now. Something like that. It was 11 years ago, but I couldn't find it anywhere. And so we had a, I don't remember where we watched it, but we ended up watching it. And so I was like, ooh, let's see what other movies there are out there. And then I ended up never watching any of them, any of them but like Cannibal Holocaust came up and, you know, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, never watched it. Never watched any of these. <laughs> yeah, uh, Poughkeepsie tapes. Um, it was after the whole Blair Witch Project thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I went to go see some horror movie and they showed a trailer for it, and I was like, "Wow, this looks crazy!" But it never came out in the theater. Yeah. Yep. It, ne- it, it never. And I was like, "Man, well, where's this film? I want to see it." So uh, I looked on the website. It was only like a limited release, and Reno got no love for it. So I was like, "All right." Now, this is back in the MySpace days. Somebody put it on there. Oh, nice. So I was able to watch it. Um, I sat down and I watched it. And I was kind of disappointed with it. Because Ooh. The, the, the trailer sold it to me so good. And then yeah. when I watched it, I was like, that's it. And I never saw it again. But then when it came <laughs> out on Blu-ray, I bought it. I said, you know what? Let me, let me give this another try. I love it now. Yeah, <laughs> for what it is, for what it is, I think it was it was hyped up in my mind that I wanted it to be just amazing and scary. It was it was spooky, but I a was different just kinda, style for sure. Yeah, yeah, different style. I, like 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 you mentioned, Cannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Holocaust. That was sold to me as oh, it looks so real, and uh, there was a court case that the director had to bring in the actors to prove that they were still alive and. Uh, it was it was hyped up to me so bad I couldn't find it anywhere. I mean, it, it wasn't on DVD, uh, the VHS copies. It was it was hard to get a hold of one, uh, but my my buddy had one, so I sat down and I watched it, and I was like, none of this looks real. I don't know what they were what they were <laughs> thinking about this film. Um, was it the first found footage movie? Yeah, I, I would say so. Uh, if it wasn't the first one, it, it was one of the first. But um, I enjoy it now. I don't. I don't own it. I'll, I'll probably eventually get it. But um, uh, that movie, it was. It was just overhyped to me. That that was on the list. Uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. That was on that I list. That one on the list too. I watched that one. Again, that one was hyped up to me. The movie was good, but it wasn't what everybody was seeing. Uh, there was another movie. A list of, I think it was called Raw. Well, Raw is relatively new too. Yeah, that was one whenever like, oh, people were throwing up in the theater and leaving and, and they couldn't handle it. And I'm like, well, I need to see this. I watched it and I was like, OK, what what was making you guys throw up? So I was like, all right, whatever. But I mean, when you find these disturbing lists, I think the only one other than Serbian film, the other film, it didn't make me want to turn it off. But I, I felt a little queasy and almost did throw up. It was a film called Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what it was about. Um, it was it was a part of, of a series. Uh, I, I don't know how, how many movies there was. It was like someone shot it with a VHS camera and just um, killed people. And then 
they were throwing up and in cups and then drinking it again. And the, there was a part where they cut this guy's top of his head off and they like ate his brain and they threw up in it and then ate it. And it was, <laughs> it was just stuff like that. I mean, and these people were really throwing up. It wasn't like just, they drank something. They blah. No, they were like jamming their fingers down their throat. And, I was like, it was, it was on Netflix too. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Netflix must not must not watch the movies that they have on there. Yeah, because I was it was the early stages of Netflix when the streaming started. Because I remember after I watched it, I told my kids, "Do not watch this movie." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I take it they didn't watch it. But um, yeah, there, there was that, and then those August Underground films. On how everyone's saying how brutal and gory and disgusting those were, I couldn't get through them. They were, it was just stupid. Uh, it, there was a couple of scenes that were really graphic, but it was things like that were hyped up to me. If you if you look up disturbing films and you, that pops up on there, Slaughter Vomadol, Serbian film, and, and everything else. There's there's a whole bunch of other ones. There was one that I saw it was a Japanese film. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, it was. It was an older film. I want to say it was in the 60s. And they were saying that was one that was really graphic and everything. So I was like, okay, let me let me find this. I found it. I watched it. It was... Was it Ichi the Killer? Ichi the Killer is relatively new. Is it? No. No, it was... I think it was... I've never seen that either. (laughs) That was pretty real. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it it was... I can't... I I cannot remember what it was. It, It wasn't as brutal and graphic as it, it was, it was graphic, but it was like, you can clearly see that it was fake. Yeah. So, so it, it, it didn't bother me. I was like, man, this, I, I like, I got through the film, but I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I, I cannot remember the name of that film, but yeah, the five films that I think everyone must see before they die is the car orca, the killer whale, the legend of Billy Jean, uh, flesh for Frankenstein, aka frankenstein 3d and a serbian film i'm sure some of your listeners probably have seen one or two of these but yeah serbia a serbian film that's that's one that you guys i'm gonna keep that for sure mm-hmm. you gotta yeah. be in the mood for it i mean don't just expect the worst and sit through it just get in that stage of mind and see i'll have to watch them just because it's like yeah i hear like the content is like crazy in it, but it's like, I don't even know what to expect. So I'll just watch it and be like, Oh, so that's what people are talking yeah, about. And then I'll be like, Oh, about. okay. You know? And then, and then I'll find other movies to compare it to and be like, Oh, okay. Like, I don't know, like hostile people talk about hostile stuff like that, which I mean, I watched hostile easily, like all those gore films, you know, um, like hostile two, I think it was where the chick has the other lady hanging above her and then cuts her with a sickle and like yeah. bathes in her blood. Is it that kind of shit? Is that like, well, that, I guess we'll find out. That part. I mean, I love the first hostel. The second one was my favorite. But that scene when they hung uh, her, the actress's name, uh, Heather Heather Mat- Matarazzo, she was um, Jamie Kennedy's sister in Scream. Scream. She was in Scream yep, 5. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, <clears throat> I was sitting there in the theater going, what am I watching? Because that scene went on, on, and on. Yeah, uh, I didn't mind them sliding their throat and the blood and that girl just splashing all over. I didn't mind that, but I was like, this scene is going a little bit long. Well, what's happening here? But um, yeah, I was like, why am I watching this? I mean, I, I think I, I think at that point I was I was just 
crazy movie out but um there is a bunch of other crazy crazy films out there uh to to see um another definitely watch about- this one though i'll de- i'll have to watch the serbian film uh-huh. um just especially since you recommend it it's going to be one of those ones that that'll go on my list sooner than later you know what i'm saying so yeah um i'm sure it's streaming somewhere or Oh, I'll find it. Yeah, if you search the high seas, I always find them. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely check that one. Check out all these films if you haven't seen it. I think the car is still streaming on Netflix. Uh, I'm not sure, but um, uh, I know Billie Jean was for a minute. I don't think it's on there anymore. But um, yeah, Flesh for Frankenstein's on YouTube. It's the uncut one. Um, I know Serbian film was on there, but it's probably gone. But it was like in 10 parts. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's how I watched The Human Centipede the first time. <laughs> that Okay, that one too. That one was sold to me. As, oh my, it's like one of the grossest films. This, and I read about it. All oh, this sounds cool. I watched it and I was like, I love it. But I was like, That's it? Okay, man, whatever. It's just oh. intense ass to mouth, dude. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. But when the <laughs> second one came out. Yeah. That one was brutal, and yep. I love that one. I, the, the the unrated one, the R-rated version is chopped to hell. It, it's still a little gruesome at times, but it's the ending is cut, um, and a couple other scenes are in there are, are shortened. I just like how it was like black and white, but the only thing that had color was shit and blood. <laughs> so, okay. You never saw the second one? No, oh, I was just like second one's pretty fucking gnarly. I didn't really. After after I seen like the first one was like a movie in the movie, then I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. I just like turned it off. It was like five minutes in. The first the first one that was the I thought that was the, the second in one. In the second one, yeah, the first one is the movie. Oh, okay, the movie. okay. Yeah. I was like, yep. I don't like it. It yeah, it's <laughs> basically know. what it kind of reminds me of is like this guy's just obsessed with the film. Yeah. And yeah, it takes it into his own hands essentially. The and then the one third was- one. Sounds I mean, no good. Yeah. <laughs> I you was sat, just like, man, they're just going to keep trying and trying. Yeah. You sat through that and only saw it for like a second. And it wasn't until like the very end of the film. Yeah. I was yeah. like, man, this I was, I was so mad. I bought it. I was already no good. I, I, I felt I was hella mad. I felt jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate, well, we appreciate you coming on yeah. here, man. Um, go ahead and give us everyone your socials. Tell them where they can find you. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you jumping in and giving us the five movies to see before you die. All right. Um, for those of you that are on Instagram, uh, you can find the East Society on there. Just uh, East Society podcast. Um, also, we're on Facebook. Just look up East Society. Uh, also, Macne- the Macnez podcast is on, on Facebook. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, what is that one? Uh, East Society Pod. And then uh, the Macnez is just uh, the Macnez Pod uh, on Twitter. Also, we have a YouTube page that we're slowly putting things on. Um, I think we only got like uh, a handful of, of stuff that I've done. Uh, trying to get uh, the host of the East Society, the Zisu, trying to get him to be a, a little more um in on the videos also we uh have tiktok and that is east society pod 
Uh, there's only a little bit on there, and it's mainly me uh, again. But uh, yeah, we're all over the place. You can uh, listen to uh, the East Society podcast and uh, and the Magnus podcast whenever I do those on all the different uh, streaming apps for for podcasts. Um, just search uh, Magnus and it'll come up, and uh, it's under the Skater Nez Podcast Network because we have just a shit ton of shows on there. Other than E-Society, a lot of spinoff shows. We got ESP Rewind. We got uh, E-Society's Fight Club, or not Fight, a Fight Society. Um, we have Skate Society and, and a bunch of other ones. Oh, also, uh, we're a part of the Anchor Family, Anchor family like you guys are. Cool. Uh, for that, just search uh, E-Society Podcast, and there is tons and tons of shows on there. Uh, lately, we've just been doing like uh, random lists, like the I don't know Denzel movies or romantic vampire <laughs> films and shit like that. <laughs> and there, uh, we did do or I tried to do some uh, twelve random days of Christmas. I got up to ten, and then I fell off on the last two shows. But uh, we also do East Society Sports. Uh, the Zisu does his uh, NBA check-ins, so there's there's all that. So two different uh, feeds for the E-Society, the Skaternet Podcast Network and then uh, Anchor. Um, it's all just a big jumble of shows uh, for us. So, but um, yeah, guys, uh, thank you so much for uh, letting me come on. You guys are always welcome uh, to come on our shows and talk about whatever. I don't know. We'll see. I got to get both of you guys on uh, the E-Society at some point and then we'll kind of introduce our listeners to you. But Take a trip uh, out, out to, to, to where you are. Yeah. We'll just take a trip to see you, dude. Yeah, well, all right. Let me know. I have to clean up the studio. It's a, it's a little wreck after a bunch of family came over, and we're still trying to clean up after Christmas. <laughs> but oh no, trust me, we know. <laughs> we know that feeling. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, guys. Uh, thanks so much, and uh, yeah, cool. appreciate everyone it, else. Party on. Later. Later. All right. All right. Next up, we have our good friends over from the Toke Signals podcast. We got Isaiah and Josh. Yo. And yeah, introduce yourselves, fellas. Oh, uh, I'm Josh. And uh, hold on. He just. Sorry, guys. I'm Isaiah. <laughs> good to see you guys this evening. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, too. Thanks for taking time out of those busy schedules we know you have to uh, yeah. join us, man. For sure. Thanks for inviting us, man. This is awesome. So actually, this is my Ooh. first time meeting you guys officially. Um, for our listeners who don't know, we shout these guys out constantly. So uh, if you haven't mashed that follow button just yet, be sure to head over there to Toke Signals Podcast and smash that shit. All right. So I guess uh, I don't know who wants to go first, but uh, go ahead and give us your guys' top five movies to see before you die. You go first. You want me to go first? All right. Um, well, I'm going to go with the obvious. The greatest one, um, Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. You know, I, I, oh, there it goes. I, there it goes. <laughs> game, because uh, I think Vader's cape is top notch. Like, but Lando, man, he, he makes it, it, he makes it, a, he doesn't make it an easy task for, for being top of the cape game. Hey, could you guys hear us now? What? Oh, yeah. shit. You, 
straight up, right as you started talking, the fucking audio cut out and we couldn't hear shit. Oh, no. I said, I don't want to hear your cape game. Yeah, we're <laughs> talking about capes. Oh, he's talking about capes. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> talking about capes I had a whole now. spiel about capes. And, well, that... I heard Empire Strikes Back and that okay, fucking yes. sick ass cape. That's what I got. <laughs> All right, do I go with the other four? Yep, go for it. All right, um, I'm going to go with The Dark Knight Rises Part 1 and 2. Dark Knight, Uh, okay. Batman, it's an animated movie, but it's my favorite. Oh, The Dark Knight Returns, that one? Yeah, is it? uh, Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. So that one uh, with uh, Peter uh, Robocop. Robocop is the voice of Batman. Uh, Peter Weller. Peter Weller, there you go. I'll give it a shot. Yep, that's the one. So, um, all right, was that technically two movies? No, we've no. I mean, we've well, ours too. It's so. like one long movie, but it's yeah. <laughs> no, we uh, can, we count that as one. That's one, baby. Okay, um, Children of Men. I like that Ooh, one. I like okay. the whole one take, one long take thing. Uh, no shoes, <laughs> scary as hell. <laughs> Doing all that shit with no shoes on, man. It's a all right. Um, well, what is that? Three, four? What have I done? Uh, three. three, three. Dang. Um, History of the World Part One. History of the World. Okay. Mel uh, Brooks. Um, the the prequel to Spaceballs. Um, and Mad Max Fury Road. It, oh, that was a good one. It's a. That's my comfort movie. If I can't find anything else on, I'll put that on. Okay. Okay. And that was all right. Oh man, that's a lot. It's a great comfort. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. It's a great comfort. Yeah. Mad Max. Very <laughs> you feeling down? Yeah. Mad Max. Very <laughs> road. That'll <laughs> <laughs> sure make you happy. That's that's funny because uh, actually I I actually liked uh, Tom Hardy as Max right or Mad Max. I think that he did the part justice. Obviously, uh, the old uh, was Mel Gibson, right? I'm really bad yeah. at actors and actresses, so don't judge me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think he did that part justice. And actually, that new movie was pretty damn good. Hell yeah. All right. So was that it for you? That's five. Okay. All right. So I guess uh, let's run through them really quickly. Obviously, we got <laughs> we got Fury Road as uh, as your comfort movie. That was the that was the uh, <laughs> I guess the reasoning behind that one, but let's go Empire Strikes Back. Why is that one of your favorite movies? It's because when I was a kid, I had I had Star Wars, A New Hope, and I had Return of the Jedi, but I've never had Empire Strikes Back. And I oh, thought man. it was more of a rarity that to watch Empire Strikes Back. Plus, uh, I mean, Vader wins. So, <laughs> the Empire wins. Uh, I, I, I'm more of a he hates the rebels. I hate the rebel lines. Speak to terrorists. <laughs> and um, terrorists. <laughs> we're trying to make the galaxy a better place. Yep. And these damn insurgents. And the empire is just uh, you know security and protection for everybody else. I mean, there's there's bands of thieves and you know you know what's out they there. Had, yeah, they had jobs for everyone building Death Stars. Jobs. Yeah. Everybody had. It killed over like a billion people. <laughs> Count it. Oh, yeah, Empire just... brings jobs. Brings <laughs> Yo, I'm just a janitor. <laughs> My job just blew up. 
<laughs> I just blew up with my job. Yeah. Just, yeah. just don't. Just don't. You got to get the hazard pay, dude. <laughs> it's 459 and then you're yeah. fucking you just <laughs> disintegrate. Hey, what's that noise? <laughs> Everybody's working on furlough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, damn, we're not even getting paid, man. They're probably going broke. <laughs> Paying for Vader's castles and Palpatine's <laughs> ambitions. <laughs> Dark side. So, uh, second one we had Dark Knight Returns, the animated films. Um, why were these ones your favorite? It's what um, it's what Batman versus V Superman should have been. Yep, for sure. Um, the the mutant gang. Uh, Batman beating the shit out of that guy. <laughs> that leader, that was an awesome ass fight, man. He's like, you, you, you don't get it, son. This ain't a mud pit. This is an operated table, and I'm the surgeon. He starts oh, breaking yeah. and shit and put him in leg locks and arm bars and just, man, he won over all those young bucks. They're like, man, now we're the sons of Batman. I mean, I'm spoiler alerting here. But... <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Uh, well, that's but, um, who else? Yeah, then he, and that's part one. I mean, and then he's got to fight Superman. In part two, it's holy shit. It's action packed. Honestly, the DC animated film game is uh, pretty top notch. So sure. uh, we're all, we're all there for it, and I appreciate. I, I actually like that answer right there. That's what. That's one of the. That's a different one, I guess, for what we've heard. You know what I'm saying? We get a little sprinkle of uh, Star Wars in there elsewhere, but uh, you know, you know how that goes. Um, Children of Men. So. This is the second time I've heard this movie, and I have still yet to see it. <laughs> so... Really? Don't feel bad. I've only, I've watched parts. I've never watched the whole movie. Okay, okay. See, uh, at least Don't I got bad. somebody on my side. Dude. Yeah, yeah. For Damn sure. it. For shame, both of you. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, but... understandable. I mean, it's not what. In... So, so, what is it about this movie that gets you? Is it like a? Uh... Yeah. What is it? What is it about this movie that makes you love it so much? It's a. Uh... It's a story about, you know, um, humanity can't have children anymore. There have been like 18 years since the last human's been born. And then finally, uh, there's a lady that's pregnant, and they're trying to uh, get her to the, what is it, the human project or whatever to it, like a, yeah. Like yeah. a, a rendezvous with, with some scientists and shit. And find out why. And yeah, the Earth is, uh, humanity's really kind of not gave a fuck. Like, I mean. They really don't give a shit anymore. It's like, ain't nobody, ain't no kids anymore. So it's, we're it's all, all adults here. It's all, we're all adults. It's all fair game. Who cares? Like, hey, Bill, shit, you think I, if I like there's the no more kids? Yeah. Okay. So here's my question If there were no kids around, you think people would just start banging in the fucking streets and shit or what? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what it attracts. <laughs> it's a free for all. First kid born, the first one born. And you got to be by yourself for however long. Like you're yeah. the only kid in existence. Like yeah. that's terrible. But it's, I mean, it, I don't want to give away the movie, but when you watch it, you understand like how uh, important. I guess us as humans, how we have to have children. That's our. What's the point of you know carrying on in this world if we don't have children to mm-hmm. 
you know, replenish Re and reproduce. reproduce and look forward to the future. And so I, I think it's uh, how fragile existence is without without the little ones. So that's what children okay. of men makes sense. Okay, that's perfect. Then uh, I, I like I said, I'll add this one to my list because we we have to get that in there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to for sure. All right, and so the last one that I had for you, of course, because you said Fury Road was a comfort movie. So, I mean, I guess that's a good enough. But History of the World. So this is another one. Um, this is the comedy, right? Yes. So go ahead and explain why why History of the World. Okay, History of the World. Really good cast. Um, I mean, parodies ancient Rome, uh, the uh -huh. French, uh, well, the French Revolution. Um, the Spanish Inquisition with the dance number. Um, the Inquisition. What a show. The Inquisition. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Yeah. Um, beautiful. <laughs> who else was it? Um, the uh, caveman. Uh, the caveman part. Uh, just It just spans history. And then the uh -huh. sequel. The sequel, uh, Jews in Space, that end up being Spaceballs. So I say History of the World Part 1 is the prequel to uh, Spaceballs. Space so oh, yeah. if I watch it, I'm going to have to uh, I'm going to have to watch it with new meaning. Are you excited so, for the sequel? There's a sequel. Uh, Isaiah, are you excited for the sequel? There are. They're making History of the World Part 2. Are they really? Yeah, for Hulu. What? Oh, shit. All right, I'll check it out. Well, there we go. Oh, is it Mel Brooks? Yep. Nice. Piss on you. I wow. work for Mel Brooks. Like, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, History of the World Part 2 variety series ordered at Hulu. Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks to write and executive produce. Wow. Oh, holy awesome. shit. Man, he's still, he's still making hits. Yeah, in his 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. I'm not going to lie. I, I, thought he was, I thought he died. I was right there with you, dude. Uh -huh. <laughs> Sorry, that's terrible to say, but I really thought that man was dead already. <laughs> I feel horrible. Mel Brooks, if, if you ever hear this, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if Mel, if like... Mel Brooks is listening, we made it, baby. All right. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> He'd just be like, it's all right. Everyone thought I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the first time. <laughs> well, that's my five, and... Um... I wish. <laughs> once you start thinking about your five, you're like, "Oh man, this." Oh, not... dude, mine's mine's changed so many times since he started talking about his. Yeah. Mine start. Mine's already changed like five times. Yeah, feel kind of bad because we only gave people five. Yeah, well, I mean, that's it. It's it's, it's, that's a, good, a, it's a good number. amount. It's a good amount. Uh -huh. yeah, reasonable. Shit, I, I I only needed two for real. You know what I'm saying? But it's okay. <laughs> oh, same. I'll give you twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's go with well i guess it's your turn now man there you go all right top, top five baby all right let's see uh number one's got to be blood in blood out bound by honor oh uh, all right you want me to explain oh, or yeah. what explain later we'll we'll explain as we go back gotcha. through okay number two. Oh god i just had it in my head uh i think i'm gonna go with that scarface on there Okay. Um, number three, Heavy Metal, the original. <laughs> All right. Uh, number four, 
uh, random that I just thought of when we were talking about it. Caveman. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Let's see, number five. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the Grandma's Boy. Fuck yeah. Nice. Nice. Number five. Man, you know what? Grandma's Boy should have made my list. (laughs) I was going to say, like, West or something, you know, like some sort of childhood. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Bible goes west. <laughs> oh, man. I decided Grandma's boy's better. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you might as well should have said all dogs go to heaven, Bob. Dude. I didn't. Oh. All dogs go to heaven. Damn it. That's a that's a that's an honorable honorable mention. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. Um, okay, let's like original. I only like all dogs too. Yeah. The one that, that was the hey, best one. That was hey, my favorite. Hey. <laughs> um, let's see. So let's. I guess let's just run through it again. Blood and blood out. Why is that one of your favorites? Um, just the whole story in general. I like the half white, half Mexican kid who. Uh, you know, goes back to his family finally. Like, uh, let's see. I just, yeah, it's the, the whole story, like fucking the whole, <laughs> the whole, the whole point of him becoming some sweet kid and then going to LA. And then all of a sudden he's the mastermind of like one of the biggest prison gang. But what were you saying? Uh, so this kid goes in and then he's like a part of the oh, biggest basically game? just becomes like, one of the, or he becomes the biggest freaking uh, like leader of, or the, or, or becomes a leader of one of the biggest gangs in the world, basically, mm-hmm. or in the U.S. But uh, gets institutionalized. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I really liked that movie a lot when I was when I was growing up. Uh, I didn't find it till I was like probably sixteen, seventeen, when I was in my crazy party stages and shit. And, and all of a sudden, I find this movie. I'm like, I like this a lot. Like, like I. Uh, relate to that guy. I get oh, yeah. so this this movie is actually one that my brother had showed me, and uh, I j- the one scene that stuck with me because it kind of it fucked me up a little bit. I watched it when I was like eleven, right? So uh, <laughs> the one scene that fucked me up a little bit was uh, when they when they grab the dude out of the car and then drop him on the fire hydrant. Yes, <gasps> dude, mm. fucked yeah. me up a little bit. I was like, oh, my. pop my back, think right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit kills me every time. So fucking rough, but uh, it yeah, that, that, I mean it's a great movie. We we actually uh, we talked about this one too because I think it it made Beef's list, right? Yeah, it was my yep. So oh yeah, that's a perfect movie. See you guys, great minds think alike, baby. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so next up is uh, Scarface. Uh, just the, the the soundtrack to that movie, <laughs> one of the greatest soundtracks ever made. True. Uh, yeah, that push it to the limit song. I could listen to that shit all day. Uh, Pass the point of no return. Yes. <laughs> what was that thing with the big head that was on stage when? Oh, the, when Tony was shot and he was sitting there watching that. Big old nose. That big nose dude dancing. Yeah, what was that? I all have about? no idea. That kind of got weird. <laughs> Why is he there? He just showed up on set. Just <laughs> go. He's just living his life. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, no, the soundtrack's one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. So okay, I right. could put plus the movie's really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just remember the chainsaw scene. That's yep. all I fucking. That's all I remember, dude. Honestly, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. And I just remember watching it because I was like, I gotta watch Scarface one time in my life. Yeah, and, and then yeah. it was hell along. So I was like, you know great movie but uh if i can just get a recap of all the greatest scenes on the planet dude i'll be all right <laughs> right <laughs> um heavy metal let's go heavy metal was your number three uh heavy metal i <laughs> my dad when i was probably like 10 years old woke me up at 4 30 in the morning because heavy metal was coming on hbo and he wanted <laughs> me to watch this movie and then i'm watching it as a 10 year old or I was around 10 years old and I'm like, there's boobs in it, you know, like it's it's an adult cartoon. It's not for kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like uncomfortable watching this movie, but it was actually, it's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Now I fucking love that thing. The whole, uh, the cocaine snorting aliens. Yeah. Dude, those guys crack me up. Okay, so uh, this is another one, Beef, that I got to add to my list, baby. <laughs> oh, my. Oh my I haven't Lord. seen this either. <laughs> We've been doing this for more wow. than a year. <laughs> I know, Who I are you? This is fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the zombie planet or the zombie Zombie scene, planet. That was like my favorite one. Yeah, that was so <laughs> freaking scary. <clears throat> Have you seen it? I was just thinking about the whole movie in general. I was like, yeah, the um, what? What the heck was that all about? Like it was an orb. It's just like an yeah. That's what yeah, I mean. it was an anthology. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which that's what I figured because it's based off the comics or whatever, right? So yeah. Um, actually, my it's funny that you mentioned heavy metal because my stepdad he came over shit probably like two weekends ago and he mentioned this shit. He's like, "Oh, you've never seen heavy metal? You gotta watch that shit." <laughs> I I should have watched it before we recorded because now I'm that fucking guy who hasn't seen heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> Candy was a voice yes. on there. That's John, what I, was trying yeah. to, I was trying to think of that too. John Candy was a voice. Yep, yep. I just looked it up too, and that's the first person who popped up. Yeah. So. Now there was a guy who was almost like John Candy, and he did like, like, John Candy's voice on cartoons when John Candy wasn't available to do John Candy, <laughs> like in Camp Candy. Really? Yeah. Really. Yeah. There's like a almost like a John Candy. Like he, it was like his back. So, so we could still be having John Candy-ish voices right now. Yeah, I, I don't uh, know. If that guy died, oh. He was in some biker movie. It was pretty cool. I don't know what it is though. The was great, the, the great value John Candy. Yeah, yeah. he was a great value <laughs> Candy. I'm sure fine John Candy. He was the voice of Uncle Ted in Bobby's World. Like, okay, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm random. I'm just going random childhood voices. Oh. Uncle Uncle Ted and Bobby and. What kind of shit you guys? It was Howie Mandel's cartoon show. Yeah, came on. Tino is Insana. Yeah, it says Tino Insana, aka Great Value, John Candy, baby. Yeah, (laughs) guys, total Great Value. (laughs) All right, now you're gonna have to fucking uh, tell me about it again because Caveman, never seen this either. Let's go, dude. There's no English in this movie. Yeah, it's just grunts and. it's That's all it. grunts. No, it fucking is not, dude. It is. <laughs> yes. It's all grunts, dude. They're cavemen. They don't have language. Yeah, they're cavemen. They didn't have language back then. Yeah. This is uh, fucking real. <laughs> the guy that played Bull from Night Court. If you guys ever seen Night Court, 
probably have it. That's way uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> no. Holy shit. Well, there's a guy named Bull, <laughs> and he plays the the uh, abominable okay. snowman monster or whatever. Yeah. The monster <laughs> oh my god, I just dated myself so hard right there. <laughs> You don't know Night Court? Man. Come on. Man. Uh, let's see. Let me, let me... <laughs> Doing the theme song is going to help us remember. It. Yeah. Hey, it might be fun. <laughs> I'm just singing. I should just have it while washing dishes, girl. If you don't know the name. Oh, that's no. Like, that's, like, that's like some shit my dad would have watched and then disappointed in me watching yep. it with him. <laughs> That was the shit I watched. I day. watched that with my yeah, dad. Yeah. And I'm like, so much better. After the news was on, man, like Night Court came on. on oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, Caveman, I'm going to have to watch that just because it sounds funny as shit. At least once. you got to watch it at least once in your life. Is it yeah. like subtitled or is it literally nope. just grunts? Nope. Oh, my fuck. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's funny though because I'm looking at it and it says it made like 16 million in the box office though. <laughs> so because Ringo Starr was there. That's exactly. true. Ringo Starr and that's Dennis Star Quaid. Power. That's 16 million dollars wow. back in. <laughs> Wait, what? What <laughs> year did that come out? 81. 81. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. 16 mil and 81. That's pretty fucking solid, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for no English spoken whatsoever, not one word. Yep. Was hey, it a summer release? And the budget, dude, was four to five million. Ah, <laughs> eight money. Wait, was there a cuss word in it? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there was. I think there was one cuss yeah. word in the whole movie. I think it was. I think it was shit. <laughs> I believe, but that was like the only word spoken in that movie. Oh my god. Okay. That's that's good. I'm gonna have to check that out 100. <laughs> no, I want to watch it again. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> watch party. Just kidding. We got in trouble for that. All right. Uh, let's do Grandma's Boy. Grandma's Boy. That's just a funny ass movie. I mean, Ooh. what's funny is uh, this is another way to date me back here. I I went to Blockbuster, and I rented um, I was renting some other movie that was coming out, and the the guy at the cash register goes, "Hey man, you look like you like this movie. You should really get this one." And he hands What's that supposed to be Grandma yeah. Boy. I go, All right, I'll take it. And I end up keeping that movie for like two weeks overdue, and like yeah. I kept forgetting to take it back. They finally got it back eventually. <laughs> oh, that's actually that's kind of funny. Like, hey, I I think you might be doing toke signals in the future, yeah. but. Uh... <laughs> Take this movie. You're going to really need this later. <laughs> Honestly, though, so in the realm, we actually covered this one on the podcast, but in the realm of what you would call a stoner movie, this yeah. is my favorite one, hands down. So yeah. I'm right there with you. True. I We actually, after I talked earlier with you, with you, uh, me, me and a buddy at work made a top five stoner, stoner list, and it, it was my number one for that, too. Oh, oh yeah. I... And uh, oh, I forgot about how high, dude. I know, right? See, I even took out, I swapped out half baked just because I love half, I love half baked, but it kind of it kind of gets played out after a while. How high it's, a, it's, an, it's an acquired deal, yeah, yeah. Like you, you can watch how high anytime, and it's yeah. always half baked. You kind of got to be in this, you want to be nostalgic or whatever. Agreed, uh, yeah, uh, okay. Well, uh, I mean, 
I guess that's our list for the top fucking five movies for each of you guys. Um, go ahead and give us your guys's credentials. Give us all the shouts out and shit that you guys want people to know. And uh, thanks again for being on this episode, man. Oh, yeah, sure. thank you. Um, shit, I guess check us out on uh, Anchor or Spotify at Toke Signals Podcast. Um, uh, Instagram is Toke underscore Signals underscore Podcast. P O T C A S T. Nice. Um, yeah, that's basically about just check us there. You'll find us basically everywhere else. Shit. Oh, yeah. And your OnlyFans link? Uh, not yet, but <laughs> maybe soon. Park bench. It involves yeah. park benches. Hey, we should, let's just say a holy person in a park bench. <laughs> hey, we should wow. get an OnlyFans <laughs> called uh, the Fat Backs, though, for real beef. And then we should just have fucking pictures of us like. Covering our junk and shit with like our fucking guts and shit out. I, I'm telling you, people might pay for that. Dude, I, I do that all the time. Dude, I, I, I do that I, for I free. To, I used to do that for free. <laughs> time to get paid. All right, guys, we appreciate it. I'm gonna. Thank you guys again. All right. Hot. Later. Later. Thank have you. a good day, guys. All right. What's up? What's up? Okay. Next up, we have a man who's been mentioned many times on this podcast. And is also the co-host to Babbling On podcast. We have Kyle Gerber, aka Skids. Say what's what's up, up, guys? Thanks for having me. Skids. It's an honor. First time yes. on the pod. Long time listener. Um, <laughs> you guys are beautiful. <laughs> hey, thanks, dude. <laughs> so are you? Oh, thank you. Uh-oh. I lost audio. That's what happened. Anyway, oh, okay. what were you guys saying? Were you talking about how small my weenie is behind my back? Just kidding. Everyone knows. That. We, we already know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Well, uh, I don't know what happened, but are, are we going through them? Is it time? Yep. Tell us uh, the, your top five movies people should see before they die. All right. I, I have no particular order. It's impossible to put these yep. in order for me. So, I'm just going to start off with Donnie Darko. Um, just really one of those movies makes you think, right? The rewatchability mm-hmm. of it all, loved it. Okay. And would you recommend people watch would you recommend people watch the the theatrical cut or the director's cut? You know, I've honestly never seen the director's cut. Oh, I, okay. I feel like I'm missing out then. <laughs> <laughs> It's whatever. <laughs> the regular cuts fucking gold. So, what's what's your next one? What you what you got? What's the next heater? So the next heater is Parasite. So it's that Korean right, film. Um, if you if you're afraid of subtitles, I'm just saying, it's worth it every time. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but obviously it's just like a social commentary of really rich and really poor and how the rich live and they just the poor people are just trying to find everything they have and it's just a great film throughout it's like not super action-packed but i love it because you're just thinking you you're at the edge of your seat you don't know what's coming next and just a phenomenal film in my opinion must see yeah when i was when I seen it in theaters, I like I knew a little bit about the director, and he always does those. He has like not crazy movies, but I was waiting for the twist. 
Yep. So it's like so, something's um, got to something's got to happen. Yeah, going into the movie, I had no idea. I just heard yeah. must see, and when I watch it, I said, "Wow, I'm so glad I took a chance on this movie," and I think everyone should. Yeah, same. Um, when I went to go see it, it was like, uh, my friend was like, "You want to go see Terminator Genesis?" And I was like, "Or we could see Parasite or The Lighthouse." Yep. And then he's like, "Let's go see Parasite." And so we like we went and saw Parasite and fucking blown away. Haven't seen it. I know. I know. Every time. <laughs> you need to. I'm telling you. Yes. It, it, it's not that I don't want to. It's just for. You know what? Maybe maybe we'll even watch it tonight. You know what I'm saying? Do it. Yes. Definitely need to watch it. It's though, worth so. it. Worth it. Hundred percent. Hands down. All right. So the next movie I have on my list is Get Out. So mm. I'm I'm a fan of horror movies, but this one is just different because same thing as like uh, Parasite. You you don't know what's coming next. It keeps you guessing. You're like, oh, I think I figured it out. But it keeps twisting and turning. And the story is just a wild ride. And that's what I'm here for. I don't want to know what's going on. I don't want to, like, think, figure out the story 20 minutes into it. Like, I just really like enjoying the movie, not knowing where it's going. Yeah. Okay. Which, uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, Skids, but have you seen... Uh... What's uh, I see you? Did you watch that yet? I see you. No, I haven't. Oh my god. Okay, so the the reason I'm asking is because literally that movie, when you watch it, you have zero fucking clue what's going on. Literally until like the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah, and then it wraps it up. That's what I love about this. It did. So watch watch that movie. That's a recommendation for you. But anyway, (laughs) hard recommend. Hey. We're about learning and growing on this podcast, you know? There's a million yeah. great movies out there. All right, next on my list, I have Running Scared. Ooh. So, rest in peace to my boy, Paul Walker. Um, He's in it. It's just a wild night. So, he's involved with a gang, finds a gun. They, they kill someone with a gun, and he his job is to hide it. His, his son's friend finds a gun. And basically, he goes on this wild ride of trying to figure out where this kid is with the gun before everything collapses in on himself. It's exciting. There's brutal scenes in it. It's just a wild ride. Underrated movie, in my opinion. Everyone should watch it. Everyone should check it out. 10 out of 10. Yeah, agree. Love it. So yeah. good. And it's, just, it's, a, it's like a vastly different performance from Paul Walker than you... You know, Fast and the Furious, and this is him finally being different. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I really like about it because I was familiar with Paul Walker from Fast and Furious. That's pretty much it. And then I mm-hmm. saw this movie and I said, wow, he has so much more range than I expected. Yeah. Well, you guys never saw Joyride? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> no, dude. We're not nope. nerds. <laughs> All right, final movie. Had to throw it on there. Mean Girls. <laughs> Hell <laughs> I had yeah. to do it. I was like flip-flopping back and forth between The Grinch and this movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
which is perfect that you did that because I literally mentioned the Grinch on my list and I mentioned you in said list. So yep. because I'm of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. um, mean Girls, what can I say? It's just hilarious. It, you can quote it. Everyone knows it. It's a fun time every time you watch it. I will yep. never get bored of this movie. 10 out of 10. True that. Plus, you got all the thotties in it. So, Ooh. I enjoy a few thotties here and there. <laughs> As his girlfriend sitting in the room, <laughs> eating ass. I'm like, <laughs> well, well, I mean, I guess those are the five movies you guys got to uh, watch before you die because uh, Babbling on Skids has said so. Oh, yeah. The word is spoken. I appreciate you guys. For having me on um like these gracious guys have said before i do have a podcast called babbling on podcast we me and my friend andrew we just talk we babble if you like sports movies random shit we have it all check us out shoes all the shoes if you yeah if you guys uh like sports at all definitely a recommend um we obviously shout them out almost every single week um so just be sure to mash that follow. I don't know shit about sports, um, but I, I mean, I listen to the podcast still, but there, there's good stuff on there. So make sure you, you peep it and go follow them, mash that shit. And I think, I think that's it, dude. Thank you guys. Yes. Thank you. Thanks kids. Yo, what's up fools. Next up is the Nancy and the Joey. What's up, guys? What's up? The Joey. Yo. <laughs> nice. Enthusiasm. 100%. <laughs> His name is The Joey. Anyway, so, guys, guys, thanks for joining us on this 100th episode of the right Yes, we are so excited. Yay. So, uh, Basically, what we're doing here is we're just having everyone go through and tell us what their top five movies of all time are. So, uh, I mean, from what I can see here, I'll start from my left to right, and let's uh, let's go with D. Nancy. Go ahead and start with your five movies. All right. So I've got Dark Knight. Are these in any specific order? Um, did you want them in a specific order? No, I don't care. Just okay, top, nope. top five is fine. I just want to know if that's like your number one favorite ever. So when you asked, gave us this assignment, and I, um, as soon as I thought about it, the very first movie that came to my mind was The Dark Knight. So that okay. apparently that is my most important one. Okay. Um, next up, I have Goodfellas. Hey. Yep. Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, and Robert De Niro put on a great movie. Then I have, and this one might be a little off base for many, but this is one of my favorites. Remember the Titans with Denzel Washington. Okay. Okay. Never uh, seen it. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I'm just it's messing awesome. with you. We had to watch, we had to watch it in middle school. I've definitely seen it. Gosh. That's yeah. Cool. I told you we watched it in middle school. Oh, there you go. Oh, um, so it's, I, I love the movie along with the soundtrack, actually great music as well to go along with it. I have never um, seen or listened to the soundtrack, honestly. I can't remember the soundtrack, so. Oh, it's good. I love that era of music. Oh, so it's good. It's good. 
All right. And then I have one of your guys' favorites that I recommended. I see you. Hey, the movie is awesome. Amazing. One of the best from the 2021 that I had. Watched. Nice. Yeah, I, it's a great movie. I recommend it to everybody <laughs> to watch. Um, great twists, um, great jumps, jump scares in there. Um, and the cast is not that bad either. True. And then my last one is a combination. I know, I don't know if I'm allowed to do that or not, but it wouldn't be me if I didn't recommend it. Um, all of the Harry Potters. Hey, shout out, shout out. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm there with you too. I get you. Yeah, gotta watch them. And you know, I rewatched them recently and I gotta say, um, my favorites of them have changed. I actually really like the final movie much more than I remembered liking it. So I was actually, it was fun. Good Pleasantly watch. surprised. I was, yeah. We're currently in the midst of reading all of the uh, all of the Harry Potters. So is is Taylor keeping up with the assignment? Uh, yeah. I think she's further than I am right now. Whoop, whoop. Hey, but no Good. Twilight. I've read Twilight a bunch of times. Oh, uh, no Twilight. Uh, no Twilight, huh? You didn't want to embarrass yourself. <laughs> No, I had to cut out the list, and I, Heath Ledger won that battle, so yeah. Oh, I mean, he would have won that battle all day anyway. <laughs> hey, I, yep. don't you have a Twilight tattoo, though? Do you have a Dark Knight tattoo? I don't have a Dark Knight tattoo. Um, <laughs> yes, I do have a Twilight tattoo. Thank you. Props to Taylor for uh, letting everybody know that secret. Does it say my skin is glittery? <laughs> It says, I, it says, I love Edward. This is the skin of a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, let's go through these movies. Um, does it, what's, what's up beef? Oh, I was going to say, does Joey have a, a hold on tight spider monkey on his arm? <laughs> uh, what is that from? That's from Twilight. I never seen Twilight. No. I'm sorry. You'll, you'll, you'll see what kind of movies I'm into after I read my list. Yeah, the, Twilight I'm, did not make his list either. Well, I'm excited to see Joey's because his are going to be. Well, I had like 25, bad. but I had to like narrow it down. But okay, let's go through these. Uh, let's go through these five really quick. So, Dark Knight, um, obviously, okay. absolute banger. Um, I'm you're actually the first that we've yep. heard for the Dark Knight, at least uh, from the people calling in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, solid movie, ten out of ten mm-hmm. on. My list right as well. Years. Awesome, and, awesome. And then uh Goodfellas. That was mentioned by one other person. I believe it was Russ. So you guys have that in common. For he is, show. He is yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, Oki. The Oki. Yes, Oki podcast. <laughs> Shouts out that boy. Uh remember the Titans. So I honestly don't remember this movie very much. Uh just because I've only seen it, I think once or twice maybe you don't but, remember uh, the titans no <laughs> <laughs> but it is solid it's 100 percent solid i remember that i would i would give it like an eight and a half out of ten because i'm not a big sports movie fan other than uh the sandlot so it's fine denzel is one of my favorite actors so yeah and that's i i love that movie good feels all the time he is a fantastic actor. Agree. So I see Definitely. you. Obviously, yeah, that was one of the every tops. now and again. I every now and again I go back and watch the um their uh what is it, their quarter fi- their quarterfinal or something where mm-hmm. 
the other coach finally sticks up for Denzel. Yeah. And they they finally become a team. Mm-hmm. I always watch that scene. I, I love it so much. Goosebumps. Beef, Beef's got that delay. Continue. He's on. He's on that. Uh, he's on that great value fucking Wi-Fi. So we'll have to bear. <laughs> with I'm on this. the. Yeah, I'm on the internet. I'm on the moon. Um. So. I see you. We were definitely uh, pleasantly surprised on this one. Um, great twist. The movie starts out obviously you don't know what you're getting into, and then it just keeps changing as you're going through, and then you don't actually know what the hell is going on until the end of it. So. Phenomenal movie. We did a review on that. Make sure you go check it out. So like the final 10 minutes. Yep. That's exactly it. It's wild. And then, of course, Harry Potter. We uh, started watching these all together, and then uh, we got flagged for copyright, (laughs) so we had to stop. But it was uh, (laughs) phenomenal. I love them. They're still good. All right. Well, uh, forever. I would have said Fantastic Beasts too, but you know, I don't want to go down that train right now. Yeah, you don't want to lie to these people. No, 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 no. Yeah. Too much to discuss. I, that's a lot to unload there. <laughs> All right. So uh sorry. I can't I won't be able to get on that train. <laughs> I'll give you a free ticket. We'll just keep going. So let's you can watch oh, them. I'll, love them. I will let's all go see the else. new one together. <laughs> Let's. We saw the last new one together. We can do the next one. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, the Nancy, of course. And now, uh, <laughs> since the Joey is here too, uh, we're just going to go ahead and hop right in inside of him. Oh yeah, <laughs> with uh, <laughs> his top five movies. So, uh, what's up, the Joey? Oh, what's up, buddy? Mine are easy. Easy, just like I like my men. Yes, oh my I like my like I like my coffee. Hey, black and strong. What's up, baby? That's not me, but I'm flexing anyway. What's up? All right, <laughs> <Are> you ready? <laughs> All right, let's let's go with uh, your top five movies to see before you die. All right, ready? Number one, Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. Yes. Number two. Ooh. Nice. Weird Science. Ooh. Number three. Never seen Shot it. Caller. Oh, four, that's a good one. Yes. Number four is Casino. And number five, I just saw it yesterday. It's awesome movie. Spies in Disguise. Is it Disguise or Disguise? Disguise, I think. <laughs> well, correct me if I'm wrong. I just saw it yesterday. Out of, out of left field. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, yeah, I just threw it in there. Was like, I changed my other ones around. Told you. We practiced, We had these this list and we kept going so around. So I could see why Casino over Goodfellas? Well, because Nancy stole my Goodfellas. <laughs> that was mine first. Oh. <laughs> we didn't compare lists until today. Yeah. So I, I, but Casino is good, too, though. With Joe Pesci and, well, they'll have Joe Pesci in that thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I like all those old school gangster movies. Yeah. And Roadhouse is just, every man needs to watch it. Roadhouse is a solid 10 out of 10 film. Yeah, Roadhouse is just something you have to see. It's, yeah, it's a great movie. I mean, I had other ones in there, like Dirty Dancing and stuff like that, but... <laughs> hey, hey, uh, quick fun fact about that Dirty Dancing, though. That, that Patrick Swayze did uh, that song, She's Like the Wind, and yeah. it's hella good. That mo- That's one of my favorite songs. Y'all need to quit. Right? 
I love that song. You guys are sounding a little, you know. I think we got, I got called that. Oh you God. called me I that. I feel the breath in my face. <laughs> Nobody close to me. <laughs> I can't look in her eyes. Where's your wife? <laughs> She's right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Do not sing to me. Um, okay, so next one up is Weird Science. I think I've seen this movie like halfway through and then never Oh my god, it. dude, I've been watching. That movie's amazing. What's I've the never seen it. Never seen Oh my god. Oh, um Real Genius? Yeah, Real Genius. Real Genius too is good. That's Same era. One of the few I've ever seen. Oh my goodness. Weird god. Science is just awesome. The cars in it when they when they become nerds, I mean, when they become cool, it's a good movie. There's a lot of big names in it too. Anthony Michael Hall, Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't know who the other kid is, but there's a couple of names in there that it's a it's a good it's a good movie. Good eighties movie. See if mm-hmm. you pure eighties. Was that John Hughes too, or is that someone else? John Oh, you know it might be. That's actually a really good question. Was it or was it not? Oh He's, director? Yeah, director. Well now you're going into something that he doesn't know. I think it was one of John Hughes. That's in the same era. Yeah, it is. Yes, it's a John Hughes film. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's what um, I was thinking. Yes, it, it is. It Good is. Job, B. It, 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 is he the one that directs every movie in Chicago, Illinois area? Because he, that's where he's from? That's too much. Yeah. They don't have those Shermer, contacts. Illinois is like where he all his movies take place. Beef, oh, beef knows, beef knows. Nancy just said they don't know those fun facts, and Beef just came back with the fun <laughs> facts. My bad. My bad. No credit. I'm sorry, B. <laughs> I knew that. If I knew it, they definitely all right. knew it. <laughs> so wait, so John Hughes directed Breakfast Club then and all those movies? Yeah. About uh, Ferris Bueller's. Yeah. The Vacation movies. Pink. I think Ferris Was Bueller and Breakfast Club used the same high school. Awesome. I think so. Yeah. Or written by John Hughes, at least it says a couple of them, and then Pretty in Pink, Great Outdoors, Sixteen Candles. Those were all my other top fives, but next Uncle like Buck. Me. Ooh. And he did all the good eighties movies for real. Yeah, yeah. the true eighties summer rental was that a John Hughes movie? Yeah. I don't know. Don't age yourself, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next movie is a uh, shot caller. So, Shot Caller, Joey, tell us a little bit about that one. I think uh, when you were actually on the podcast, you talked about this one, too. Is that correct? Yeah, I did. You guys never watched it? Nope. No, no I think Beef I've seen it. it. Um, said, oh, yeah, Beef. You liked it, Beef? It's a, good, it's a good one. It's surprisingly good. Yeah, I didn't like, I didn't know where it was going until uh, whatever happened, happened. You know? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just a great. No spoilers. No spoilers, but it's just something everybody should watch. Yeah, so I was trying not to spoil it. Not a fan. Still never seen it, but I'll at least give it the uh, the good old try. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you liked I See You. Yeah. You should give it a try. I think you'll like it. Okay. It's okay. on Netflix now. I'll, I mean, I'll peep it for sure. Don't get me wrong, because I will peep it. I'll try everything once, <laughs> including anal, and then I'll try that twice. Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so... Taylor. <laughs> um... Spies in disguise. Which what was that one? Wait, is it? It's in disguise, isn't it? 
disguise thing. It's uh, Will Smith and Tom Holland. They do the voices for it. Okay. Um, I know which one you're talking about, but I've never seen it. Dude, it was so good. I was. I, it takes me a long time. I mean, I don't really laugh at movies that often, but it was just funny. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm into it. Animated, right? That's the yeah. word I'm looking for. Um, good movie. Yeah. Good, innocent movie. Fun. Fun. Hey, I guess question on that then. Um, well, I know Rocky. I thought you were like a big Rocky guy. No, I am a big Rocky, but that's like six movies. I don't oh. know how I can put my... Speaking of that, uh, you guys got me the Rocky set, but I... Shouts out us. <laughs> that would have been the whole list. I did Harry Potter's. Yeah, I know. I found that out afterwards. I was going to be... <laughs> Rocky, I mean, Top Gun, but, you know, everyone's seen those, everyone's seen those movies. Nope. <gasps> what do you mean, nope? To which one? Top Gun. Still never seen it to this day. Wow. Wow. Yep. What's wrong with you? There's a new Top Gun coming out this Cards year. Cards on the table. I haven't seen it either. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dang. I think I've seen it enough for everyone. Wow. Well, I know what to get you for your birthday, which, Just, by the way, is June 2nd. It's one of those that slipped through the cracks. Yeah. Hey, I don't Taylor, like those kind of movies. Taylor cracks. hasn't seen it either, so it's fine, guys. It's it's all good. <laughs> Val Kilmer. She hasn't seen a lot of movies, though. Yeah, That's she's lacking. It's she, a good movie, though. She can't. She never mind. It's a movie that I've seen enough for everyone. So, <clears throat> I I thought that was Tom Cruise. It is Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Oh, it is. Oh, is Val Kilmer's in it. Oh, okay. He's so it's good. Movie. It's the only movie he's cute in, and you like Val Kilmer. How have you not seen that? Because it's not Tombstone. Val, yeah, I mean Val Kilmer was cute in Tombstone. <laughs> no, he wasn't. No. Doc he, was. he was not. No, 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 no. <gasps> yes, he was in Tombstone, but he wasn't cute in Tombstone. I like his mustache. He was. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I liked little... his. I liked his muff stash. Yeah, this little mustache <laughs> I got. He was really cute in Top Gun. He was very pale in uh, Tombstone. <sighs> well, he was dying. We ain't even got time for that anyway. So anyway, guys, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And uh, everyone, be sure to uh, say thank Check you to our the Nancy and the Joey next time you <laughs> see them. Yeah. We love you, Red Potatoes. Thank you, Stephen. No thank you, B, for a hundred awesome episodes. Thank you, guys. You guys kept me company, kept company on thank my you 100 mile drive. for supporting us. Of yeah, course. Thank you. And of course, Joey. We'll keep you awake any day, baby. <laughs> Just call in. Just call. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye guys. Later. Thank you. Later. Bye. All right. Next up, we have friend of the show, fellow podcaster Tyler, a.k.a. Skoden Cinema. We reached out to him and he... Yep. Oh, sorry. We reached out to him and he graciously said yes. We had to work on his schedule, though, because... He's such a popular podcaster now. But <laughs> <laughs> and too popular. It's not I'm I'm not being facetious. It sounds like I am, but I'm not. I promise you guys. <laughs> All right, Tyler, tell everyone what's up. Hey, SJ. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, so yeah, he reached out to me and I was just had a prior engagement and uh, unfortunately couldn't make 
make the first recording, but hey, uh, I will definitely always make time for you guys because I absolutely yeah. adore and love your show. And every time it pops you, up on, on the, my, my iPhone, I get excited. You guys <laughs> have just top notch and just, I love it. I can't say enough about it. Uh, I'll share it with everybody. <laughs> all right. We you. appreciate you. We appreciate you always, baby. Um, also, I, I must have because you sort of dedicated a whole show to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention that. <laughs> yeah. Episode 99 wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Tyler over here. Oh, my God, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm blushing. Not really, but kind of. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't have an idea, and then thankfully you messaged the group chat we're in. It's like you, sh- you got to do comics, and we're like, "Fucking bet." <laughs> <laughs> easy. Yeah, man. Easy, yeah, easy. for sure. I, I listen to anybody talk about comics. You know, like I honestly, I haven't picked up a comic. I actually did end up finding the copy of that uh, native or the Marvel uh, Heritage, the Voices. Oh movie. yeah. Finally, um, I found a copy of it. But that's like the first issue of, of a comic I've bought in like a single issue in oh my god probably five or six years <laughs> i mean if, if it's is any like new stuff like i just i'm out of the loop you know what i mean so it's really it's cool to hear work. y'all show and and you know speak on some things that i should be um reading that one man had me really intrigued was it called like truth justice or the where they do of like truth? department of truth department of truth like that yeah, yeah. yeah fucking legit and i'm like oh i like that so i I can't wait to start trade out yeah oh Oh, they do Uh, i think there's two trades right now if i'm not mistaken but yeah you should pick it up so good oh i'm definitely all over that one that is something that's right up my alley so the first thing i had me hooked yeah absolutely yeah it looks like trade paperback two is out so yes do it I'm on it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It, uh, what is this? Uh, almost at issue 100. This is episode 100. Is that right? Or 200? Episode 100. 100. Yeah. Big yeah. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Congratulations, man. That is quite the feat. I'm only at 17. So, I got some catch up. Are, yours are harder to do, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. What we do is hard, dude. Come on. <laughs> 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 Hardest thing I gotta do is copy paste. <laughs> I, I know, literally, me typing up the episodes. I'm like, oh, this this looks like a fun comment. This looks like a fun comment, <laughs> and I'm just like, ooh, this is a, this really is a fun fact. Hey, but it, it, it's really hard for us to have such good fucking opinions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh <Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> you're my go-to movie source. Honestly, if you don't like our reviews, you're probably wrong about the movie. Right? I agree. <laughs> you know? That's the crazy thing. Like we are other than like, I love, I like, there's a lot that I liked about Halloween kills. I will say that, but there is a lot of things that I did not like about Halloween kills. So that's probably yeah. the only movie that we sort of differed on. But other than that, like everything else is pretty much spot on. See, he was a top for an episode. It is cool. It's cool. But <laughs> hey, you're a tater most of the time. dude. You're, a, you're yeah. an honorable tater. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So uh, we're oh. talking about five movies. Is that what you're asking? Yes. Okay. Five movies you think people should see before they die. Okay. Well, I I, I kind of broke mine up into like different genres because I wasn't. I mean, I'm a pretty basic bitch. I mean, I could go ahead and throw out all the Star Wars and Indiana Jones, and I mean those are the. Mm-hmm. But I'm Fine. sure people have probably already seen those. Um, so uh, I kind of broke it up into like different genres. 
so my first one i'm um, for drama uh raging fucking bull uh if you don't know raging bull holy shit like go check out that movie a horror is a uh, uh, the original texas chainsaw uh for horror um action film i picked uh hard boiled uh the john Ooh. woo film That's and for sci-fi um i picked the original 54 godzilla and uh i guess just sort of like the honorable mention one that just i kind of tossed in there because i was kind of running out of time um I, i'm a huge fan of like ed wood <laughs> and and probably king kong like the original 33 kong so those are a good one those are my my films that i will go to my grave with <laughs> dude yes solid list for sure Oh, thank you. Um, not that I would know two of them, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess let's let's just jump straight through them then. Uh, Raging Bull. Why why'd you pick Raging Bull? Uh, man, I um, I first came across Raging Bull. It was sort of a movie that had a lot of uh, I'm trying to say like uh, sentimental value to me. Um, mm-hmm. Like my grandfather uh, was a huge huge boxing fan and every time we'd get together um you know he would tell me stories just about these old time fighters from you know uh, uh joe lewis and uh, uh you know jack dempsey and i mean just like these old time fighters and, but he said one of his favorite fighters was uh jake lamotta and he was telling me all about love to talk about jake lamotta and uh there was a, a book had, had, had that was written it was called raging bull and I had picked up the book and then it wasn't until later that I actually found out that it was a Scorsese movie <laughs> and De Niro was in it. And so I thought, holy shit, like, that's awesome. So I actually watched the movie before I read the book. I had the book, but I never mm-hmm. bothered reading it. And um, but when I saw the movie, holy shit, like that is to me easily hands down one of the greatest movies ever made. Just the way that it's shot, um, the lighting in it, it's all black and white. Um Joe Pesci is in it. It's, it's, my, it's my favorite, other than maybe Taxi Driver, it's my favorite De Niro performance of all time. Oh, yeah. It's just incredible. Um, it's just a solid flick from, from beginning to end. And it was one of the very first films, too, where like uh, De Niro, you know, transformed his body like he was like in top fighting shape. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. for, the, for the end of the film to show Jake's later life, uh, he put on like 70 pounds or something like that. And so it was like one of the very first times, like they couldn't believe that an actor had gone that far for a role. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, so Raging Bull is is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> I've never, I had never even heard of it until oh. you just told me. So if it makes you feel any better, uh, this is my first time even hearing about it. <laughs> You've never heard of Raging Bull? It Ever. doesn't make them feel better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm on the show right now. So yeah, I think it, it's dude. actually available on Amazon Prime. Oh, so, I'll, I'll I'll find a way to watch it. Don't don't yeah. don't even uh, doubt that because I'm pretty yeah. good about that. <laughs> yeah, just just even like the fight sequences, the way the fight sequences were, were were shot, it was like the very first time like they put the camera like in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it was just like, man, it was just it blew my mind. Uh, I I can watch that movie honestly once a month and and be never get burned out on it. I love 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 that movie. That's solid. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I I will watch it, especially because the cast is fucking stacked too. Oh yeah, I mean that is obnoxious, dude. That's yeah. Cr- oh yeah, yeah. You got you just got a stacked cast. It looks like uh, it, and it's black and white. You said 
Yeah, it's black yeah. and white. There's yeah, one little like color that. sequence in there, but the majority of the film is black and white. Yeah, whatever. That's okay. That's okay. We we, we don't need that color in movies, dude. <laughs> don't give a shoot about that. No. And Joe Pesci, man, like it's fucking endlessly quotable. Like all of his little quips and I mean Joe Pesci. I think it's like his, his film debut. It could be, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I think it's his first oh, film. Yeah. I'm about to find out, dude. Um, well, I'm looking this up though. What was uh Texas Chainsaw? Was your yeah, next chain, one, right? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, OG. One, yeah, OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was one of the very first movies that like literally legitimately like scared the shit out of me. And it was for one reason, one reason only. When John Larroquette tells us that the the events of this movie was was based like on true life, you know what I mean? When John, oh, you're like, yeah, I'm still out there. Holy (laughs) shit, this is fucking real. Yeah, I mean, for real. Like, I was picked it up at a video store. I mean, I was a video store kid, Mm -hmm. you know, like kind of like a latchkey kid, but a video store kid. And just hell yeah. (laughs) But I was lucky to live in that time where like you could literally rent whatever you wanted and like. Mm-hmm. They didn't care as long as you didn't ask for like the the dirty folder or go back in the back room like video store clerks yeah. at that time could have cared less <laughs> but anyway so that movie like just scared the shit out of me just the grittiness of it um just the realism of it it was shot almost like a documentary style like um just i don't know the simplicity of it too like less is always more like there's really not that much blood in it <laughs> but in your yeah. brain you can it's just like this bloodbath and so i mean i don't know like definitely uh like my top horror film of all time i just remember like watching that um every summer like for one summer like we must have watched that once or twice a week my brother and i and it got to the point where we would we've got to be funny after a while <laughs> you know because <laughs> you knew, like all of the lines and we'd quote all the lines to each other you know what i mean so anyway just good times good times with that movie yeah Hundred percent solid movie. I uh, so I actually went back and watched it because I watched the which one did I watch first? I, I I'm gonna I mean I haven't seen all of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. I did watch the remake though that was basically like a shot for shot remake, and uh-huh. I really enjoyed it. I was like, yo, this is so fucking good. Whatever, blah blah blah. And then I actually went back and watched the original because I was like, all right, I want to see where this stemmed from. Yeah. Anyway, dude, honestly, so solid. And yeah. um, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's that trailer for the new one coming to Netflix on the 18th. Yes, yep. I've been waiting Dude. with bated breath. I literally didn't know till like two days ago that it was even. Yeah, my thing. wife, I didn't either. My wife's like, "Did you know there's a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre?" And I was like, "Huh?" She was like, "Yeah." She's like, "It's on gonna be on Netflix." And I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, let me see that. And like, oh my god! Like, it looks pretty fucking cool. Like the yeah. origin story of yeah. the Sawyer family. So. Honestly, um, I'm uh, I'm hyped as shit on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking yeah. I'm taking I'm literally taking the day off to watch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna watch it at work, I'm dude. Not, I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, actually, awesome. I'll, I'll probably have to wait for the wife to watch it because she'll be like, "What the fuck?" No, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that that's uh that's my impersonation of everybody's wife. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. So, sorry, any uh, wives listening to this, but uh, no, yeah, I, I agree. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, super solid horror film, and uh, the the old one gave me just a bigger appreciation up for it because mm-hmm. I had watched the later ones already, right? I, I saw like uh, the 3D one too, which was 
in my opinion, dog shit. But yeah. um, and then I went back and watched that and I was like, oh shit. It was similar to like Halloween, right? You watch the original yeah. Halloween and you're like, damn, that's so good. And then you watch some shittier ones later on. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like oh, <laughs> Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, hit him with it. <laughs> um but yeah, you, I mean, you get you have to have an appreciation. If you're into film, this this is my thing, is because you can ask anybody like who does isn't really into like film. Um, and they'll be like, oh yeah, the newer ones are way better. The old ones look like shit. Or like Halloween, for example, is one that I love to use because obviously the way it was shot is so much different than what they do now. Yeah. Right. But it, it's it's crazy because when you get people who actually appreciate film, it's like, oh yeah, they'll almost I would say almost hundred percent of the time agree that like these OGs are better. So yeah. Yeah. So shout out Texas. Anyway. Uh yeah. <laughs> Next one was uh, another one I'd never even heard of. Hard boiled, hard boiled, jawed fucking woo. Okay, so and this one I didn't come guys. across. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I didn't come across this film until I was like in college, and this is at like the pretentious film school guy where you're like, oh, like I'm watching Hong Kong. I'm watching foreign films now. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But um, we've all been there. <laughs> But I always like um, had a fascination with just Hong Kong cinema in general because I remember um, back when A and E actually had like decent programming, um, they had a, a show like from England called The Incredibly Strange Film Show, and they wow. had a, a segment on there on Hong Kong cinema, and it was like this huge thing with Jackie Chan, and that was the very first time I had ever heard of Jackie Chan. I was probably like in maybe eighth grade, and I was like, holy shit! So. Like I tried my damnedest to like try to find Jackie Chan films, and then it was like impossible to like find like Police Story or like Armor of God or like you know like Drunken Master or yeah. Fearless Hyena. You couldn't find any of those. They were like so hard to find. So when I got to film school, like finally, like all of those films kind of slowly started being released. And um, I had hooked up with a guy actually from Hong Kong. His name was Chris Tong. Shout out Chris Tong if you're listening. And he was telling me about, um, you know, I was asking him about Jackie Chan films one day. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, da, 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 like Jackie Chan, you know, we love Jackie Chan. And then anyway, he's the one that sort of introduced me to, to John Woo. And the very first film that I remember seeing was The Killer um, with Chow Yun-Fat and Danny Tan, I guess, I think is his name. Um, anyway, and so um, that was the very first one I saw. And then he also had a copy of Hard Boiled. And when I saw Hard Boiled, like you want to talk about just from the opening of that movie till the very end of that movie, it is the most batshit, insane, crazy ass action film you will ever see. And I, the, the body count has got to be <laughs> as high as anything that Rambo ever did. Yeah. The rounds mm-hmm. popped off. I, I <laughs> that must have had a million dollar budget just for ammunition. It's fucking unbelievable. Um, if you've never seen Hard Boiled, like I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, it's like ballet with bullets is the only way I can like. Just Ugh. the way he shot an action scene was unlike mm-hmm. anything that I'd ever seen. Like everything was that I had seen, you know, from like Die Hard or the Schwarzenegger films or Rambo. Everything was like really fast paced. This was like slowed down and very like melodic and like the music it's behind time. it was. Oh my god, man! It was unbelievable. So shit, man. I still fantastic movie. I actually still have a my Criterion Collection DVD 
<laughs> oh, nice. Of, of hard boiled and the killer. So, um, as far as I know, I think those are the only available cuts. Um, I think there was like Dragon Dynasty might have released both of those. I got the Dragon were, Dynasty. Were they edited down though? I, I couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, I, I can't remember. There was some, something about the Dragon Dynasty version that was different than the Criterion version or whatever. But anyways, I never got the, never saw the Dragon. Because it's on Blu-ray, right? Did they do it on Blu-ray? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got mine on Blu-ray, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Dude. hard-boiled, hands down, the greatest action film of all time. I'll definitely have Just to see it to you. For the hospital <laughs> shootout alone. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and he's holding that baby. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, got, he's as holds this infant and he's like walking around this infant with like this machine gun, just like fucking gunning people down. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and then the thing takes a piss on him. And like, it's just like the yeah. most, a complete mind fuck. And you're like, it's, but I was, I was in that movie. Like, I was like the biggest Chalion Fat fan, like when I was in, in film school too, because I had seen A Better Tomorrow too. And so, like, I wanted to start dressing like that. So, like, had, like, the trench coat. And I would, like, carry the match in my mouth like a real fucking dick and, like, walk oh, yeah. around the University of Oklahoma thinking that I was fucking something. You know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> looking back at it, I'm like, what a fucking twat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe girls talk to me. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, sure we, uh, I'm sure we all had those moments for sure. Yeah. I was I was looking at his movies too, and at least the ones that stood out to me. So obviously, I'm I'm a I'm still fairly young, right? So I, I was born in '92, which is when this came out. Yeah. Um, but I was looking at movies, and I'm like, oh, Broken Arrow, knew that. Face yeah. Off, knew that. Mission yeah. Impossible Two, of course, and then Wind Talkers. That's pretty much it, though. Right? Yeah. So literally, his uh, what was that? '96 a... to fucking 2002 <laughs> are the only ones I. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just sort of dropped off the map, like and he just did. went back to Hong Kong. The only one I've seen that he did, Red Cliff, which is like a four-hour long yeah. movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's man, number but... two. Did you see yeah. part two? Uh, uh-uh. there's a part two. Yeah, there's a not. part two. Came out in 2009. Not. Oh shit! No, I didn't uh-huh. see that. I'll have to check. Uh oh, I just got the notification. All right, I got. We got ten minutes, boys. Let's get it. Oh, okay. All right. Let's All right. knock. So, oh, uh, Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> oh. God, <laughs> yeah to me um once again everything about that movie works um as far as like um just the story of that uh you know especially if, coming off of like the the nuclear testing that they were doing um the the horrors of, of hiroshima and you know so japan was definitely like at a time of like I'm trying to say like panic, I guess, like we were more, more nuclear panic than we were. And so out of all of that, you know, you have this film sort of like come out and it's so easy to write it off as like a stupid monster movie, but like the very first one and they, and they did turn into stupid monster movies, let's be honest. But the first one, man, is almost like a drama. It plays out like a drama. And then, and you, it builds towards like that fucking climax, man, where like Godzilla is like down and he's got the fucking, the oxygen, <laughs> the oxygen bomb. Yeah. yeah or whatever and like and he, the, he's like struggling for breath and like you you have like all this sympathy man and it fucking chokes me up every time you know like when godzilla is just like slowly just sinking to the bottom of the ocean it's just like uh-huh. fuck they fucking killed him and it's like not even his fault like he was just doing what he should be doing you know what i mean so it's like and the, the score is fucking amazing i have that on vinyl i play that 
I've introduced nice. it to my kid, my two year old. He's a fucking Godzilla freak too, and he's sleeping with Space Godzilla right now. <laughs> nice. Oh fuck yeah, dude! But uh, yeah, so he's the only two year old that I know that could name like probably like seven kaiju monsters, like different kaiju monsters. I was just like, dude, you're so smart. Because we're like, looks like by Biolante. I'm like, that is Biolante. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> so, but yeah, the original Godzilla, you have to see that film. Like I said, it's easy to write it off as a dumb monster movie, but it's so much more than that. It's so complex. It's so rich. Um, anyway, I just I love it. Great Philip. Have you have you seen uh Shin Godzilla? Yes. And that's another one that blew my mind because it was a whole different so kind good. of spin on it. Yeah. And man, I don't know about you, but like watching that first form come out of the water where he has like no arms. I was like, that was like the most difficult thing for me to watch. Like he's like struggling and like, I was like, yeah, it's freaking terrifying. That thing, man, it's freaking terrifying. (laughs) They're they're making another one, but it's called Shin Ultraman. Oh, no way. And so it's like the same premise for like, what, what would happen if Ultraman happened like right now? Yeah. And it's basically the same thing both so yeah, oh dude kick ass i didn't know that see that's why i yeah. tuned into ripe potatoes for these fucking hot scoops <laughs> got, i got it dog got james yeah. with the fun facts and all i the know facts man we call general. this fucking loaded potato <laughs> yeah what's up baby <laughs> um so just just quick thing for me the the biggest thing for me about this movie is this was uh this was one movie that was shown to me from my grandma and yeah. that that was the only reason I was even into Godzilla, you know, is because mm-hmm. anytime I'd go over, like my grandma would be watching one of the movies, and then she's like, "Oh, there's another one came out. I gotta get it." D- didn't even matter what it was about. <laughs> if it had Godzilla on it, she was she was on that shit. That and Star yeah. Trek, which is kind of funny. She's she super tricky, but uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's why that's why Godzilla. It's like Godzilla will always hold a special place, specifically because of the relationship with my grandma that I had. So right. Um, right. But yeah, so Godzilla is a fucking banger. It is. Uh, all right. I guess uh, we'll go Kong. Kong. Huh? Same Kong? thing. 30, 33 Kong. Is one of the, it was probably the first film I can remember watching like on like television. And this was probably back in 82, I want to say. And they, because oh, back then it was like before the video store boom, you know, if you wanted to watch movies, the only way you could watch it is if it came around on television, you know? And I just remember like this huge promo, like they were going to show the original 1933 King Kong. And like my family came over, like my grandma, my grandpa came over and my grandma told me the story. Like when she was a little girl, that was the very first movie that she had seen in the theater. And it scared her so bad that she like ran out of the theater and like ran down, (laughs) ran down the street. (laughs) So again, very sentimental, but like just the story, like I don't, for some reason, I just related to that ape so much. Um, Just growing up where I felt like, like I was like this, I don't know. Like I, I had like all of this love to give, but like nobody wanted, I was like the wrong kind. You know what I mean? Like I just related uh-huh. to that movie so much. And um, anyway, so uh, plus the, the stop motion um, it was one of the very first films that Harry Housen worked on. Uh, I think it was Willis O'Brien actually did, did the original, um, but Harry Housen worked under him. And so just everything about Kong, I just, I love it. It's a love story to me. It's not, monster movie it's not a kaiju movie. yeah it's, it's a love story and i just love that like the beauty and the beast kind of thing and i just fucking love that aspect of it it was beauty that killed the beast yes i'm a softy and i actually like the peter jackson one i ain't gonna lie i actually liked it yeah 
<laughs> I honestly like, yeah, I, I like all of them, dude. I'll, I'll yeah. watch them just because it's like, a, for me, it's just dumb fun. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. I, I have to watch them. I love, yeah. I love the OG like posters too that they used to do <laughs> for these the hand painted ones. Dude, yeah, oh, so yeah. Sick. Yeah. yeah, I have a ta- giant tattoo of that like on my side. So Ooh, I, I was, well, I was, well, I was <laughs> to you, but I'm so fat right now. Like, <laughs> Maybe, oh my maybe god, even show I'm... me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Definitely not gonna show you now. <laughs> oh, I, I, had you to, I had to make it fucking weird. All right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's what we do. Man, I had yeah. my shirt up I got and everything. So oh, I'm just kidding. It's got uncomfortable. Yeah. Another yeah. fun fact I have is that Guillermo del Toro actually owns the original stop motion rig. Oh Kong. no shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's fucking so, awesome. I don't remember what I was watching, but he was on there and then he's they're like he was showing his collection and he was like, if they're they asked him like if there was a fire, what would you come and grab? And he's like this. Oh and hell he yeah. showed it, he was like it's the original King Kong mold Dude. or like the, the it's all like metal rods and stuff now. But yeah, because like, it's got deteriorating. The only thing I'd come back and grab. Puppy. Yeah. Holy shit, man, that is awesome. I had no clue. Yeah, that's fucking sick. What a, so San Diego Comic Con. I went there. Was it two years ago now? Three years ago? Something like that. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah I don't. I mean, it's not like I had money to fucking buy anything. Anyway, uh, but <laughs> blew it all on the plane ticket. The there, ticket. No shit. I, actually, luckily I was close enough to drive. But oh, there you go. Um, with the one of the stands that they have is you can actually buy real like movie props. And uh-huh. one of the things that they had there was uh, one of the Ghostbuster suits. I don't remember who it oh, was. Shit. And they also had a trap, which was fucking tight. But they oh, had the yeah. holy hand grenade too from Monty Python. And it <laughs> like I I, I want to go there again just to see like what kind of stuff they have because obviously they always have like the OG stuff. But yeah. dude, the, but the price tags are obnoxious. Like, oh, I'm sure. I, I think for like. For example, like that freaking Ghostbuster suit, or sorry, Holy Hand Grenade, it was like seventy thousand dollars. So I'm just like, uh, nah, nah, I'm good. Like, great. Movie, like, you know, like, like, can I? Can you hold that though? Like, can, like, can I see that? Or like, is that not allowed? One, oh, yeah, no, no. They uh, literally have them up in like bulletproof cases and shit. But, oh, okay, there you go. I, I had a buddy too from high school, and he had a. Uh, it was a police badge. And it was it was shot with like the liquid metal from Terminator Two, and it turns oh, out man. his grandma was like a fucking one of the prop people for Terminator Two, and I was oh, like, God. I was like, you got to be shitting me, dude. I was like, what's up? Fuck, <laughs> that is awesome. But uh, not not to cut it short or anything. Just want to make sure because we only we got a minute left. Yeah, um, I got a minute left. So oh, yeah, dude, uh, go ahead. Thanks again for jumping on here with us. We always appreciate you. Um, go ahead and give your credentials. Let everybody know where they can find you. And everybody, please, please, please go see our boy at Skoden and uh, mash that follow. Ah, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm at Skoden Cinema. I'm on Instagram at uh, Skoden underscore cinema. Uh, the show is called Skoden Cinema. You can find it on basically any platform that you find podcasts on. Um, even Google. Uh, I just, just applied it to Google. Uh, Spotify, oh, nice. uh, Apple iTunes, um, all that good stuff. Um, you can hit me up on Facebook. I have two groups. I got a, uh, a private group, which I accidentally made because I'm a dumbass. And then I have a public group, so you can join those. My real name's Tyler Randall, so you can find me my personal if you want to. Um, but follow follow the show, and, and thank you guys so much for having me. I've had a blast. 
But we appreciate Thank you for being on. Won't be the last time. <laughs> yep. Later. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Later. Yo, 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 yo. Next motherfucking up, we have Suzanne and Jason. Longtime listeners, good friends of the show. And uh, Jason is also the one who made us our right potato shirts. Um, Hell yeah. So, Jason, Suzanne, thank you so much for joining us on our 100th motherfucking episode. You know what I'm saying, baby? Um, go ahead and give a little introduction to yourselves. Hello, I'm Suzanne. Oh, is it? I don't know what else to say. No. I'm nervous. I'm Jason. I'm the, the hidden background guy that you guys hear from time to time, Steve. Steve and talk about. Because I've known him since we were like, what, seven? Uh, I think I was, I think I was or nine. nine. I think I was nine at the time. So, yeah. So, it's, yeah. it's a long time. Long time. Forever. 20 years? <laughs> Something like that. Almost 21. Shit, boy. Damn. Um, and I guess obviously you guys heard of the podcast through us just posting stuff up and you guys are always super interactive, always reposting. So we really appreciate you guys. Um, thank you. Thank you. And so basically what we're doing is we're asking everybody, of course, to give their top five movies to see before they die. So sounds like Suzanne, you are numero uno. Let's go. Uh, top five movies. Go for it. Just list all of them. Yep, go ahead and list them all, and then uh, we'll go back through them. Um, I picked uh, Saul, A Christmas Story, Soul Surfer, The Sandlot, and Harry Potter. Okay. Say Soul Surfer? Yes. And then Sandlot, Harry Potter. Yes. All right, cool. So, first one, you said Saw. Is that correct? Yes. Perfect. All right, well, why? Why Saw? Because it's a good movie. I mean, like, if like people like scary movies, but not like, um, like to be scared and stuff. I think it's good. It's like more like gory than like actually scary. Definitely gory. I actually like the Saw. I I liked the Saw movies a lot. At least like the first few of them. Um, yeah. I think it was the fifth one was the last one I liked, <laughs> and then I was just kind of, I was just like. All right, whatever. Um, but the twists in them obviously is what really made the movies. So yeah, I would I would agree with that though. In in a gore film, the twist was really what fucking had set those like apart. You know, from just being oh, it's just gory. You know, it's like oh, this. Well, I won't I won't spoil the story just in case somebody hasn't seen it. But uh, <laughs> but it, I, like, I, I agree. It's, I guess it's like kind of like one of those ones that kind of like keeps you on your feet, like keeps you guessing. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, we got beef? Well, uh, uh, looking back, the first one is not even like gory. Mm -hmm. Like it's there's not a lot. The, the worst part, I think, is like what the him cutting his foot off at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and or, then or the fat dude what? and the razor blades because uh, that's yeah, but it doesn't like us. it doesn't sh show nothing though. Like yeah, and then really. like two, three, four, just like up the ante. Yeah, of what they wanted to do. There's there's definitely some shit in there. I'm like, oh, that that would suck. So, yeah. or it, I'd just do it. You want to play a game? Like, fuck yeah, dude, let's play games. <laughs> he is just laying there. Yeah. I mean, like when they did like the new one, um, like Spiral, I was kind of nervous because of uh, when they did uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris Rock, because like 
I didn't think like, cause I see him more like as like funny and stuff. I didn't think he could be serious, mm-hmm. but he actually did pretty good though. I've, I've uh, never seen that. I know. I know. Yeah. Super, super weird that I've never seen a movie, but uh, <laughs> Spiral is one that I haven't seen, but I, I definitely will check it out. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go with the second one then. Christmas Story. Go ahead and explain yourself. That is my favorite Christmas story. I mean, favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> like, I have to watch it, like, every Christmas. It's, like, really funny. Um, especially my favorite part, you'll shoot your eye out with that thing. <laughs> um, Christmas Story, super solid. It would have made my list if I would have added more Christmas movies, but I didn't. So uh, yeah. I, I got Same. the Grinch on there. Grinch is still like, I will watch the Grinch fucking all day, every day. So some may call it an obsession. I call it a talent. <laughs> I'm just um. Okay, I mean that one's pretty straightforward. So let's go yeah. Soul Surfer. That's a different one. Um, yeah, that one is like, I mean, it's like, it's like one of those like, I don't want to like, I can't really explain it. It's like a one of those yeah, rational movies. Like you never, you never give up. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, about Bethany Hamilton. Like it's based on a true story about a girl. You know that gets her arm bitten off you know at first she's kind of like down and stuff and then she's like i don't i'm not gonna give up and look at her now she's a pro surfer okay which i i've never seen it i know about like the story. i mean it's like on some parts it's kind of funny some parts it's like sad it's just one of those movies like it's, yeah it's really good sounds like my life yeah <laughs> but it's a but it's a feel-good movie yeah yeah and like, you know, with faith and stuff like that, them keeping faith with them and stuff. Okay, which is solid, right? It, it just yeah. it does validate the fact that I hate the fucking ocean, though. So <laughs> for sure, <laughs> shouts out Soul Surfer. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go Sandlot. Which uh, this one is actually a, another one on my list here. Yeah, this is one of my favorite baseball movies. I'm not really like a big baseball person, but this one is like my like favorite favorite baseball movie. Okay. Which I I mean I I had to pick a sports movie, so that was what I picked. (laughs) (laughs) One sports movie. It was was either that or the animated uh, that one or or, oh yeah, that one too. I was gonna say Angels in the Outfield. I like that one too. Okay. I don't remember watching it, but I know I've seen it. <laughs> Same. I think I saw it once. Does it? Ha- it has a. Is it Christopher <laughs> Lloyd who's in that? Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher, yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. I only remember that movie because it was like a preview on a VHS for another movie I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> Did it have that classic coming soon to something? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> coming soon, a video cassette. <laughs> Today's kids will never fucking know, dude. No. Pussies. Anyway, uh, let's, go <laughs> let's go into our last one. Um, and that would be Harry Potter. Harry Potter's Harry Potter. pretty, like, the best fucking movie ever. <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty self-planetary, I guess. Um like all the wizards and stuff like that. 
That shit, that shit made and, my list too. What's up? What's up? <laughs> and um, out of all of them, which one is your favorite? I know you picked them all as a whole, but which one mm-hmm. would you love the most? There, there is a right answer, so think about it. Um, you saying you're staying in this house or you're going to be finding somewhere to live tomorrow? Yeah. So, the couch, pick it. (laughs) I think I like um, Goblet of Fire. I think I like that one. Solid choice. I'll accept that. (laughs) Even though I make make fun of the saddest parts. (laughs) Oh, oh, with Edward? Yeah, the dad. I mean, it hurts you, but I'll find random things and be like, that's mine. And then, you know, something in your My boy! (laughs) It's my son! My popcorn! (laughs) (laughs) Edward isn't so immortal anymore, though. Ah! Got him! Anyway. (laughs) But I feel like that's where you see the good part of that guy. Yeah. That actor. Which I'm excited for the Batman. You guys are too. I feel bad for severus snake though because i know like he was really protected him and he had to pretend that he didn't like him but in the end it's like yeah like he had to pretend he didn't care but he really did yeah which is uh definitely one of the hardest deaths in any cinema history yeah. oh yeah um all right well suzanne we appreciate your list of movies yes. now Solid. straight up on to jason let's go baby <laughs> what are your five all right i made these up five minutes ago <laughs> Hell yeah, uh, I'll go with Nightmare Before Christmas, oh. Train to Busan, oh. do Jingle All the Way, yes. <laughs> La Bamba, oh. is the original Batman. Yeah, nice. Ooh. Which I'm actually surprised <laughs> nobody has said original Batman just yet. So, oh, really? um, yeah, I mean, well. Fuck it, we're gonna go backwards on these. Then, uh, Batman. Talk about Batman. Why is it one of your favorites? I, I grew up as it. <laughs> I know. Do we do we even need to ask that question, dude? Exactly. <laughs> I used to have the Batman suit, and I would watch it as a kid. I'd also Yo, stand the PJs. Oh yeah. Oh no. These. This is like the actual Halloween suit. Where do you oh, even have this? Halloween? <laughs> There's um. Wrecked. I have a picture of myself in kindergarten. It was like pajama day, and I like, I was so excited to wear my Batman PJs that like, there's a group photo of our class, and if you zoom in, you can see me like, doing the Batman <laughs> fighting pose. That's awesome. I tried that on a chair, and I fell backwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No surprise. On still, I'm I'm really surprised that this wasn't mentioned as much, but it's no surprise that the Dark Knight made it, and that's. Uh, the Heath Ledger gold, baby. So I'm in. Right. Yes, I didn't think of that because Batman's one of my favorite. Yeah. Also, I think like you guys have said, because I didn't realize in rewatching it, he's more creepy. Like oh, yeah. he, he's he's like a Michael Myers almost. Yeah. In he's, some parts. Uh, he I, I just love his acting in that movie anyway. It really bums me out that I mean he's gone because like we could have had so much more with that character. Oh, but yeah. it's whatever, man, you know. That's why it's gold and nothing can change it. But whatever, dude. Hey. All right, <laughs> dude. RIP the homie, dude. Uh, La Bamba, dude. Great movie. Oh, yeah. La, 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 la Bamba. <laughs> well, obviously, I know you guys can see behind me, and I know Steven knows I played guitar since, what was it, the end of middle school? Yeah. 
and then just his, the way his like life is you know it's just sad how young he was though yeah yeah i think not even high school when yeah he died this shit's crazy Lobobo was solid though dude oh yeah kind of like yeah. suzanne said though that like inspirational part okay yeah. okay which is totally i i love that movie too that they made of it and uh obviously his music is just fucking that good anyway you know but uh the movie in general like every time i watch it i'm like fuck it's so good yeah and then like right at the end you're like no you can only tell him don't get all that play <laughs> there was um there was a story of uh i guess uh richie valance's family was there like during when they were filming the plane scene okay and like they they were so they like they met with lou diamond phillips and they became friends with him and they were so concerned for his safety when they they like the sister broke on set and she stopped him like don't get on that plane please do not get on this plane oh shit. he's like he's like it's all right it's okay it's a movie like everything's safe and she's like he had to calm her down and like they finally got to film the scene damn wow yeah I mean, that's traumatizing though dude like i get it <laughs> yeah uh, also they did that on the i think when he was actually playing la bamba and they were saying how it reminds him so much of the uh ricky valance when yeah. he did the filming that part mm-hmm. that's tight though i'm into that that just means he was that good you know what i'm saying <laughs> right um all right next up jingle all the way let's go let's go <laughs> <laughs> to be honest the reason why i chose it oh, is you, you've already told the story <laughs> <laughs> i think like what was it 30 seconds into it and i could not stop laughing i told suzanne also the whole movie until the credits i was just laughing <laughs> uh, so jason and i used to do this thing when we were younger we would uh we would literally stay up for like days straight right like okay. oh 24 hours we can easily do that dude we just wouldn't go to sleep and uh one night he was staying over and we were watching this fucking movie or yeah no this was at this was at our old house okay so yes jason was over staying the night we were watching this fucking movie it's probably like three in the morning <laughs> <laughs> he started this fucking movie and straight up like we could not stop laughing through the whole fucking thing everything was just the funniest thing we'd ever seen at the time um the one thing i remember where he it like hit him super hard was when he puts on the fucking like belt on his head and then he does like the oh <laughs> like lost his fucking mind. i still laugh every time i even before because i just know it's coming up oh dude it's so good and then uh the other one was when he's uh when he's running from the fucking reindeer. <laughs> okay. Oh man. I think I got into lost his mind. <laughs> oh, but anyway, yeah, no, solid movie anyway. That's a great Super choice, good. especially yep. for a Christmas movie. Actually, uh Funko made a Turbo Man doll. Did you guys end up getting one? Oh, we seen him at tried to get the little pop bo- box lunch in the yeah. mall. Right? Oh, That's what yeah. we seen him. Yeah, lunch box. Yeah. We have a, bo- a box lunch in the fucking mall now. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's new, but it's it's, the stuff in there is expensive, though. It's crazy. Box lunch is a fucking for like for for, they have a Harry Potter bag in there that I want, but it's like eighty bucks. Yeah. I only spend eighty dollars on one thing, and that's food. (laughs) I spend more than that on food and coffee. (laughs) One meal. Yeah. Oh, that's dude. That's easy one meal. I can, I can make that happen. <laughs> um, all right. Train to Busan. Hit it. Oh, man. I've seen it so many times. 
I think just the how the dad is, you know, he's horrible in the beginning, gets her a Wii, and she's like, I already got this like two years ago. <laughs> trying to be that good dad, but he, he like can't until like the end. I mean, you already did the podcast, so oh, the end ends. Yeah. They didn't see it, but go, go, know, watch, go watch and listen if you guys haven't. All right, anyway, keep going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he finally realizes what he can do, right? Even though that one guy that you always want to die never dies. Yeah, he oh. finally got me to watch it. Yeah, I, kept I, think, I think I didn't want to watch it because I didn't really want to read. But then I just sat down and watched it. Which, yeah, once you, once you get past having to read the subtitles, there are actually quite a few movies that are like, okay, this is fucking like solid. One of my favorite movies actually that I mentioned on uh, my list was uh, Pan's Labyrinth. And that's just oh, yeah. classic. You know what I'm saying? It's so good. I've seen it like a long, long time ago. It's been a while. But yeah, I, I I mean I agree. Foreign films are fucking amazing. Actually, Beef was the one who was like, "Oh, you need to watch this." So I watched it, and uh, Taylor and I had an issue going to sleep because we were so hooked on it. And that's that's unusual for me. I could fall asleep to fucking anything. So yeah, ten minutes in anything, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's done. Yeah. So um, it was good. We're actually watching a, a zombie show on Netflix right now. It's actually pretty is good. That, um, is it's that the Korean one. Yeah, yeah. Where all of us are dead. Yeah, I wanted to check that out. You should. It's good. It kind of reminds me of Train to Busan, but like Ooh, yeah. the kids' version. Well, it mentions oh, Train to Busan, so uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the Train to Busan zombies. Oh my god! <laughs> no, um, all right. What well, and what was the first one? I put the uh, the acronym, but I didn't put the actual fucking. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) All right, explain yourself. On that one, I think it's because my mom's the one that actually got me into it. We would watch it every year. Then she got tired of me wanting to watch it every year. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think on my phone, I have all the songs, and then we just play it. Even at work, people are like, is this really the soundtrack that you're playing right now? I'm like, yep, you're listening to it. (laughs) Listen to it, I'm about to fire your ass. (laughs) <laughs> yeah usually the apprentices i'm like you gotta deal with it if you can deal with my dark horrible humor you can deal with this <laughs> so i i mean i was never super and we've had this discussion on the podcast before and just in general but i i'm not a huge um tim burton fan when it comes to like these animated movies no i'm, I'm not gonna say i'm not a fan sorry i, I just would, wouldn't say that they're like my favorite and so yeah. I, I still don't think to this day I've seen Nightmare Before Christmas all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces of it from like Emberlin watching it, but I've never sat and watched it, which is wild to me. But some of the songs are fucking fantastic. So, oh, yeah. and I can appreciate it because of how it was made. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, the it, but Marilyn Manson does do a cover of uh, This Is Halloween. So good. Think about it. <laughs> I think Suzanne had it on her phone, and I'm like, please don't tell me this is the Bailey Manson. I don't, know. I don't even remember putting that on my phone. Dude, it's so good. I'm all about that. I'm all about that shit. But I mean, like, look right here. It says Nightmare Before Christmas right on the box. Oh yeah, his my senses he got for oh, yeah. my birthday. Jack <laughs> and Sally. Oh, that's fucking sick. Because yeah. then, would you? Would you uh, play this more towards Halloween or Christmas, or would you just run it 
straight through. Honestly, I just sometimes I'll just pick a random time. Um, I mean, I think I usually started around the fall, okay. like right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Unless I want to listen to the music. Because <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah. then um, we do the whole like 31 days of Halloween. Usually right yeah. after that. Yeah. Nice. We get all our horror movies out. <laughs> Which is what we usually watch. Really bad. Yeah. Like, I think last, <laughs> we watched all like all the Halloweens and stuff. Yeah, because I've never seen them. Uh, the only what? one I think I'm going to watch is uh, number three. Oh, yeah, number the three. Of witch. Nobody likes number three. <laughs> I Cards on the table, I, I kind of do. <laughs> you like it? The only reason why I didn't like it was that song. What is it, that commercial? Like, three more three days, days of Halloween. Yeah. yeah, Silver Shamrock. Then, Shop, etched, yeah. or something like that. And then Silver <laughs> Shamrock. Is it AMC? That's all they played when I was trying yeah. to watch all of them. Get them, see oh, the other ones. Like, have you guys seen the new one, Halloween Kills? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We we covered that one too. Oh yeah, we. Uh, I thought- yeah, no, we 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 liked it. We liked. I was telling Jason, like, man, he's so brutal in this one. Yeah, that's why I, I liked it a lot. In the other ones, but this one, I thought he was like more brutal. Yeah, he's overly aggressive. Which yeah. I am a hundred percent into, and I, I don't know. I, I think it was just because I was so hyped on another movie that uh, I didn't really gave give a shit what happened. So Same. I was I was all about it. But uh, the the remake to Leatherface or Leatherface from Netflix is coming out. Have you guys watched that trailer? No, no. I saw a picture of it, and I I didn't want to get in trouble at work because that's where I usually see my trailers. <laughs> Dude. It's essentially Halloween. It's like Halloween 2018, but with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Correct. Uh-huh. Okay. It looks fucking tight. Yeah. So you you guys should watch that trailer. Well, they're actually doing them right this time. The new screen yeah. was Hopefully. good too. Oh, I liked it a lot. I did too. Oh yeah, I told yeah, Stephen yeah. one sad part that I that upset me the rest of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah. actually, uh, I did see something beef, and we had talked about it um, during the podcast. Just really quick, and then we'll fucking we'll get you guys out of here. But uh, we had <laughs> talked about this: is the fact that I was like, uh, I I wish Matthew Lillard would have made an appearance, right? Uh, and uh, I saw this article literally like the next day because our phone was listening to me, listening to our conversation, <laughs> and uh, it was like, oh yeah, why Matthew Lillard could have made an appearance because his character's not dead is what it said. I was like, wait, what? So anyway, I, I just thought that was funny because we had talked about it, and then uh, my FBI agent threw it up on my phone. So there you go. hey, they, they could put. She dropped a TV in his face. <laughs> <laughs> so great! Now he's watching our camera. <laughs> but they can add him in the. They can, they're probably going to make a new screen movie. This one, I'm pretty sure, did fantastic. Oh, dude, it was awesome. Think of like the second screen movie. I forgot the guy that was accused of being a killer. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Cotton Weary? Yeah, I, I, I forgot his yeah. like, actual name, but yeah. yeah. You know, they kind of like live almost in or something like, like that. that. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Like, or some, something like that. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll see, though. We'll see. I'm always ready for him. But uh, mm-hmm. again, thank you guys so much for jumping in the podcast. We appreciate yes. you. And uh, yeah, go ahead and give your credentials. Let people know where they could find you on Instagram or whatnot. And uh yeah. All right. Uh I got like I got like five like you now. 
<laughs> I think the one I use for like Twitch and all my random stuff is Spike Slash. And then for the clothing one, I think it's Ortiz Vinyl yeah, on Instagram. What is yours? I think yours is like, she doesn't know her own Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Suzanne likes butts. Oh, it's Fight Girl 3. That's what it yeah, is. There you go. Fight okay. Girl 3. Well, hell yeah. We appreciate you guys. Make sure everybody goes and yes, thank smashes you. that follow. And uh, yeah, until next time. All right, guys. Thanks for having right. us. Thank you so much again. Mm-hmm. Later. Bye. All right, cool. Thank you, everyone who decided they wanted to be a part of our to celebrate actually our 100th episode. Yes. Yeah. Thank you guys for uh, being involved. Thinking of how hard it actually was for you to think of five movies, um, but these are your hundred-ish movies. movies to see before you die. Yeah. So thanks again. Yes, and thank you. We'll see you next time, hopefully with a regular episode. Who knows though? We'll see. Because we do what the fuck we want. Hell yeah! All right, guys. Later. Later. All right. Cool. Thank you, everyone who decided they wanted to be a part of our to celebrate actually our 100th episode. Yes. Yeah, thank you guys for uh, being involved, thinking of how hard it actually was for you to think of five movies. Um, But these are your hundred-ish movies movies to see before you die. Die. So thanks again. Yes, thank you. We'll see you next time, hopefully with a regular episode. Who knows, though? We'll see. Because we do what the fuck we want. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Later. Later. This has been a Bright Potatoes production. (laughs) 